Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by the crown jewel of the East Bay. Home brewing superheroes, the innovative folks at More Beer. Visit them online at morebeer.com. I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. Damn it, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh-oh. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Happy 2010. Welcome back to The Session, everybody. It's uh, nice to be back in the studio after a little while. It's <laughs> been a long while. It wow. has. It Weeks. feels... I feel very unpracticed. It feels like it's been a, a six months, especially because it's kind of it's a bit strange in the studio. Chad is here. Yeah, good uh, to be back. Who's Chad? Odd, uh, yes. Who is that guy? Yeah, yeah. Chad, the producer, is back in action with us. How was your trek home from uh, the east? It was great. You Cold ha- as hell, but was it great? Happy to be back in Pacheco. Yeah, I am. You missed Pacheco, to be back. right? Absolutely. Are you ready to get uh, Pacheco tattooed to your body now? Did you miss Ooh. it that much? Maybe not that much. No, I close. I missed it that much. I was ready to get home. Mm-hmm. What's it? Been? It's only been two weeks though since we've been on the air, right? So uh, two shows since we've been on the air. Now we're back. Yeah, it's right. been maybe six or eight weeks since Shat's been on a show. Though. Yeah, it's been a while. Easily. So uh, gone two months. Yeah. What'd you do? Everything. Grand Canyon. <laughs> I, I did everything. Beer tasting. A lot of beer tasting. A lot of research. Yeah. You know, my father kept dragging me out for that. He did? Oh, yeah. He was raring to go? Oh, always. Happy to have you home, huh? Absolutely. He needed a drinking buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a good time. Went uh, yeah, all over New England and uh, hit some really nice beer spots. So you did? It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. What did you hit? Did you guys hit uh, Captain Lawrence? We did. Ah, yeah. Good. Scott was real cool, and his father, he was there. Oh, cool. They kind of do the tasting room, so his father helps out. It and, was like uh, bring uh, your dad to work day. It yeah. was. It was great. It was like a father tag team session. <laughs> you know, and my father kind of hit it off with him, so they were talking, and Scott and I were talking. So great times, you know, See. everywhere we went like that. And, he picked um, each other up. Made it up. <laughs> yeah. Made it up to uh, Chris's new place, the uh, Lions Pride, you know, the owner of uh, Ebenezer's there. Oh, yeah. He opened a new place in Maine, and uh, that place was awesome. I you showed me their beer menu. Apparently, the BN Army logo is on the beer menu at oh, um, at Lions Pride. Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. Repping us, I oh, like that. Yeah, helping us out. Quite the selection too. Yeah, this is awesome. Did you and your daddy get hammered up there? We spent <laughs> our time. Daddy. <laughs> it started to snow. Actually, we were on a, a big tour. You know, all day we were hitting pubs and stuff all over uh, New Hampshire and Maine. Just and you and your dad? Yeah, yeah, just the two of us. Awesome. Who was driving though? Oh, he was driving. Oh, the police. And uh, <laughs> no, we ended up there, and it started to snow, so we had some time. We just kind of chilled back and spent like three hours there. Wow, it was great. That is great. Yeah. So you didn't stay up there? We did. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought, why? Wow, it's a long trek not no, to no, stay. No, no, no. Yeah. Nice. That's ours, so. And did you hit Ebenezer's, too, or just the new place? No, uh, we were, but we weren't sure if it was going to close. They close. It's seasonal. Yeah. So I think they close, like, maybe in a couple weeks now. So we just didn't know, so we didn't head out there. Got it. So. Well. Everything else, though, in between. It's good. Name it. That uh, Armsby Abbey in Worcester, Mass., that was a standout, too. Yeah? Craft beer on tap, killer pizzas. Really? And yeah, we had this, like, white pizza. It was Vermont cheddar, apples. Like, all kinds of good stuff on there. Bacon. Wow. Oh, it's great. Apples and bacon. Oh, yeah. Just Can't go wrong. Bacon. Goes good with everything, man. So, yeah, it was a good time. Cool. Well, we missed you. Uh, we, we we replaced you while you were gone, though. We had an interim producer. I heard. Helping out. Yeah. Did you listen? I did. How do you think he did? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That pause I, tells I, all. I kind of liked him, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'd hire him. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, the interim producer. Yeah. He called me. He's like, hey, what do you got for me to do this week? I was like, oh, why don't you take the week off? I'll see what's happening. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, back in town. Yeah, Is he going to show up? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'll gonna, take him out. He's going to show yeah. up with a gun, Shat. Oh, that'd be like, great. I want, my, I want your job, Shat. <laughs> yeah. We should have them both in here at the same time, and yeah. they'd both be vying for, oh, I'll get that. Why? No, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. <laughs> I liked having Scott around, though, so we're going to see what we can do uh, to, to work everybody in. I'm, gonna, I'm always finding jobs for, for people. Um, and speaking of doing that, I've, we've got Push in town this week. Hey. And yeah, work for it. him to do, too, so he's hanging out Happy with us. Happy 2010. It's your first time in Studio B, isn't it? Yes, it is, in fact, and I love it. Good. Glad you said that. Otherwise, I'd kick you right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh-huh. Feels like you're all grown up. So we're almost back to being one big happy family, except no Doc. Yeah. What did you, did you talk to him? He'll be here late. He's uh, on his way. How late? Just a little late or like the middle kid, of the uh, show? Basketball game type he'll, late. He'll be early oh, next okay. Sunday. So, <laughs> I'll be there on Saturday. <laughs> All right. And uh, JP's here, I'm barely. Here. Yeah. You don't sound as bad as you say you feel, though. You you kind of look and, and sound okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, the lights <laughs> they make you they make me on you. look good. Yeah, I, I've always thought I was better looking top, you know, lit from the top. Yeah. So the shadows fall down on my face, and it you know reduces the contours. Okay. What? I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. understand any of that. Wait, yeah. Bevo didn't either. I don't think he was saying you were good looking. You just you don't have you know you look you don't look that sick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I let's think not take this wrong. too far. Yeah. Really. You know. I, I equate the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, did you have nice holidays tasting? I had a great holiday, yeah. I did uh, a lot of the same, you know. Uh, Sat around in your underwear. Well, no, go out to beer places. and. Uh, you, you did? Know, yeah. What beer places did you go to? 
Did a lot of EJ Fair, Barclays, yeah. uh, beer Triple Rock. Did a you lot. go to a lot of Triple Rock? Oh, you did, huh? Oh, yeah. When hung out with Roger down there. He's there a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's a good host. No, too. He, he works there. Why were you there all the time? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good yeah. place to go. <laughs> yeah. Did you have family in town? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drug them around a few times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple posts of you and your family at uh, they they put it on our uh, Brewing Network Facebook page. Oh. Uh, your brother, you guys were out at Toronado or something. Was it your brother? Oh, yeah, yeah. My brother's in town. There was a wedding uh, in San Francisco, a relative, and so they were in from the Midwest. He seemed real excited to be at Toronado with you. Did he get oh, a yeah. taste of the tasty fame? Is that what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Everyone coming up to you and saying yeah, hello? There was some of that. You're right. So he was a bit... Yeah, uh, they, well, they were already sort of getting on to that, you know, because, I mean, they don't listen to the podcast or anything, because, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Who would? But they do now. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so they're kind of the cats out of the bag there. Right. Yeah. But your, it was fun. Okay. And your kids were in town for the holidays, or you know, both yeah. of them. Yeah, both of them. Right. All right. So. How about New Year's Eve? Did you uh, did you have an exciting? Uh, oh, real exciting! I stayed home. Yeah, and watched. Uh, <laughs> was it Dick, I does Dick Clark still do uh, New Year's Eve? Did I should have stayed up. I should have stayed up too late to see that, but I didn't. You, I was, you, you I was a total out. dud. Did you hear? Like he, I guess he. I didn't see it either, but he totally messed up the countdown. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, he twenty. <laughs> it was. It was kind of like he was a quarterback in the huddle. Like he was happy nineteen seventy seven. I guess he started at like nineteen. Yeah. For whatever reason, really? and then right around ten or eleven, he repeat. He skipped a number and then repeated a number uh, he'd already done, dang. and then went ahead to eight. Nineteen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> dang. Hey. Now he's going full retard. I can't believe. Listen, you when know, you're the producer of that show, I I, you want. I appreciate the nostalgia, and I appreciate that he's like the guy who did that. But at some point, you can only pay so much homage. For example, right. when. When the day comes that JP unsuccessfully shoots his brains out, <laughs> yeah. and he comes back here like half the man that he is now, pulling Artie Lang, we're only going to allow yeah. him to do, say, two shows. We're not going to let him stay on forever and be a vegetable in the corner. <laughs> no. I mean, two shows is enough. Right. And Dick now has done like five New Year's as a vegetable. Right. Since and he blew his head off? Since yeah. he, you know, had this... Had, since his head blew his own head off. Yeah, exactly. Since his head imploded. Yeah. And they still let him do well, that goddamn his, countdown. That's his show, though. He's like the executive producer. He owns <laughs> he that show. So it. he keeps... Yeah, he keeps doing it. And then you got Seacrest in there. Don't let me do that. 2009. Uh, don't let me keep coming and saying, it's my dough. I want a host. <laughs> We've been meaning to when, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're oh, there. Is it, is it time? It's intervention time. time, it looks 2010 like. 2010, is, is, I'm yeah. supposed to step down? I tell you, these last two weeks, we've had n- no better numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we had the the uh, JP and Sully mixtape show to yeah. keep. That six-hour yeah. abortion. That Woo! was back in the early. Is that how long it's you popular. guys did? You did it for six hours? Five and a half. It was awesome. <laughs> Push really liked it. Oh, it was you two were really like each other Amazing. you and Sully. We do. Well we had we had a good time and it's it, the problem was we already kind of hashed it out uh is we had no we had no schedule we both kind of really wanted a, the limelight and like had a lot of fun sharing ourselves with each other if you know what I mean. <laughs> you yeah. and Sully wanted the limelight? Yeah. No. And then next <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Go carry on. JP. Okay, thank you. Don't and then uh, next thing I know, it's you know we've been doing it for four hours, and it's like, all right, we got to get off soon. And then two, an hour and a half later, it's and like, all right, we're we got to be. So now, if we ever do it again, it's we're going to have a strict time limit. We have a whole thing figured out. So. What happens on this show? Is there talking, or is it just back to back shitty music? No, there's shitty music, <laughs> and then there's talking about the shitty music, and there then, is, like you give the story of the artist kind that's, of talking. That's more Sully's thing. I see. Um, and then I either. Uh, made fun of his music, which I uh, probably did a little too much because, you know, after two bottles of wine and a pizza and some candles, <laughs> he cried. Yeah. What are you going to do? Seriously. Sully was upset. Pizza, pizza, like four bottles some of red holding. wine in here. Like, wow. Can- lights were totally dim. <laughs> Rubber sticking to the wall. <laughs> were you here, Bill? What the fuck? Yeah, I, I came. Sam and I came by. What a we creepy staying, show. We ended up staying for like an hour and a half. Like, we closed it out. It was kind of fun. Ish. It was, Ish. uh, <laughs> It was cool. I mean, we had a good time for you know for uh, uh, for what it was. I, I had a lot of fun. We definitely want to do it again. We had callers. You did, yeah. But since you started, since uh, I had to start the studio cold, it was like took me forty five minutes to figure out how to work the monitors in here, how oh, to turn yeah. them on. Yeah, yeah. Because last time it was all set up, and I could see how many people were were listening and all that sure. kind of shit. I couldn't do that. I had, I, I, and so I was a wreck for like an hour. Like I just can't get over how awful I am. I can't make anything work. <laughs> uh, it is hard to start out bad. It's, you got to recover from that. Yeah. Luckily, your show was six hours long. Yeah. <laughs> so we had time. On average, you could easily recover. Yeah. I see. But uh, it was cool. We had like fifteen to thirty people in the chat at any one time. Yeah. Um, That's good. Some people <laughs> liked it. All right. Um, it was good. Had fun. So we can expect more uh, JP. Is it whose name is it's title on the marquee? Is Sully. It, it's the Sully and JP mixtape yeah, show. Yeah, so it'll be volume three, and I'll make a title up yeah. for that later. It's like now that's what I call music three. <laughs> now that's what I call gay and depressing yeah. three. Well, the mixtape volume two is where the hits fall upon your mom like rain from what comes from the clouds or something like that. <laughs> what comes from? Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, we had our own intro music. Uh-huh. And we had our own, like, uh, you know, comeback music, whatever that means. You know, when you come back from the break, whatever the music is called, a stinger or whatever. I see. Um, man, it was great. We had our own little bits. Andy Wood did a nice 2-1-A commercial. He did? Yeah. Wow. It's pretty good. Like it, a live read? No, no. Uh-huh. He just farted around. Yeah, he did. I mean, I think I think my job might be in jeopardy. He did a great job. He did a fantastic Announcing, job. Announcing, you mean? Yeah. A- Andy Wood's announcer guy is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wood. Might yeah. have to uh, interview yeah, him. really? It was good. All right. So thanks to the four people who listened. Well, thank you for keeping the BN yeah. alive while uh, while we were all away. And by the way, I, I didn't break the stream. It was down when I came in, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> That's a likely story. All right. Well, I'm glad everybody had a good time. It's good to be back. I had a nice time in Europe. I've got... Uh, oh, yeah. I, you were gone. How was that? I, <laughs> I brought back beer gifts for you guys is really oh, all I wanted woo. to get to. Uh, I don't know that I'll get to giving them to you guys today. They They aren't all here. But um, we, I brought back, uh, once again, a heap of, uh, I mean, I just sort of, I brought out more suitcases than I needed, and I brought gifts to my friends out there, and then, so I had, like, three empty suitcases that we just filled with beer, basically. Yeah, Did how, they all make uh, it back? Bring it back. All but one. I lost one beer. Oh, it soaked your good, suitcase though. or something? Or? Uh, well, the suitcase was almost entirely beer anyway, so it didn't really matter. But yes, it leaked out onto the case. They really abused this case, actually. I, I'm putting in a claim oh. on the case, because uh, it's a hard really? case, and it came back all bent. It, oh. it cut, like it ripped through the hard fiberglass. Wow. Uh, they really put this one through the ringer. 
And it had some pretty valuable Cantillon in there, but luckily all that made it. I found this amazing beer store in Amsterdam, of all places. In fact, it's probably the best beer store I've ever been in in my life. And the reason is because it really had beer from all over the world. Uh, You know, we have a lot of places that claim to have that, and they do because they have, say, one from Denmark and one from... Yeah, they'll have Tiger beer. This place, I I think, actually had at least one beer from every beer-making country on the planet. I think you're going to have to take back your claim that not all that beer is here, because I just saw it walk in. Oh, we might have more beer. Well, I still have to sort through it, see who gets what. uh, We can certainly name what I have, but I mean I've got gifts for people, and I have to figure out whose is whose and what's what. We'll uh, figure that out. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Uh, so this beer store uh, is, it was truly amazing, and I, I, I found a lot of great beers, and some from guests that we've had on the show. Mm, that's uh, cool. Uh, namely, Midfun's Bruges. Yeah. Midfun's Spikus. Uh, yeah, Midfun's... Uh, I think I have that here. Uh, Midfun's Spikus. Yeah, Midfun's Spikus. So... I got two different beers from them. I thought this would be great to taste. You know, they're they real nice in the show. And that that's one of the beers that broke. Oh. Uh, but I do still have their barley wine. That one made it through. Oh, good. So we'll get to taste that. A uh, couple of Brewdog beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the beer that he said was like this insanely hopped light beer, like a really low gravity, yeah. but insanely hopped? Yeah, it was like 1% and like... 230 IBU. Brought, I brought one of those home. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I yeah. figured we got to try this thing. Nice. Right? And I brought one other beer from them home, too. I don't remember which one. It wasn't the <laughs> nuclear tactical penguin or whatever it is that everyone yeah. wants. So, you know, sorry. But it wasn't in the, hadn't hit the stores sorry. yet. Um, but anyway, just a good beer store, and I brought home some stuff. So we'll get to talk over the next few weeks. We'll try some of these. We'll get to talk about them on the air and share this beer experience with you cool. guys. Made it to West Vleteran. Oh, you did. Which to me is one of the, and and I think to a lot of beer geeks is one of those you know check it off your list before you die things yeah. because you you know obviously it's 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 every year rated the top beer and you can only buy it from the monastery or on eBay if people have gone <laughs> and I tried the whole thing so the deal with getting beer from West Vleteran is you have to call what they call the beer line and. You call the beer line, and they only have so many openings a day, and you have to reserve an opening. And so then you get a time slot. And then you can go in your car and get into the beer line for your time slot, and then you're allowed to buy, I think it's two cases Mm -hmm. of beer. Um, Per person or or per car? I think per car. Uh. They've really wised up to how people are doing this. So, well... Which so is I'm weird. on the phone. I'm in Amsterdam, and we're headed to West Flatteren, and I'm and I'm like, all right, I got to try this. But the only phone I have is my American cell phone, yeah. and everybody knows I'm a cheap bastard. So I'm like, well, I, I, but I'm going to try this. I'm gonna- were you roaming? Is it roaming charges? Oh yeah, it's my American cell phone in Holland. No, they were in Holland. Uh, they weren't in in Rome. <laughs> yeah, Dude. I was holiday. Oh, yeah, he was holiday. So, but I'm like, I I have to try. So fuck wow. it. So I call the number and I get put on hold. And it's a weird thing, by the way. Mm. You don't even know if you're on hold or not. There's a <laughs> message that says you've reached the beer line. In English? And it, yeah, it is in English. It's in both. It's in Flemish and English. Good. It's a message and, and it says these things. <laughs> but then it doesn't say we're now going to put you on hold. It, it just goes click. But you're still connected. You know, you can look at your phone and okay. see there's, there's yeah. no there's no hold. Yeah, they don't have the monks singing as oh. hold. Just, <laughs> some chanting or something. That's yeah. what you would want, right? Yeah. It's not like that. So I sat on hold for ten, what I thought was on hold for ten minutes. And, 
you know, I'm doing the math in my head, which, <laughs> which is bad, obviously. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting this phone call is now up to $3,000, is right. what my math has told me. Yeah. It's so, that donate button. Yeah, so finally, <laughs> but I'm like, but I, I hung up. I couldn't stay on any longer. I'm too cheap. I couldn't do it. And so I hung up. But there's a back door. To, the, to getting beer. As always is. You can go to the gift shop at the monastery and buy a gift box. And in that gift box, you get two blondes, uh, an eight, a 12, and a glass. Oh, that's really good. So, in, but you can't buy, like, I was going to buy a case of 12 and bring that home to us, guys. Yeah. I mean, I was going to give out a lot of beer to you. Uh, but that gift box. But that's the only way you could do it. So what we did was every one of us bought a gift box. Okay. You're only allowed to buy one each, or otherwise oh. I'd have bought 10. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I got. So I ended up getting like five gift boxes and, and brought those some. The other thing I got to do was try the beer at West Flutter, and you can sit in the gift shop. It's like a bar restaurant, right, too, right. and have the beer. Uh, believe the hype, yeah, gentlemen. And now I know we've had one on the show before. Paxton has shared a twelve with us before. Well, Roger brought those. Oh, that's right. Last time, and he was he he was in town for less than a week. He had just got it. That beer was a week old. He went uh, there yeah. on bottling day. Got it. That's and right. then a week later we were mm. drinking it. There were those the unlabeled ones that Schumann was like, oh, "I'll just open this pop," and Roger almost Jeez. punched him in the face. <laughs> oh too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oops. So you're allowed to buy one case per person per visit? Well, the gift box. Which depends on what you're talking about, Push. One in gift the gift box, shop, I mean, one yeah. gift box, yeah. So what's a visit? I mean, do you walk back out to your car? Well, that's what I was suggesting. That I could just I wanted to keep going out and changing. <laughs> <laughs> I had all my clothes in the car. Oh, yeah, I just go. thought, let's just keep changing for I a while. I am not that American that was just here for the beers. But so. I got drunk instead, and so I just ended up with the one box. <laughs> yeah. So it, it says right here that you're limited to one order... Of one case per month per license plate and phone number. Oh, right. They do it by plate. There you, go. there you go. So, but I didn't get in that line anyway. Uh, so that point was moot to me. But I, I could have gotten a case had I been able to stay on hold. But you know, the case was getting more and more expensive by the goddamn minute. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't looked at my phone bill. So, uh, but I got to drink the eight and, and and the twelve and the blonde in the restaurant. And I'm telling you, they're all amazing. The blonde, it, which you're not. It says don't age the blonde. It says to drink that one. Right. Um, Blondes it's, are best young, anyway. It's the best blonde I've ever had by 200%. It's, wow. I've never tasted anything like it. It, it. This blonde beer is just absolutely amazing. Uh, just an amazing beer. See, I would have stayed there and got drunk, too. I, I, and so what don't happened? Don't blame you. So I'm supposed to go over to Destroysa that same afternoon, and, I've, and, and they're leaving the brewery at 6. I get to the monastery at about 3. So I've got enough time, and I'm, but you know I'm really supposed to hang out over with the Destroyer guys. But I can't. I mean, this is a dream of mine. I'm enamored. I mean, I walk into this door and I'm giddy. I, I'm starstruck. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a real beer geek, and I and I just can't believe I'm there. I'm sure that the people with me were just sick of me in listening to me <laughs> ramble on about what it meant to yeah. be sitting there and drinking this beer on premise. I'm sure Schumann and, was probably looking across at the pasture of goats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was feeling the same way. Real goats. And, and, Schumann, and Schumann was funny because he's like, I, I, I kind of feel bad, and it, so many brewers want to be here, and I don't understand this beer. And I'm like, Schumann, it's got, I was, and I was like, as geeky as I am, that's the weirdest thing I've ever. Just shut up and enjoy the beer. Like, yeah. who cares? Uh, I, I ended up, I, I ended up, I counted it later. I counted it the next day, and I'll tell you why later. Uh, but uh, I ended up having like six or eight of these beer. I probably had, I think I had three twelves, two eights. And a blonde. Oh wow. man! In an hour, 
You were doing oh, good. In and out. Good job, dude. <laughs> because I wanted to get to Destroysa oh, because they were leaving. So, needless to say, by the time we pulled up at Destroysa, which is only uh, which is about fifteen minutes away, yeah, you're standing in your head. I was feeling great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was drunk. I was in that very happy. I was I was elated. I mean, I was so it was it, it was half alcohol running through my veins and half I was elated at not only West Flatterin. Now I'm going to hang out with Urbane and Carlo, mm-hmm. these guys we've only talked to and and heard about from Paxton and how great these visits can be. Well, I don't remember leaving the Stroisa. <laughs> Carlo and Urbane were very nice, and they brought out you know uh, uh, Urbane brought out a lot of beer straight from the barrel. Um, things I can't remember. Oh, okay. uh, amazing thing. It was all this period. This this five hour period is probably the best beer drinking I've ever done in my life in terms of flavor and, you can't remember and it. between these two. And I can all I can remember is that it was wonderful until the <laughs> next five hours. These five hours coming up, yeah. they're gonna top it. I mean, apparently, I got in the car leaving Destroysa. Yeah, and and I think this is not an exaggeration. As soon as my head hit the backrest of the chair, I passed out. Sure. Were you driving? So I'm not too sure <laughs> that I was all that cool to be around for <laughs> Urbane and Carlo. And I'll, and I'll say this, too, because, for one, they had to get out of there. So I could, t- like, at the end, I was like, I felt like we were a burden. Yeah. And I was such a douche because uh, they also they, they sell beer there too. They, not only their own, but um, a lot of other what they consider to be great uh, Belgian beer, um, and I think some Danish beer too. Um, so I I go to the to the buy beer section as we're leaving. This part I remember, and and Carlo says, "Well, what do you want?" And me, being the greedy douche I am, I'm like, "Well, I want what's not on the shelf." <laughs> you know, I, like, it's not good enough that they just shared all of this stuff <laughs> yeah. from the from the barrel with me. Uh, I I go on and go. Well, I want what's not here. You implied that they should go bottle something from the barrel. Yeah, yeah. And Carlo very firmly and very clearly looks at me and just goes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Which means they had something. That's true. That's right. That's what I'm getting at. This is why I'm not embarrassed that I asked. I just know that I'm a douche that I asked. But now Carlo and Urbane know how we feel all the time. (laughs) So I got a bunch of stuff. I don't even know why. I just was like, I said, well, Carlo, then just give me a couple of everything. I don't care. And I ended up with a box of beer. and uh, I, I, So I sent them an email the next day just saying, I, I know we came kind of late. I wanted to thank you for sticking around and for your hospitality. I was, I was feeling really good by the time I left. So I hope, I, I basically said, I, I hope everything was on the up and up. You know, I, didn't, yeah. I was trying to say that I hope I didn't do anything. No response. <laughs> I've, never, I've not heard back from them since. I'm sorry. Repeat after me. I'm yeah. sorry. What did I do? I, so, I, so I listen, I, I traveled across an ocean and a, and a couple of countries to get yeah. there. Uh, it is my job to ask for the, for the good stuff. I it's want what's job. not on the shelves. It paid yeah. off at Cantillon. I got did a it? bottle that's not even in production yet that's, uh, uh, that is not available for sale. I'll be sharing that with you guys. Which is kind of ballsy to try it twice. Because it, it usually, I actually, I no, try it all the time. It's great. This is not a first for me. Yeah. Everywhere I go, this is what I do. I yeah, want more than what you're giving me. I'm kind of that guy. Oh, that's weird. I've never felt that. It's just Justin living up to the douchey, selfish American exactly. stereotype. It's sure. weird. He comes to our house and he sees the kid and he hangs out and he turns to me and says, hey, I want what's not on your in your kegerator. That's what right. What have you got in the back? Yeah. Listen. Everybody wants us- to know how Schumann did yeah. across the pond. Well, Schumann... <laughs> Let's just say that whatever Schumann is here, 
He's about ten times that over there. <laughs> he almost got his ass kicked Do you once. you mean gay? <laughs> yeah, he's a lot gayer. <laughs> yeah. He, Schumann was fine. He was great. Um, nobody could understand him, which is kind of <laughs> typical. That's how it is over here, too. He, like, mumbles everything. And then when he tries... So he not only mumbles in English, you should hear him mumble in French. Like, he's trying to order a croissant, right? And uh, he'll get it. He'll go down to the bread shop, and he'll be like, Du croissant, s'il And the woman's like, what? And then he'll go... Forget it. I tried. I tried. I'm American, okay? <laughs> and then he's like, and he makes like kind of a big scene out of it. <laughs> like it's the woman's fault that he uh, that he mumbles. Uh, I would like to read Schumann's diary. <laughs> you know, It also mumbles. Yeah. He was interesting to be around there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but a lot of fun, and uh, he, got, he got used to it. Explain this ass-kicking story, though. That wasn't his fault. Uh, just yeah, sure. you know, one night yeah. we were on the metro home, and we got off, and and this guy followed us off the metro, and just started yelling from behind us. Oi! Uh, and it was Sam. <laughs> yeah, satellites. So finally, we turn around, and he's saying something in French to uh, to Schumann, and he's got that 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 the that puffy chest, that gangster. Sort of turn your head, I want to start shit look is universal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens in every country. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that look on his face kind of walking up to Schumann. And Schumann, same old dopey self, is just kind of smiling. I only speak English. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's just kind of, he just gets, finally we just turned and walked away. And yeah. he said a bunch of things that, uh, that you a bunch you of, know. no, I know him. Because I, yeah. I, you know, I when I travel, I try to learn the curse words of every country <laughs> I go to. So right. I understood what he was saying. He was calling us ass fuckers and things like that. Uh-huh. And um, luckily, you know, there was no no fight. Uh, it, was, it was looking ugly there for a second. I thought there was. I thought we were going to have to throw oh, down. Oh man! Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, she was fine. <laughs> did you go to that crazy little uh, bottle shop in France? That, that we guy? did. We met uh, Simon in France, and he? Um, he was great. And he shared some really nice beer with us, and uh, just a really cool guy. In fact, I got a bunch of beer posters from him. Uh, that we'll be able cool. to put up around the studio in the house and stuff. Uh, so he was really cool. And I gave him some American beer, too. He might uh, do some uh, tasting and then do another phone-in with us. He can talk to us about what he thought about that beer. So real cool guy. Shops seem to be doing well, too. It's a real nice bottle shop. I do recommend going to it. Um, I'll get you all that information. Uh, I can post it or something. But, uh, yeah, it's a cool place. Did you end up going to the uh, to the same stripper joint? No, I di- we didn't do any strip joint stuff. We did walk around the red light in Amsterdam. You know, we did that whole thing to see the hookers in the windows and stuff, and that was kind of cool. That was another funny Schumann moment because so we're we're kind of all walking through as a little group of us, and um, and Schumann's in the lead, and he's like, you know, you go down all these little alleys, and it's you, once you get to the red light, it's just kind of speckled everywhere, and and each each little alley. You know, probably has twenty of these windows that you that you look in, and they're they're more like doors, by the way. It's not like looking up at a window; they're a glass door. You know, you just open yeah. the door, you go in, you negotiate, you fuck whatever you do, and so it's and it's kind of Punch, a creepy area. It's, what it is is it's a bunch of young dudes walking around talking about like you can just hear them, uh, whether it's in English or not, right. and they're all saying, "Well, what, but I kind of want to go back to the one back there." Yeah. But do you, do you think that twenty dollars was a good price? I'm not sure twenty because maybe this one over bunch here, bunch of cheap walking hard-ons. That one that was a little. Fat 
ladder up there might be a little less than 20. You hear this going on the whole time. So it's really, actually, that's interesting just to listen Some to. Some business going on. But as we're walking down these alleys, uh, Schumann's like charging by. He's like, he's like doing aerobic walking. Where are the guys? And, yeah. <laughs> and finally, after it, I'm like, you know, Schumann... You don't have to feel awkward. You're the customer in this place. You don't have yeah. to feel awkward about slowing down and staring at whores. They're whores. <laughs> They're in the window to be stared at. Yeah. That's what a whore does. That's what women are for. <laughs> <laughs> to be objectified and right. stared oh, at. And you can tell just that sort of polite <laughs> mama's boy kid in him can't handle it. So he's like, he's, he's just charging by he's the window. Snapped. Like looking at them out of the corner of his eye. They're, they're flashing by like, uh, like telephone poles yeah. on the freeway. But you know, sometimes that's, that's almost uh, hotter. Because, <laughs> because you're like, oh, dude, she doesn't know I'm looking at her, but that chick is looking at her. Oh, my God. And then I, I would say the only time he did slow down and look is when they were dudes. And you, they were quite obviously dudes. They were dressed as women. But the Adam's apple was there. Even the... Uh, they were friggin' dudes. Oh. And, he, and, and, and there he kind of slowed down and think checked he, things out. I think he's taking notes. <laughs> What's he wearing? You know, of all the people that would be uncomfortable in that district, Schumann would not be the one who I would... I know. I would have. I would have thought so too. I would but, expect hmm. you guys to be annoyed because he has to stop off at every whorehouse. Like, all right. He didn't no. be back in two. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seconds. Yeah. It was cool to see though. It was kind of fun. Everyone else thought it. With they, they were like, "Oh, it's kind of depressing." And I was like, "Why do you?" T- Come on, they're whores. It's the oldest profession. Yeah, That's those right. chicks make more money than you do a month. Like whoever whoever was saying that's depressing. They're. Yeah. They got more money than you, and they're happier probably than you are at work. So. Only depressed I can't afford a blowjob. That's yeah. what I was depressed yeah. about. <laughs> to save it for beer. I spent all my money on beer. I spend, oh, here's what Good. I spent money on. That's Travel. Your, that's right? also like, your job. Like plane. Way. Yeah, exactly. The, the plane, the train, and the hotel, and beer. You didn't eat. I ate a little. No food. I guess I spent a little bit on food, too. But not like, I guess what I'm saying is not souvenirs, not clothes, not... Uh, Beer. <laughs> I looked at my after, you know, I kept the receipts and I looked at everything and I was like, wow, about 30 bucks on food. At a boy for eight weeks or however long. So, good time. Awesome. It was, it Did you get the brewery with the Frenchies? They're hanging out at their no, brewery? No, uh, they got their new building, the keys to the Frenchies' new uh, building, which will be their living space upstairs and the brewery downstairs. They got that uh, uh, the day before New Year's Eve. So, the brewery's not set up yet. So, no brewing, but I got to see the new building. They've got their work cut out for them. I got to do some work, but it's a real cool small location. And uh, we spent New Year's Eve there through a party in kind of this empty space. Cool. Um, it was a good time. But I, um, I'm optimistic. I, it's a really good space, and I think they're going to open up a great brewery. So it was kind of cool to get to see that. Um, hopefully, I'll get to go back and help them um, do some setup and tear down and all that kind of shit. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe at the end of the show, we'll get into some more. I got a lot to get to. I just wanted to cover briefly what happened during our time away there. So, uh, all right. We've got a lot to get to today. Let me tell you this that um, as our first show back, as you know, it is time for the fourth annual Brewing Network Awards. So, we'll be doing that today. uh, Can't believe it's our fourth time doing this. We've also got Jake Keeler, uh, Jake the Deer Hunter Keeler, as I like to call him. He's a little gruffy and uh, crazy guy. Jake Keeler from a Northern Brewer is going to be on the program with us. We're going to be talking about the future 
of home brewing. And I don't mean that uh, we've got some crystal ball here, but the guys at Northern Brewer and myself, we did a lot of talking, and I discovered that they've got a lot of great ideas about where this hobby is going mm-hmm. and, and who might be in it later on in, well. in the future from now. So those are the kind of things we're going to talk about. If you've got questions, as always, it's 888-401-BEER, and Bevo is in the chat room tonight. Uh, just hit the chat now button. You can also watch the live webcam of everything that's going on, justin.tv slash brewing network, justin.tv slash brewing network. And uh, later on, you're going to get to see Bevo, uh, scantily clad, doing her in, uh, in, interpretation of Havana during our yeah. Brewing Network Awards. <laughs> um, okay, and today we've brought in a very special guest. We've got the Brewing Network official announcer with us today. We will let him do uh, announcing all throughout the show, beginning right now. And now, our regular announcements in English. Very, he's good, right? Mm. It's great. Okay. It's great. <laughs> yeah. he's, he is great. Yeah. Beavis used to being underwhelmed, so I don't know what the issue is. Yeah. All right, so a couple of announcements we have for you today. <laughs> First of all, I would like to welcome, and although they've been here, it feels a little odd to say welcome to them because they've been with us uh, since the beginning. Uh, I would in some way say they're responsible for us being here at all. But I'd like to welcome Beer Beer and More Beer, morebeer.com, as the official sponsor of the session for 2010. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they have uh, uh, upped their level of participation with us. They've really increased their support, and they are now they w- they are bringing you every episode of the session. It, you're listening to it because of the guys at More Beer. So check out morebeer.com and thank them as always for helping us out uh, for all of 2010. They are the official uh, sponsor of this show. All right. I also need to uh, announce that uh, episode of the year is one of the categories this year for the Brewing Network Awards, and entries are still open. You can still vote for that. Let's let the uh, BN announcer uh, tell you how to do that. The Listener's Choice 2009 Episode of the Year. Send your votes via email with the episode title in the subject line to episode of the year at wordomatic.com, and voting ends... Whenever we feel like it. Yeah, I guess voting will probably end about, uh, I'm going to guess, 6.30, 7 o'clock. Let's say 7 o'clock. I don't think we're going to get to the BNAs before 7 o'clock. So voting ends at 7. What's that address? It's, it's uh, uh, try once more. Episode of the year <laughs> at watermatic.com. There you go. Who was that? Send your email there. Let's push. And, What's uh, going on? Why didn't we have the announcer do that? Uh, he went out to pee. Yeah, but he did. Lazy dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we announced at the end of last year uh, that the first ever Brewing Network uh, beer festival is upon us. The BN right. Winter Brews Festival is happening Saturday, January 30th at Linden Street Brewery. For all the information, you can go to brewingnetwork.com slash on tap. Pricing is now up there for the most part. What you get right now is uh, 25 bucks. You get a commemorative glass. That gives you five drink tickets. Looks like we're going to have about 40 breweries uh, from up and down the West Coast, and maybe even a little outside of the West Coast, it sounds like. Uh, all pouring beer there. It's going to be a great time. What we didn't announce uh, was a, a very special part of, of, of the festival. We had said that maybe Sean Paxton was going to do a dinner beforehand, but we decided we really wanted to, you know, BNA style, we like to bring it to everybody. We're more of the everyman station, and we didn't want to be elitist about a Paxton dinner. So instead, Sean Paxton will be serving his food at 
the beer festival. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing Paxton food all throughout the beer festival. And that's thanks to JP and Sean working out those details. Uh, Looks like he's going to be roasting a couple pigs. We're going to have two pigs. Um, injected with a couple different uh, winter beers and some spices. Wow. Uh, We'll probably have a sandwich. I think we're going to get together and make some wieners. (laughs) Yeah. Some sausage. We're going to make some sausages. We're going to have maybe some sort of uh, beans with uh, some duck legs and all that kind of stuff mixed in together. It's going to be real kind of street gourmet is what I'm kind of calling it. I like it. It's a lot of fun. So if you thought you were never going to get to try Paxton food, maybe either you couldn't afford a dinner or yeah. you weren't going to be in town for one of his dinners or, or they sell out, uh, come out to the festival. You'll yeah. get to try some Paxton food. Uh, he's going to do kind of a Belgian soup, he was telling me about, mm-hmm. too, uh, since this is a Winterfest type thing. So yeah. uh, we'll also have uh, other food there, too. Emergency Barbecue is going to join us oh, once great. again and, and serve great. their barbecue in case, uh, in case we really get the turnout that we expect um, yeah. and, and we run out of food. I mean, yeah, you're, it's not going to be like the one handmade ravioli stuffed with, you know, bacon we- or, you know, duck wieners and, <laughs> right. you know, it's going to be, it's still going to be really good. Yeah. Stuff you can do at home, which it's, I think is more important. I, I think it's a, a little bit, uh, um, I don't know, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I ran out of room. That's all right. You did great yeah, there. Thank I th- you. You were really uh, charging up that hill yeah. there for a second. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be his sous chef. Oh, you are. I'll be, I'll be oh. in the booth. Oh. Will you be too. wearing uh, the like the jacket like he does? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, if I can get one. I have to call the him chef. Store. I think I'll it's important. It. I think that's the think only so thing too. you should be wearing. Oh, well, working with duck fat. I, mean, I think you should shirt cock ace a yeah. sous chef uh, <laughs> oh, jacket. Oh man, <laughs> that would be good. It has to be a real short shirt though. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bevo. All right, so. Uh, you're doing great in 2010 so far, Bino. <laughs> Stupid mute button. All right, go to brewingnetwork.com slash on tap. Come out to this festival. It's going to be a great time. Live music, Paxton food, and 40 different breweries. Uh, what could go wrong, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You want to start off the list? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guess what? A BNA four shirts are still on sale what? Uh, in the store. Oh, get them while they're hot. Oh, five dollars a piece, man. I know you guys need some new brew rags. Buy the fucking shirts yeah. already. You know, it's uh, for, <laughs> put some other stuff in there. Forget the sham wow. Yeah, this will uh, chop onions for you. You can put it over your head when you chop onions so you don't cry. I think at this point, shipping is now more expensive <laughs> yeah. than the than the item itself. You, you can should ra- use it for packing. You can wrap your, yeah, you can wrap your baby up in it so it doesn't cry. <laughs> Right. Uh, what else could you do with it? Uh, you can shirt cock with it. You can shirt cock with it. Make a great brew rag hanging around your brew stand to clean up messes. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great shirt. Bevo really... can use it for cleaning up Sam. It actually is a great shirt. It's a really good shirt. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I will sell you a shirt that Bevo did use to clean yeah. up Sam. Yeah. Oh. All for five bucks. Still for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I still don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> All right. As always, you can still subscribe and join the BN Army. Uh, You're already in the Army if you're listening, but subscribing is a way to support us. Uh, You can sign up for as little as $2 a month. That's that's nothing. Uh, What else can you buy for $2 a month? Not even a BNA Force yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're about to, you're, about, you're real close to be able to buy a BNA Force I ought to just give a shirt to everybody who signs up. There you go. Uh, Done. You know? Right there. New subscribers. It'll cost me money, though, for the month because of shipping. Yeah. <laughs> You never said free shipping. I told you I'm cheap. 
subscribe and join the army. Little as two dollars, all the way up to like a hundred bucks a month. It helps us out. It really helps us keep the shows going. It also enters you uh, every month into our drawing, the more beer donation giveaway. We'll be doing one again at the end of this month and at the end of every month, where we give away a new uh, piece of equipment or ingredients or something that yeah. you need, and you're automatically entered, no matter what the cost of the raffle ticket is, just by being a, a, a subscriber. So. Uh, sign up for that. Also, I really want to hammer home this time to buy Brew Your Own magazine. Um, you know, I know we've just sort of been mentioning it for a year. There's a little logo on our page, but uh, we really mean it. And we get uh, half of your subscription price, so it really helps us help you. Uh, the magazine's great. Uh, it's one of Doc's favorites who just joined us in the studio. Welcome, Doc. Hey, thanks. Uh, it's one of his favorite magazines, and uh, you just you hit the BYO logo right there on our homepage, or you can go to byo.com slash brewing network. You can sign up for the magazine, and it's really a great magazine. It helps us a lot. So if you don't have it already, I suggest you get it. It will help your brewing. Jamil Zainashef writes for it every month. He's a regular columnist. What is he? The He's the style uh, coordinator yeah. for BYO. John Palmer, our very own Palmer, uh, writes for it every now and then. And uh, so I just really encourage you guys to sign up for BYO again. It helps us help you. Uh, all these announcements can be found on Twitter, brewing, uh, twitter.com slash brewing network, and of course, Facebook. Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com oh. slash brewing network. Chad, so you, you, did, uh, you, you were listening to the shows? Oh, do, of course. How do you think I did on your announcements? Pretty good. Pretty you know? good. Not bad. Do you like the information? Great information. No? <laughs> all by yourself? All by myself. Mm. Be pushed into it. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right, you can send your show ideas to Chad. It's Chad, C-H-A-D, Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send all your show ideas. We've got a great lineup already starting uh, 2010 for you. Uh, Dan Gordon's coming up. Vinny's coming up. Um, we've got some good shows lined up for you already. You can send your guest ideas and topic ideas to Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. And, uh, you know, I say this casually every week, but I really mean it. Uh, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world to figure out what you guys want to listen to and what you want to hear us uh, talk about and what interviews you want us to get and we're going into our fifth year of programming here so you could really help us uh make this show your show more than ever right so seriously send your topic ideas if you're out there on your brew day and you fuck something up and you, you fuck up the same thing every week in and week out well there's a show idea right there man if you're missing your mash temperatures i don't know what's happening but uh just think about your brew process and the questions that you have all those same questions you might ask in the forum or you go down to your homebrew shop and ask these are all potential show topics for us but if you don't make your voice heard then we don't know to do the topic so please send those to chad at the brewing network we know you're screwing up yes yes you are <clears throat> just share it with us talking to you i racked a speaking of screwing up i brewed the other weekend and i left my sponge in my fermenter <laughs> and i racked onto my sponge oh. no <laughs> and i only noticed because i was awesome. looking around for it to use it to actually clean up did you are you sure you did it you oh, sure? I took a picture of it. Dude, oh, that's a... That's I opened the thing. I was like, oh, motherfucker. Star Sand. That is a Justin mistake yeah. if I ever heard yeah. of it. What was it? I mean, sponge? that's got to be right up there with Star, Star Sand. Sand? Yeah, it was sitting in... It was the white scrubby, so it's kind of, you know... It, How old was not a whole it, lot. It's, oh, it was scrubby. new. Oh, it was new. Yeah. Okay. Well, or maybe once used... Best. But it was soaking in Star Sand first and before that PBW, but... <laughs> It's, you know, nothing like looking around going, oh, oh yeah. and then you open the thing and it's floating in there. You're like, all right. At least I didn't pitch my yeast yet. Not as bad as like, where'd that cat go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my ass. <laughs> All right, and then send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Real quick, uh, Film Lab Rats writing in, do you have to pre-register for the Winter Bruce Festival? And no, you do not. Uh, tickets will only be on sale at the door. Hmm. 
show the up. The proverbial door. Ooh. It's an outdoor festival. So. How, how long is it? I know you were talking one to eight. It's the, one to eight. Still one to eight. Great. Yeah, it's a night. We don't like these sissy-ass four-hour festivals. I Those always bother me, because you go. See, I thought it was long. You have to be there a certain and time. Yeah. And then you're thirsty, and then people are leaving, and you're still thirsty. Yeah. I don't like that. I just quenched my pre-thirst thirst, and or, then or have to go now. if you can't now. get there early? Right, and it's yeah. only a three-hour festival. There's no you got to go or don't go. Precisely, and well, and and also then everyone's jammed in all at one time. You know, you can't you can hardly well, get to the right. tap. That's pretty hot. Uh, well, Jam. it's a beer festival. It's all dudes. Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, gotcha. Sure, sure. Let's make it not all dudes. It's so true. it's yeah, one to eight. Uh, all the information is uh, thebrewingnetwork.com/slash/ontap. You buy tickets uh, when you're there. All right, so we've got more to do here. Let's uh, go to our announcer. Strap yourself down, folks. It's time for Shat's Announcements, brought to you by White Labs Yeast Company. Go to whitelabs.com and join the White Labs Customer Club. Shat, welcome back to the West Coast, you fluffer nutter. Good to be back. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. That's pretty good. You like that? <laughs> yeah. That's your own announcer. Well, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> not much going on here. Um... January 30th, of course, you know, the BM Winter Brews Fest. Make sure you come out for that. Justin was talking that one up pretty well. Um, also going on... <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll try to shut up for the rest of the show, Chad. <laughs> Meadlenium. Uh, that's going on down in Central Florida. Central Florida homebrewers are putting that one on in Orlando. They are accepting entries till the 18th, which just changed. Uh, so go to cfhb.org for all the info there. Then on February 19th and 20th, Quaff's 19th Annual America's Finest City Homebrew Competition. Uh, go to Quaff.org and check out all the uh, entry information. I think it's like six bucks a bottle, all that good stuff. Entries must be received by February 13th. Then uh, AHA rally coming up later in February on the 28th at St. Arnold Brewing down in Houston. That should be a good one. Go out and support the AHA. And then SF Beer Week in uh, February. Pretty much looking at the 7th to the 13th. All kinds of stuff coming up. Uh, Double IPA Festival at the Bistro. They're doing homebrew demonstrations at Seven Bridges. That'd be pretty cool. Beer judging at the Englander Pub uh, by Dave Teckham. He's a really good judge, so uh, learn some good stuff there. Uh, beer and wine events going on. Beer dinners all over the place. Meet the Brewer. Vinny uh, Trillerzo will be there. Uh, Rob Todd during that week. Uh, come out for those. And beer and chocolate dinners. Um, so there's all kinds of good stuff. And the barley wine and then the celebrated brew uh, news anniversary party as well. And that's pretty much it. Good job, Chad. Like you never like you never missed a show. That's it. Yeah. Right back in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right back there. All right. Normally we would be doing feedback right now, but I think we're going to have to skip it. Running late, of course, after all of that wrap-up. So we'll do feedback at the end of the program. That's Chad's job to remind me I'm supposed to do feedback, especially because it's a sponsored segment. So, yeah, let me do that. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Got it. Uh, take a note here. Yeah. It's been a while. You know, he needs a, <clears throat> another show under his belt. Remind Justin to do his job. Thank you. Okay. Don't forget to breathe. Glad you're here, Doc. Oh, thanks. What happened? You had to drop off kids? Uh, my son was having a basketball game, and so, you know, being a good parent that I am, I stayed for it, but he was playing shitty, so I left. <laughs> oh, so being the good parent I am, I left. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I paid the nanny to stay there. <laughs> Next time, don't be shitty. I'm walking out saying, does anyone know whose kid that is? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving. Number 12 sucks. Oh, balls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It's good to be back in the studio, everybody. Hang in there. We're going to get Jake 
the deer hunter Keeler on the phone with us when we come back from Northern Brewer. And uh, we're going to be talking about the future of homebrewing. We've also got a pretty interesting announcement for you between me and Jake when we come back. Uh, and we'll have announcer boy with us all night long. Yeah. Helping with these things. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, I have a sixer of Lagunitas in the icebox. My roommate's gone for the weekend, and I'm wearing something flimsy. Listen, baby, I told you not to call me after eight. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I gotta go. Who is that? Your girlfriend? You loser. Set up, Doug. Did you guys get the cauldron set up on the altar of my yard? Sir, if you weren't so busy getting booty calls, you know that. The hurricane furnace is using propane while you guys talk. All right, I'm using the scroll of Mosher to boil the first decoction. Nope, it's scorched. What do you do? Frack, scoop it out and try again. Doug, use your mass rake. You took too long. The color is now dark and past the point where you can still call it a pilsner. Yes, sir. I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this, Poindexter Urkel? Dude, can't you see we're in the middle of a brew session? Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. (gasps) Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you belch White Labs 833 and crap Simcoe? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the Cylon Detecting Three-Hearted ale and the collector's item super alt mine's in mint condition because it's still in the box make 10th level at northernbrewer.com hey what are you doing man writing a review of wlp 400 what you're reviewing yeast yeah white labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains are you new to these interwebs check it out that's awesome White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable, and the Accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. 
Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. What's going on, man? Oh, my God. It was the best time. We hit, like, more than 30 breweries and uh, totally the best of the best, you know? Russian River, uh, Firestone, the, the brewery dudes, uh, 21st Amendment, Lagunitas, friggin' Triple Rock, uh, the Double Daddy guys, Speakeasy, Linden, and uh, Firehouse, Gordon B's, Drake's, dude, on and on, Ale Industries, Moonlight, it was totally awesome, and and it was the uh, and it was the first annual. You know, I got to be at the birth, the inception. You only get one first time, baby. What's that? Oh, it was the uh, it was the Brewing Network's first annual Winter Brews Festival. Live music, great food. Ah, oh, man, it was uh, Saturday, January thirtieth. You really should have gone. Check out thebrewingnetwork.com on tap to see what you missed, or did you? First annual Brewing Network Winter Brews Festival is coming up January 30th. Don't miss it. This is www.thebrewingnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. And now back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Deer Hunter is in the house. Here is tonight's interview. Good job, announcer man. <laughs> I think I fucked it up. Good job, no, control I, man. I Want to do it again? I think the announcer man. <laughs> Let's do it again. Do it again. Do it again, announcer man. We've got you. We only have you here like, for oh, one. Did I do that for one week? Let's try it once Evo more. Did it. And now, watch out, Bambi. The Deer Hunter is in the house. Here is tonight's interview. Nice work. Jake, you like how I've dubbed you the deer hunter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He sounds like it. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Loving it. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Sorry we're running a little late, but I figured you don't really have anything else to do. No, I'm sitting in my office actually at work. It's the only uh, landline I could find in the Twin Cities. Is that right? <laughs> you guys are very advanced in the Twin Cities. Or we poor. are. We are. You're, you're well beyond landlines. All right, Jake Keeler is the COO of Northern Brewer. Uh, I think that means right. that means something important that he does for them. Something with a C. That's how you spell something. Yeah, with the a coup. He's the coup guy, and uh, <laughs> and just an all around good Cooler. guy. I met uh, I've met Jake a couple times now, and uh, we had a lot of fun out there in uh, Milwaukee last time we were hanging out. And Jake and I got to talking about the future of home brewing and how it's all about me. Oh, <laughs> funny how that always turns right around to you. Yeah, am I remembering that right, Jake? No, no, you were you were definitely talking a lot about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, good, good. 
Let's so talk about what you know. That's pretty yeah. much what it is. Good. I was I was sober then. <laughs> I didn't know Doc and yeah. Tasty went with you. Though. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now Jake and I got to talking about the future of home brewing and what we thought about it and and what it meant to us and and who we thought would be involved and uh, what age group it might be and all sorts of things. And I thought you know this is really a good topic um, that I've had with other uh, folks before. I've had this conversation, and so I wanted to get Jake on here to talk about it. And uh, Jake, how long have you been in the homebrew business to start? Oh God! Um, with Northern Brewer, not that long actually. About four years, a little over four years. Been around homebrewing for a very long time, ever since college, and that's a long time ago. So, yeah, you know, I've seen it uh, come up through the '90s. And especially right now in uh, 2009, 2010, I think there's uh, sort of an unprecedented uh, level of participation. Yeah, I think I, uh, maybe even, even more beer can agree with that. Uh, you guys both see a lot of the homebrew traffic. I think it would be a good gauge of where uh, homebrewing is going. So uh, I've obviously not been in, in, in the, the hobby for that long. Obviously. Uh, but I have seen it grow uh, even from the time I started uh, five years ago to now. Um, so I, I would agree with you that the, the participation is uh, unprecedented. How long has Northern Brewer been around uh, with or without uh, you? We, we've been around for about 17 years. Uh, 93, we started our retail operations uh, over in St. Paul, and then we got into the online game about uh, nine, ten years ago. And just in the last three or four years, it's been explosive. It's, you know, double-digit growth every year. Um I don't know if that's, you know, in part of what we're doing, but I, I would expect, you know, you know, businesses like More Beer, Austin, Midwest, all those in, in the industry are, are seeing the same kind of thing. What do you think is there uh, – what would you say is the reason that you're seeing more growth now? Because you, it sounds like it may be kind of plugged along for a while. If you've been in for, for 17 years, but, it, but only just in the last few it's exploded, what do you attribute that well, to? a shitty economy has definitely helped. Okay. Um. You know, people are, are looking to save money. They're looking to spend more time on their hobbies. Um, but I, I think it's just a DIY, you know, ethic that's coming along in culture in general in America. Um, there's, a, there's a younger generation coming up that it's just infused in their thinking to do things on their own. And then you have a much bigger craft brew appreciation out there. The You know, the, the drinkers out there that are in their 20s and 30s and 40s really appreciate craft brew. And the next logical step, of course, is making your own. So I think a lot of people are just making that connection and, uh, you know, taking that leap. Are you, so are you finding younger people uh, buying your homebrew products now than, than maybe you guys did uh, 10 years ago? Oh, yeah, I definitely think so. I, I, you know, we've, we've made a, you know, an effort over the last couple of years especially to make sure that we're marketing to this, this younger generation um, that has just enough, you know, disposable income, and they have an interest in in something that's made well um, to make homebrewing accessible to them. You know, it's something they could do in their kitchen, in their you know shitty ass little apartment that they just got after college, and then also being comprehensive and having everything for the the wonks out there. You know, the NHC attending uh, dudes that are you know always going to be there and always going to support the hobby. So, do you think it's because you've started to carry trucker hats that uh, has really brought in the the younger audience? I, I totally think it is. Uh, yeah, it's trucker hats. It's uh, it's tight jeans. <laughs> yeah, not yours. <laughs> no, no, I do not wear tight jeans. <laughs> what are you wearing now, Jake? 
I, you know, I'm actually wearing uh, quite a bit of clothing because we have our heat off on Sundays in the fucking warehouse, so it's pretty cold here. <laughs> Maybe he needs to be a, a Brewing Network 4 shirt. Oh, several of them. Yeah. Yeah. I can send you yeah. about 30 BNA 4 shirts for $8. Yeah. You can stitch them together to, wear, to make pants out of them if you want. <laughs> No, I can't even give those things away. <laughs> Neither can we. Yeah, you and me both, Jake. Jake's actually helping me plan uh, BNA5 oh, out there in Minnesota. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's that's sort of the unofficial announcement that BNA5, it looks like it will be with the NHC out there in Minnesota. But uh, Yeah, Jake's helping. We've got some big plans. I'm not going to let that cat out of the bag yet. But um, Oh, really? Because I've got the brochure all about <laughs> here. You do? Is it all set yeah. up? <laughs> Uh, answer me this without letting the. Uh, are we going to be able to do it, or is this just still a pipe dream of ours? No, we can totally do it. All right, good. Sounds so, like it's going to be a problem at all. Okay, should work. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. And so Chris uh, is the the owner of Northern Brewer too. It was it was really kind of his uh, his idea. And so <laughs> yeah, having this guy yeah. behind it is is I'm telling you, we could really make this happen. We've got all of Northern oh, Brewer. Yeah. Well, I think rubber pants are a good thing. <laughs> yes, everybody should have. Them. We're all going to wear those. <laughs> It's exciting. No, that's the point. When Farley gets his mind on something, it's like uh, it's got to happen. So that's how the is point? Nothing has not happened. So now Farley founded Northern Brewer, right? Yeah, yeah. He started it. Um, he got out of college. He started the company. He was working on some loans from some friends. Uh, then bought them out eventually. And so he's the sole owner of the company and the president. Um, so we kind of just follow his whim. Uh, and Great. so far, you know, it's, it hasn't gone wrong. So stick to following him, I guess. So what is, if I were to ask you, you know, what the, the Northern Brewer mission statement is, I mean, do you guys have something like that? Because I think, you know, it's it's easy to say, well, we're going to open up a homebrew shop and what we'll do is supply homebrew stuff to people. <laughs> But I think that a, a company like yours that has grown uh, a lot bigger and has grown with the hobby, you know, you, you moved on to online and to mail order and all of this, that you have a bigger vision. Do you guys have some sort of right. a mission statement? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like I said, you know, uh, I think everybody here, the one thing I can say that to the customer, I think we have certain things that we hold ourselves to. Um, you know, we always want to be having a excellent customer service and comprehensive selection and cheap shipping and all that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, happy well, you anyway. know, I mean, it's just the foundation of a good company, right? I mean, you have to do that. But I mean, as a, you know, the, the larger picture, I think we really see homebrewing as an untapped market right now. You know, it's only been around for what, 31, 32 years. And uh, where homebrewing can go in America, especially is just, it's, it's untapped. And, uh, uh-huh. It's going to be up to organizations like, you know, Northern Brewer, More Beer, the AHA, Brew Your Own, the Brewing Network especially, to, Thank you. you know, take that next step. There's an opportunity here to kind of take a step beyond what we've known, what home brewing can be and how it can get into the household and, and be something more in the mainstream. And, and uh, I think that's where we want to go is, is, is to broaden the horizons of home brewing, like get it into more homes, make it more of something like gardening, you know. Mm. See, to me, and this is where I, I'm not sure I completely agree with Jake and Nor- they're, they're ambitious guys, and they do have this, this big vision of, of, of homebrewing becoming that mainstream. Like when he says, like, gardening, 
I don't know, man. That's a big leap, don't you think? Yeah. Like going from something that us beer geeks do because we love craft beer, so we end up wanting to make our own, to being as commonplace as gardening. But it used to be, right? I don't know. Well, yeah. Jake, have you seen yeah. our garden here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tan bark with dog shit. That's true. <laughs> so, which is maybe why, which is maybe why I can't make this leap yeah. yet. Yeah. I'm not so I sure think I why, want my right. why it's you. Where now, as my roommates, uh, they're kind of the the you know more hippie whatever and so they forced me into starting a compost bin and we have a garden now nice. so i kind of see where he's coming from where it's gonna yeah, you know yeah. it, it is this do it yourself um oh let's you know let's do this and we'll do that and then i can compost your grains and it'll be fun and i'm like whatever right. dude i mean you know whatever you want but um everyone needs everyone needs a hobby and the more hobbies i think you have in a household you can do together yeah it brings a family together oh and then they get drunk and fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's my past. Never mind. <laughs> the holidays are fresh in JP's mind. Yes. Well, I was alone for both of them. So. Yeah. But do you really see it that uh, popular, Jake? I, you know, I see right now there's an opportunity. I think the conditions in in America, like I said before, like the the crappy economy and a newer, more energized generation. And, and you can attest to that. I mean, you guys know that a lot of your listeners are a different, they're cut from a different, uh, you know, yarn than the maybe traditional home brewer. And right now is an opportunity to jump on that. If we don't do it in the next couple of weeks, then yeah, it won't happen. It definitely won't happen. And, you know, Charlie Papazian even talked about this uh, a couple of years ago in a Zimmergy about how they kind of missed the boat on the craft brew explosion, the AHA did, yeah. and not attaching home brewing enough to the craft brew explosion. And I, I see that going on right now. So there's an opportunity there. But yeah, if we don't, if we don't jump to the to the uh, opportunity, then yeah, it'll be lost, and it won't happen. Jake, sure. I think you got to get it in the schools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like forget- I, was, I was a professor actually before I got into home brewing. Is that right? Yes, I was. I was an art professor for four years before I took this job here at Northern Brewer. I think it should be part of the home ec curriculum, you know? Yeah. Uh, forget all this sewing and shit. Nobody needs to sew anymore. Yeah. That's what we have Chinese no. kids for. That's true. Uh, we need to get to brewing in schools. You know? Right, every, every, every housewife used to be the brewer in the family, right? Back in the day. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know far yeah. more people who have a relative that used to brew in the old days than yeah. homebrew. Really? Yeah. But, yeah, well, yeah. But those women were also unshaven and unshowered. So. Yeah. That and Tasty's old friends are from the colonies. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, nothing about each. <laughs> well, I mean, you just look around. Actually, I was talking to someone about this the other day, actually. Uh, you look around the past two NH- NHL conferences. Jesus Christ. Um, no hockey jokes. NHC con- no. uh, conferences. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a younger male crowd. Who are bringing their younger girlfriends? Yeah, I remember. I noticed that too. Five, six years ago, you there know. were no women. The only women there who worked at the friggin' hotel. Right, and there were but, fat old guys walking around. Yeah, and they're fat old. Yeah, but, but now there's like a fishing convention. <laughs> now there's fat old guys, <laughs> fat young guys, and semi-attractive women. You're like, really, dude? This is great. Yeah. It is. It is. It's definitely becoming young. Well, when a the pond crowd. is stocked, you know, a little lean, all the fish yeah. are good. So what do we have to do to keep this happening? Do we have to, you know, attach it to porn? Maybe if we attach to porn, we can... Um... Commercial beer causes cancer. That's what we have to <laughs> Amateur say. Amateur porn. <laughs> now, do you see what I mean? I, I mean, I just, I wonder, I, I don't want this to be a fad. I don't want people just to get into homebrewing because uh, we've attached, we've done well social networking and, and done these fads. So how do we do it, Jake? What, are your, what, do, you, what do you think is going to keep us moving in this direction? 
Well, we definitely need to get out of that thinking that, you know, we need to protect this, you know, that it's, I mean, get out of that that mentality like, oh, that band, you know, they went big, and I don't listen to them anymore, fuck them, you know, now they're playing big venues. Yeah. And we we need to get out of that that mentality. It's, uh, uh, a friend of mine here has a saying, you know, we need to save homebrewing from the homebrewers. Like, we can't, we can't let the, the techie wonks, you know, sort of dictate what's going to happen. We need to make it a little more accessible. And even Jamil has talked about this. You know, he's like, you know, people get into homebrewing and they make that first batch and some extract batch on their kitchen stove and it's, it turns out okay, you know, palatable, then that person's probably going to be keep homebrewing. But, uh, you know, so I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. it's a lot about, you know, utilizing new media. Obviously, you know that. Um, and and just and just maybe turning the direction of you know where you know industry leaders like More Beer, Northern Brewer, and obviously organizations like American Homebrewers Association are doing a little bit better job about catering to the people that maybe make an extract brew three or four times a year. Yeah. You know, like trying to get them into the fold as much as we're getting the all grain, triple decocted lager brewing wonks into the fold because there's just obviously a lot right. less of those guys than there are the you know maybe one batch every couple of months oh uh, uh, yeah yeah i mean that's a stat i think a lot of the homebrewers out there probably maybe even listeners of your show but definitely the dudes at the nhc don't realize like we sell extract kits you know 15 to 1 on all grain wow. right every easily. Day. Yeah. easily yeah easily exactly and i'm sure jp can attest to that too yeah. Well, it's easier. I mean, it you know, it's easier, and that's what people want to do. Yeah. It, it's kind of like there, there is, there is a segment where um, I, I think as as a home brewer, when you just kind of work into the shop and whatever, you want everyone to go all green because it's so much better. Right. And you can do all the flavors, not. But there's people who don't want to do that. They sure. just don't give a shit about it. They want to decide on Wednesday that they want to brew on Saturday, and now get yeah. over to the shop. They go to the shop, and uh, what do you got for kits? Are already made up, and they they pull it up. Or and, now, yeah, like and they're we, happy. We'll get people. We're kind of near Costco, and we'll get families coming in. And go, yeah, saw your sign. I was like, you know, I should brew right now. And <laughs> yeah, they come in and they get and brew tonight. They get an extract kit, and they yeah. can do that. Um, but it, it, it um, I like saving home brewing from the home brewers because it's Me too. like not everyone has to be at the nth degree, the highest level. Right. You don't need all the all grain gear. If you do whatever you want to do, we're just here to help you do it. Well. You mean not not everyone's a tenth level beer nerd? Right. That's right. I don't understand. Well, yeah. For the record, I'm a wonk. You know, I'm I'm definitely gonna say you got to do it one way or another. You know, but I it's just it's unrealistic to think that the according to the AHA, the 750 thousand home brewers are like everyone else. Right. Right. And they're all going to be doing all grain, you know, batches and. Pining well, towards a brew sculpture, a top tier system. You know, it's just it's just not realistic. And it's easy to forget that those of you who are in your homebrew clubs, those of you who attend NHC, those of you who listen to this show every week, it's easy to think that the average homebrewer is like you. That you that, yeah. that that everybody cares that much about beer that right. it's that important in their life when the truth is that nine out of ten of us it's not that important it's a, it's something on the fringe it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, like making sausage it's or occasionally yeah. you might do it because it's fun but it doesn't you you you'd never go to a convention yeah. you'd never sit here for three yeah. hours on a Sunday night and listen to us bozos and you but it doesn't mean you're not a home brewer That's that right. doesn't mean you're not I don't part understand. of this so this whole, yeah <laughs> so saving uh, homebrewers from our, from ourselves I think it's really a great way to put it there's another side to it too i think jake and you and i talked about this a little you know a lot of the flack that the bn gets is for how we approach homebrewing and that is 
that we fuck around a whole lot yeah. and we have a really good time <laughs> doing what we do. And a lot of the criticism, and you can go, it's all over the place. The criticism is, it's always the same. Um, and it's that we, we don't spend enough time on information. We have a little too much fun. We curse too much. We do this too much. And again, this is, is, is to the same point of saving homebrewers from ourselves because the fact is, that the way we do things is a more palatable way to approach homebrewing than doing every show as a technical brewing show. Let's sit down and talk about brewing from A to B. JP, stop joking. Let's be serious. <laughs> and, and, and while this works, we do these shows on the BN also. You can find it in our lineup. Uh, it, it doesn't work for everybody, and it definitely doesn't work for those that we're trying to bring in to, to the homebrew culture. And so... All of this criticism, you know, the, the BN is... I've even gotten things that we're, we're doing a disservice to homebrewing because we don't take it seriously enough. Mm. And, and I would say the opposite. I would say that those of you... I'm happy for those of you who, it's, who are very serious about it and who, and, and, who, and who it's that important to and how things are done. I'm happy that it, that it serves you that way. I think what becomes dangerous is when you shut out other ways of doing things because it doesn't fit that mold. You know, because the BN didn't fit it, because right. because the Northern Brewer ad didn't fit the serious homebrewer mold. Right. Let's, you know, it's, do you see what I'm saying, Jake? No, I totally agree. I I would say fuck you to all those people. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> but I perfect. But I think that there are customers, you know. But at the same right. time, so I would also you say need not to understand that homebrewing is, you know, it's uh, it's coming from a standpoint of like it should be fun. That's the number one thing. If you want to yeah. take it that serious, make a you know craft up a business model and, and open up a craft brewery, open up a microbrewery. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you know, keep it to yourself and have fun, and it's a hobby. <laughs> I got I got a quote that I got to read you. Uh, that is a friend of mine, and you guys, uh, JP and Justin, you guys know Mike Dawson over here at, at Northern Brewer. Yeah. And this is a mutual friend of ours. This is we we sent him a survey and said, well, why you know you've been around us for years, why haven't you got into home brewing yet? And this is his quote. Yeah, like I need another hobby where tubby know-it-alls are the majority of participants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ex- this is exactly right. What are you his know, other hobbies? Just, yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, he's a great guy, and, and he is lazy, so he's not going to make his own beer. But the point is is that there definitely is that thing where these techie wonks are sort of, you know, putting a bad taste in the mouth of the people that are maybe thinking about going to the next step. You know, I, I hear people all the time that say, like, I'm not joining a club. I don't want to be around a club, you know. When So, yeah, I, I definitely think you're right on that, Justin. Yeah. Yeah, but for and, some people, it's the only kind of place they're ever going to get friends. <laughs> right. Oh, well, and, yeah. and it's true. And now it's important to remember that this is – now, this is the foundation of homebrewing. So that's, yeah. that's very important to have. The, I, right. I, I'm not shunning these people or saying that their attitude is wrong. I just mean when they become exclusive about that and when we forget about this fringe and also treat the fringe that way. Like, I think saying that, you know, like I need tubby know-it-alls telling me, you know, uh, about my hobby all the time, that's an excellent point. I mean, who wants to enter a hobby where, uh, you know, half the people you encounter are telling you what everything is wrong, you're not doing this right. Yeah. I, I have a father. Right. I don't talk to him either. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You and my dad can go hang out and discuss why I'm so fucked up. Exactly. But I'll just I'll make an extract batch while you guys go have fun. Now, if you seek out that information, we've got that's all these people story. who can answer it, and I think yeah. that's wonderful. So, all tubby. I guess the bottom line is, it's always been something for me to to make the hobby palatable. 
And right. and and from the beginning of the show, I've uh, there's a reason that Doc's around, and there's a reason that we talk to John Palmer and Colin Kaminsky, and, and it's because we need this information and the science and the knowledge. But I've always thought that if it's not palatable to everybody, then it's a waste. You know, why have Doc's brain right. sitting here if we can't deliver that information in a way that's palatable, that you don't have to be a doctor to understand? Because it's fun to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. And I'll add to that and say that everyone that I've met, whether it's Jamil, John Palmer, uh, everybody in the industry, Push. they've always had this attitude of inclusion. You know, when I've talked to those guys, they're all about including the extract brewers. They're all about yeah. making homebrewing accessible. So, you know, that's maybe something that's lost on a lot of the homebrew participants is that the people at the top even feel this way to an extent. Sure. So what about at Northern Brewer? I mean, aside from, uh, you know, you say how, how well your extract kits do. Um, right. How do you see yourselves embracing this audience in the future? Boy, I you know, new media, you know, obviously social marketing and social media outlets like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Four Corners and all that stuff, uh, podcasts like this, video. You know, I think that's every company out there, you know, not to tip our hand, but every company out there should be doing this to an extent yeah. at this point. And that's just across the board. You know, I've got my brother works. He's a social marketer director at uh, American Family Insurance. And even they are on top of this. You know, I mean, I just think that's where it's going. So I think that's a way to, you know, jumpstart in 2010 and get on get on that path. Um, and I think it's, you know, making sure that you have comprehensive selection and pricing and you have all the stuff that the wonks and the tech guys and the all grain brewers are looking for, but you've also got a lot more, you know, accessible like say beer kits for, you know, the entry level sort of stuff. So you know you have to do everything. Yeah, you can't just be one dimensional, I think, if you wanna you wanna grow in this industry. What about my face on some packaging? You think you think that would help? I think they want to make money. Oh. I think they want to get people into the hobby. I don't think they want to drive <laughs> the back away. of the package. We could put your face on something like, uh, you know, Argentina Cascade hops. Something, something really like bitter. Something nobody wants. Yeah. Something, something s- nobody wants. Yeah. The wall at the post malt. office. Yeah. yeah. You can put them on the BNA4 shirts. Oh. Oh. Hey, Jake, are you going to do a shirt that says, <laughs> I'm a I'm a tubby know-it-all wonk? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I want that one. Only selling 4XL. <laughs> Should we go back to AOL chat rooms and scouring for chicks? Oh, Is that the future boards. of marketing? <laughs> yeah. I think that's how we should Where do it. Where do go that. back to? <laughs> Doc is still in there. <laughs> yeah. Doc's email is still AOL. Just waiting, man. <laughs> I want to point that out, Jake, that our, we're still, some of us are still behind the times. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's deleting his AOL account right now. <laughs> yeah. Netscape. I don't want them to know. Yeah. <laughs> what else is coming up for Northern Brewer? Let's take a little break from the segment here for a second, because I, I see a whole list of stuff that you guys are doing here. Oh, uh, God. Uh, boy, I, you know, and I'm going to have to read off this stuff. Um, That's all right. I'm reading it, too. The people in Milwaukee are going to be mad at me if I don't mention this. Uh, you know, we opened the new store in Milwaukee. Yeah. Kick-ass you guys store. Brought to you and Jamil, obviously. Uh, that was a huge success, and... You know, thanking everybody for coming out to that. Uh, a lot of BN people came out to that. Yeah, that a lot was of your really listeners cool. did. That was great. That was pretty cool. I think we got some new listeners out of it too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, we're going to be teaching classes there. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. That's going to start in February. So if anybody's interested about that, they can go to the store and sign up for that. Uh, they're also going to be running a midwinter brew competition over there. 
Entries are due by the 14th of February, so again, you can go to the store to get more information. Uh, the St. Paul store is just crazy. I can't even believe the numbers that came in from that store. It's kind of scary, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just a testament to the to the Twin Cities, kind of the, the brewing culture, the home brewing culture that we have here, obviously with the St. Paul Home Brewers Club. Um, we have a really, you know, strong presence here. Uh, mail order, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you guys have a new website, too, don't you? Yeah, we had the new website go up actually right before the NHC. We had the beta site up, and then we launched it, uh, the actual site shortly after. And that's just an ongoing project, obviously. Um, we, we tried it, What we wanted to do with that new website, one of the things we wanted to do was make it a little more robust as a resource. And kind of getting back to that, you know, people that are new to homebrewing, if they go to the website, they could easily find their way through that beginner sort of information. And so we're really working on, on making it something that somebody can come into and, and, and find out what they want to find out and uh, feel comfortable getting into the, to the hobby. Um, video, we're working on a lot of video, Northern Brewer TV on YouTube, uh, working on a lot of product demo videos, how-to videos, frequently asked question videos, things of that nature. Whose mug are you um, putting on those videos? What's that? Whose mug are you putting on those videos? Who's doing those Dawson. things? Oh, it's all Dawson? It'll be all Mike Dawson, yeah. I would advise against that. <laughs> Why? Well, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> I love the guy. He's a funny guy. He's a very funny guy. He's a natural in front of the camera, actually, as I found out. Is he out. really? I didn't know how he was going to do, but uh, he carried himself really well. I want to see these. I'm curious. I like I Dawson. I think he's got some past experience, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you do some other searching for uh, Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. Da- <laughs> Mike the Dick Dawson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, he's totally going to kill me. I hope his wife's not listening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she knows it. She she gave him that nickname. Well, yeah, yeah. she would. She would. <laughs> uh, pr- promotions, you know, we're running weekly promotions now. We've never done that. And we just started doing that about, I don't know, five, six months ago, and that's been hugely successful, um, doing that on a weekly basis. And then the NHC, obviously. You know, we got that in our backyard right here this summer. And so just tons and tons of plans for that. We're actually meeting with uh, Kurt Stock and Chris England, yeah. those two bastards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you, it, yeah. Have you Kurt Stock guys? is the uh, reason I missed my flight home from uh, Minnesota, or, I wanna, or from Milwaukee, I mean. Well... No, it's his. Oh, really? I always have to blame yeah. somebody. I, I basically, I'm hanging out with the Northern Brewer guys, and Kurt and I are like, "Well, listen, we both got things to do tomorrow. Why don't we leave?" So we leave. We're staying in the same hotel, and what do we do? We go to the hotel bar and uh, proceed to get further shit faced. Yeah. And then I missed my flight. Oh. So I agree with you, Jake. Kurt is a bastard. Yeah. Actually, for the record, he's probably one of the nicest guys. But England is definitely a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we're working with those guys actually just this week to to try to tie in, you know, what they're doing with what we can do and help them out. Um, yeah, and then actually Juno, some of you guys might know Juno sure. Choi, he's our retail operations manager. He's been at the NHC a lot. Yep. He's last year he on he uh, ran a beer fest, the St. Paul Summer Beer Fest, and he's doing that again this year, and it's actually going to be on the twentieth, so it's going to be during the NHC. Oh, no kidding! And it's pretty crazy because last year. The, where the venue that he held it, they said, okay, we want to do this again. It was a sm- smashing success. We sold out. Here's the weekend you can do it. And it was basically the weekend of the NHC. And he's like, well, like, okay. And he talked to the breweries, 
you know, and he said, you know, would you guys like to come out this weekend? And they said, for sure, because we're going to do Pro Brewers Night, and then we can do the the uh, the beer fest during the day. So I think actually it should actually make even the Pro Brewers Night a little bit better. Oh, good. They were like, oh, then we'll send out the brewer, and then we'll send out more people and whatnot. So more beer. Yeah, yeah like more beer. Well. Exactly. Bring the good stuff. I like Perfect. I like Juno. He had that movie out a couple years ago. It was pretty good. <laughs> good movie. Yeah. That Juno. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Minnesota, actually. There you go. Yeah. Juno gets around. That's about it. That's about it. Is Juno the only Asian in Minnesota? <laughs> um, he He's one of five. <laughs> I thought so. We, we have the other four on retainer in case Juno leaves. He's the only one I saw right, in Milwaukee, that's yeah. for sure. They lend him out to neighboring states. <laughs> they yeah. loan him out. They don't have All that right. either. It's no, so we he... never send him to Wisconsin. We don't know if gonna, he's going to come back. <laughs> or Juno. All right. I got to take a quick break. Um, can you hang out with us, Jake? Oh, hell yeah. All right, quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the future of homebrewing. Uh, for example, is the industry going to be able to keep up with the future of homebrewing? You ever uh, go searching for keg parts that you can't find? I think that could be a problem. When we come back, we're going to talk about these things, how the industry can keep up with us in homebrewing. we got Jake, the deer hunter Keeler, on the line with us. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the, the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. 
European Army members. Are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time. Many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hilo, what's your feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. It's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. The continuation of our interview. Great job, announcer man. He's doing just a great job. Is that even a word? Continuation? continuation? Oh, yeah. The continuation. Of, yeah, I guess it is. Isn't it? <laughs> Good criticism, though. Yeah. Is that a word? That's not a word. <laughs> that is it. Now you're Good fucking. is not a yeah, word. Now you're messing with me. Hi, Jake. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> Are you Hi. drinking there at work, Jake? Hi. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Doing? Gotta keep warm. What are you having? I am having uh, a. Uh, actually, I'm having some sati. What? Do you guys know what that is? Sativa? No. That's. <laughs> no. That I don't is know an old that. Uh, indigenous beer style of Finland using juniper berries. Huh. It's mm. like drinking a Christmas tree. Aren't you a It's about 8%. Oh, is it? But without the stickiness, I guess. Yeah. I thought you guys were supposed to know about beer and <laughs> Well, good beer. Uh, can you, we're just can coming you pass back from a vacation. message along to Bevo? Yeah. That she looks exactly like Princess Leia. Yeah, she does. Those those headphones headphones you are a <laughs> number one and that hot. white <laughs> that white jacket dress. Princess Leia yeah. on Hoth. You yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you know, maybe for an extra hundred bucks uh, donation a month, we can get her to say, uh, "Help me, Jake. You're my only hope." <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the end of the show, me swinging like a slave her. over here is going to be totally worth it for all you losers. Yeah. Oh, you losers. Be nice to under her. there. Did she just say sweating like a slave? On, I asked Terrence on national radio. Allowed to say that. National radio. What are you, Harry Reid? Now Terrence said it was okay. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it's all right then. Speaks for his whole race. No, they'd have white slaves. Well, do you think he's going to tell you no? I mean, every black person speaks for that's, every other black. That's, that's, that's tasty. Right. Yeah. Why do you get a pass? You get a pass from anybody. Yeah. Haven't figured that out yet. It goes Al only, Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, I, Terrence the Black. I've heard you only have to ask one. I meant losers in the okay. nicest way possible, also. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Like you're a bunch of tubby know-it-alls. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of wonks. They're yeah. onto us, those wonks. All right, Jake, I have a question for you from the chat room. What's uh, nine plus yeah. nine? Folks wanted to know if you're going to go uh, give any tours or, or do anything like that during the National Homebrewers Conference. Schumann yes, tours? Yes, we are. Yes. We, we, yeah, we'll definitely be giving tours of our warehouse, for sure. For sure. What a boring tour. Yeah. And the trophy room? Oh. What are you talking about? This place is amazing. It's like a gigantic robot. Dude, I'll be there. Can, we no, get, can I kidding. get a private tour, Jake? I even like the oh, tour yeah, of the absolutely. new place, and it absolutely. was hardly built. 
All right, so tours of the warehouse, very nice. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I think there's probably going to be other like brewery tours and stuff going on during. Get Schumann to give too. a couple yeah. tours. <laughs> there's a there's a good amount of uh, microbreweries around here, so I'm sure there's going to be brewery tours. Uh, I don't know. Call Kurt, dude. He sounds like a good friend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hardly remember each other. We were drunk. <laughs> yeah. Will uh, the will, next morning? Will Dawson be giving the tours? I <laughs> maybe. See, that doesn't make them good. He'll have his like uh, wiener hanging out. <laughs> have you got his... a thing for Dawson, Justin. I think you're jealous of his mind. <laughs> I think I am too. He creeps me out though. He is a little creepy. I want to see him. In a, I want to see him giving tours in like a Daniel Boone hat, <laughs> a coonskin hat, <laughs> and Converse, and nothing else. No <laughs> <laughs> a pair of all stars, and that's cocking. it. Yeah. Cap cocking. <laughs> all right. So one thing I wanted to talk about, Jake, is you know if if. If homebrewing really does enter uh, the mainstream, uh, like we'd like to see it do, and, and like you're talking about, um, you know, is the industry ready for that? I mean, sometimes it's hard to find. Uh, sh- for example, Shat and I got a new kegerator. We got it from a strip club. Oh, and uh, stripperator. Yeah, the stripperator. And a couple of the of, <laughs> the, the, fr- of the faucets needed to be replaced. And the faucets are the type where they have a really tight elbow in the back that goes from the faucet down into the kegerator so that you can hook up beer line to it. Down and, the tower. Mm-hmm. you know, we, it, not, a, not a homebrew shop on earth carried this part. We had to go, you know, straight to the big guys at the craft brewers go. So you see what I'm getting at here. Is the industry going to be able to keep up with, uh, with a growing industry that needs, you know, more parts and uh, enough with this back order, <laughs> enough with the I can't get it. We want this stuff and we want it now. We'll that else. is a that is the million dollar question. I think, and you hit it right in the nose. Uh, we we definitely see that too. We've seen it over the last couple of years, and we are, you know, we're we're in we're you know constant contact with our suppliers, and they're just like, oh my god, you know, you did you bet out you bought all of our better bottles, mm. and we're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, like what do you mean you bought know, them but all? Ha- because know? everybody's yeah. buying out their better bottles. Everybody, you know, that I and that's why I say like. I like you said. I think the industry is growing at double digits across the board. You know, I hear this from everybody, um, whether it's like brew your own or it's more beer or it's Blickman Engineering. I hear this across the board. So I think it is. It's just it's a large order to take, and I think yeah. many of us have to be like, oh crap, you know, it's really here. Home brewing is actually becoming what we thought it could be. Yeah. And I'm sure at the Brewing Network, you guys are experiencing the same thing. You got to keep up with the demand. Well, Tri- triple we, digit. We always knew how offensive. big it was. So are you yeah, worried about the digit. wave cresting? Well, I ordered enough BNA4 shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll say that right now. <laughs> I'm not so sure. We've had that People problem. People will want these. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Yeah. I'll put them all in a time capsule. We've had that problem at Morbier, too, where it's, we'll order, you know, X amount. We'll order a thousand of whatever. Beakers. Yeah. And we'll get like a hundred. No, they never beakers. What do you mean a hundred? Right, right. I ordered a thousand. What are you doing to me? Well, we won't have any for three months. I Seriously, see. dude, three months? So it's really, it's very much on that supply side. It's not the, you yeah. know, when I think of the supply side, I'm no. thinking of you, more beer. I, I, you know, I want to I want to go to the shop and I want to get it, but yeah. you're having trouble getting it to the shop. Yeah, well, and, and I think I think it's it's suppliers are kind of cutting back because the economy is not that great and they're unsure and they don't want to hold tie up a lot of inventory, but I see. it affects everybody and yeah. and it, it's, it's hard to tell people who are, you know, traditionally do like industry stuff and we'll you know get in on a ride and find someone who makes this widget that we could add on to this to make this or whatever they don't understand what we're doing they think we're just some you know dorky beer club or whatever right they don't understand the movement they don't understand how how big the actual industry is and is getting and the attention it's getting 
So they don't care. Isn't that up to you to tell them? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I can you. tell them. Well, yeah, but we have very little say in that matter. Yeah, I tell myself I'm handsome doesn't mean I am. <laughs> well, who but else you keep is... telling yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's also... Got a shirt. I mean, who else is buying these parts that you speak of, I guess? So God who's your... You see what I mean? Like, if your voice doesn't well, I mean, matter, then whose does? Well, well I don't check know... Th- out, if you check out Brew Your Own, there's at least three or four new companies that are opening up... I mean, they're throwing up, like, quarter-page ads in Brew Your Own. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to give them any more. <laughs> yeah, they can afford a quarter publicity page, yeah. than they're getting. But and they didn't pay. There, me, so. There's there's a lot of people cashing in on this and getting into the industry. So the demand is definitely there. But yeah, and it's also things like the uh, on the manufacturing side. You know, we've always kind of been do-it-yourselfers, and and we've made use of other industries' products, like for right. example, soda kegs. Right? right. If any homebrew shop gets a three-gallon <laughs> corny keg in a Scotty, it's yeah. gone. It's yeah. gone in two days. Yeah. But yet, there's no one out there building a replacement. There's no one right. out there, uh, but someone will have to be. Well, there is, but it's overseas, and if you want to bring it in at a decent price, you have to sink a lot of inventory. And as yeah. this and hobby grows... Nobody can. I mean, you, you can't. What do you think, Jake? Uh, yeah, I know. I totally agree. You get those uh, with those containers from the shipping yard. Yeah, you get a 40-footer. If you want to do it, and it's a hugely expensive and, and, and time-consuming ordeal, so... Right now, the the supply is is just keeping up with the demand. Right now, and uh, I don't know, have as many. This is my call to everyone out there to like get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's there. The demand is there. It's not going anywhere. I want more it's Scotties. Only grow. <laughs> well, I think suppliers are going to have the same problem as the retailers, and that they're going to have growing pains as well. You know, if they want to double their output, they have to double you know their investment. Yeah. They may not have that. Yeah. But in right. the case of those corny kegs, there are no suppliers, right? Someone making brand new corny kegs somewhere? There is. There's, really? There's literally yeah. like one. Ah. But you'd like 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 Jake was saying, you have to get a 40-footer. If you want to do it at a decent price, you can get a couple pallets. But by the time you do that, depending on the euro, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, Ouch. you know, whatever. Are we going to run out of corny kegs? We have. Eventually, have used cornies? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. They don't make them anymore. They don't need to because they don't use that technology yeah. anymore. Yeah. Is this a crisis right now? Or, it's I mean, the keg crisis. They, haven't, they no. haven't made them for years, but yeah. we've still always been able to find some, haven't we? Yeah. So, I don't I don't think so, but I can't speak for, for you know for everybody. Somebody know is, do, somebody's got to be smart enough to jump into this and start manufacturing them again, I hope. Or yeah. some of you big boys band together and start your own friggin', I don't know. Jake's manufacturing plant. Like a Voltron homebrewing supply There you company. go. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'll form the profit. You can be an okay. Enron. JP's going to be the crotch. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at that. I spend a lot of time there. <laughs> Jake, if you guys ever have like a trade group, you know, like this homebrewing trade industry, I want you to call it Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like instead of the craft brewer, you know, yeah. they've got the uh, they've got their organization. The homebrew should be Voltron. <laughs> Can't they be like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? No, that's gay. I'll yeah, be that. Nah, I'll be the you can be thank you jake how are you finding new home brewers what are you guys doing are you advertising Uh, (laughs) we're hanging out at shelters (laughs) high schools (laughs) (laughs) you've replaced all those joe camel billboards with northern brewer billboards it's great you can find a date and a customer at the same time I mean, really, how are you? Uh, be, uh, for example, the Brewing Network doesn't do a bit of advertising. Never have. Um, right. 
Uh, mostly because we can't afford it. Right. Uh, not because we don't want Lazy. to. Yet we still, <laughs> yeah, yet we still get yeah. new listeners all the time. How are you getting new brewers? Um, well, on the, you know, the, the retail side of things, um, if you've got some retail stores, you can do classes, and that, that is probably the most cost-effective way to get new brewers. But that is probably one of the most expensive things to do is to try to court new people to the hobby. Um, so, you know, tying yourself into other things that are going on, like if there's an art opening going on, we might, you know, give away homebrew at that art opening and then get people interested in homebrewing. Um, maybe go to the farmer's market and have a booth there. Wherever you can get there to people go. where they're comfortable and they can try homebrew and say, wow, that's actually pretty good, that's usually the best way to do it. But uh, yeah. but do know, we really it, want it the hippies homebrew. and the artists uh, coming onto well, our Well, we already hobby? have a couple of them. <clears throat> like, we've, hey. tried, we've tried some of this at, at More Beer. Like, I tried, you know, walking into people's homes and giving them beer, but... Just well, randomly, yeah. You kick a door down, and someone suddenly. <laughs> I don't want to know what you I want. Beer. The like, door's whatever. unlocked, and you know. Yeah. JP Homebrew. Have you guys ever uh, shown your stuff at craft beer festivals? Where you know where you find these? You're really soon to. You yeah. Know, there's a good number of those people are going to be home brewers. Well, we used to go to the or, like the Oregon Brewers Fest. A yeah. Lot, yeah. The OBF. Right. Um, you know, and uh, I bet uh, you picked up a lot there. We picked up a few, but I think on on some of these you know festivals, it's people are just there to drink. Yeah, and they'll come around, and either they forget or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you you do pick up some, but that was some years ago. I think yeah. now it's it's a little, um, well, yeah. it's a little. You know, there, there's there's a younger crowd, and and like we've been talking about, there's younger people getting into it. Yeah, so the now craft beer is a bigger deal now too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. look at the GABF. Well, and I'm making fun of Jake, but I like the idea of, of thinking what? just a little bit outside, too, and, and saying, so let's go to the farmer's market and do That's it there. That's great idea. So it's not necessarily a beer festival, but no, the they're do, they're do it yourselfers. Yeah, the yeah. right kind of people. No, it's, yeah, identifying that DIY crowd is the most important thing. You know, whether they're into beer, whether they're making their own pasta, gardening, like bringing it back to the beginning, but um, if they have that mentality, it's not too far of a stretch of the imagination that they might get into home brewing. Yeah. And I know Jamil has said this to me many times that, you know, if that first beer can be palatable, then they'll probably be hooked. Right. But or if it turns out like shit, then, well, could be tough. Are off. They yeah. may try again. I mean, my first batch was awful. It was right. always yeah, mine too. Yeah, so was my last, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. but it, it took <laughs> a couple of times, room. man. Yeah. It, it takes a couple of times, and it takes a shop. Uh, like Northern Brewer or wherever to to teach somebody well what 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 happened this is what happened right, right. you just right. gotta get them in there yeah. first right and the truth is every new brewer who asks for advice who's got their first batch they just did every time I tell them start your second batch now yeah. because yeah. my first batch yeah. tanked too and I had already started my second and had I not started it I might never have made that for second batch and we if, would never know you good that's point for, thank God oh, <laughs> Jesus don't you agree Jake that you got to get them get a couple under their belt. Quickly. No, yeah, I totally agree. Um, that's what I think, you know, the classes are a great thing because they can come and taste the beer, watch it happen, maybe even see where the, the mistakes can occur. And then, yeah. you know, obviously you have to have great customer service. So when they call in, you have to give them an answer. Right. Huh. In the end. <laughs> Make it easy. About that. Yeah. Uh, what about Star Trek conventions? <laughs> I, think if you, I think if you're learning to speak Klingon, it's not a far stretch that you might want to learn to brew. Dude, I think there's a lot of cross-pollination there. Yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. guessing a lot of people attending the Star Trek convention are home brewers. <laughs> See? Yeah, but the new brewers, they're all wearing the red shirts. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. Uh. <laughs> they're going to drop off first. <laughs> and they're black. Yeah. But 
Jake, are you gonna are, are we gonna see a Northern Brewer ad on like HGTV someday for those DIY ga- people? Well, now this yeah, is yeah. a this is a serious question I have. I mean, in the trade, ma- everyone's advertising in the trade magazines. Right. Well, these are already home right. brewers, and you're all sort of vying for their business. Well, are you going to put an ad in Sports Illustrated? I mean, do you do you advertise in other things, the newspaper? I mean, something else other than a yeah, trade? Yeah, we do, we do, and we have you know we've had we've brought in like third party consultants that are like, fuck the trade magazines. That is not where you want to put your money. Those people, they know about you. You know, I but I you know homebrewing I think is a little bit different yeah. in that it uh, you really do have to give a lot of props to the people who have brought you to where you are. Yeah, I mean you really have to honor the guard, so to speak. So you need to do that, but at the same time, yeah, you need to start looking at you know where are there markets where we can get into and start bringing this message to people. You know, um, and we have a lot of ideas about that. It's not something I want to talk about on air, but. <laughs> Come on. Nobody's sure. uh, No, nobody I can't listens. give that away. I, you know, Farley would probably stab me in the back if I did. <laughs> no, that's all right. I just want to know that you guys are thinking about it and just in, in what oh, kind yeah, of yeah, ways. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because I think it's easy to uh, advertise in the magazines. You ought to advertise on beer radio programs called the Brewing Network. <laughs> well, those, we pe- those people oh, yeah, already know right. about it. Those people already know about us. I'm always trying to sell. Yeah. Even to the guys who have been with us for years now. Well, careful, because, you know, then, well, in a year or two, we're going to be like the trade mags. Everybody knows about us. Right? Come on. Luckily, luckily, obviously, Northern Brewer has the idea to pay homage to those that, that, that have that yeah. built the foundation. What See? you really need, you need to get like a good, like a, like a dentist yeah. to advertise. Can we get some dental advertisements or what? <laughs> right. There's nothing to do with beer. Everybody's got teeth. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody doesn't have beer. Yeah, well, you know. Now, what about other do-it-yourself uh, hobbies? I mean, obviously, are you guys going to get into those things as a means of, of building the business? You know, cheese making, or uh, mm, these, is this no. part of the plan? No? No, that I can tell you definitively no. Uh, Belly we, dancing. You know, that is one thing that we've concentrated <laughs> on from day one is beer, wine, sake, mead. Okay. Soda. <laughs> Soda. We are yeah, we're we're not interested in getting into coffee, cheese, belly um, dancing. No. <laughs> Grow your own. No, no. Hydroponics. Uh, no, no hydroponics. Our, our our buddies across the river, they they take care of that. So you don't think I guess the reason I'm asking is you know, is that not something that we need to target in order to get more people home brewing is to go after these other hobbies so that we can you know, they have a, they have a like mind. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Look how well Sparks did. And who did that? Budweiser? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like the energy drink. I guess it was alcoholic energy drink. But yeah. I don't <laughs> think anything in the beer industry, whether it's home brewing, craft brewing, or macro brew, needs to be concerned about anything but beer. Oh. Wow. I really don't. I mean, the market is so it. gigantic, and it's so ubiquitous across the, the world, really, that I, I think you don't really need to look outside of that. I like that you're a but beer that's Nazi. That's my humble opinion. Yeah. Well, also, but that's just mine and Hitler's yeah. opinion. So you don't oh, have to look yeah. any farther than your own backyard. <laughs> to be fair, Sparks did really well, but it's when the housewives said, you know, oh, I don't want my kids drinking that. They're marketing to kids. And then Budweiser's like, oh, forget that. We're going to cancel it. 
Yeah. Sparks yeah. is disgusting. That's true. That Sparks true. tasted like an orange. Tastes like an orange sweet on tart. Record, I've, I've had it. <laughs> How many of you actually have tried Sparks? Raise your hand. Oh, I used to drink it. For what is sure? It? You used to drink it, JP. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's free. Yeah. Where when, is, when is this that I used to drink it? Yeah, well, uh, when it was uh, God, when it first kind of rolled around, it was funny. It was what, like what two thousand three. It? It's a tall energy drink, a tall boy, but it had it's like eight percent. It's huh. like a Red Bull, but a beer, yeah. or or an al- it's a malt, malt beverage, beverage that tastes like Red. Bowl. It's like a monster no, energy it drink. It tasted yeah. like an yeah. orange sweet tart. Yeah. Yeah. Speed ball. It was I only, great. I only had it, it because we did a show that was comparing these awful drinks. We had B to the E, we oh, had yeah. Sparks, and we had one of the other ones, and we just wanted to taste them as part of our beer show. They were yeah. awful. Well, it was great because, like, you know. Why you, were you drinking them? Well, because you could drive around and drink it, and it looked like a soda can. <laughs> JP! How old were you sparks, in, in sparks, 2003? Too old to be you doing were that? This stuff? And you were, were, were you a home brewer at that point, too? Yes. So you were drinking good <laughs> beer and Sparks. Yeah. Atta boy. You are worse off than I thought. It's fun. It's just fun. <laughs> You're driving and yeah. throwing cans. No, I didn't there. do that. Actually, my, my buddy's sister did that a lot. I see. <laughs> she would drive around town drinking Sparks in the morning. Let's call her. What's her number? In the morning. Yeah. She's awful. She changed her number. JP doesn't know it anymore. <laughs> the best part of waking up. It's sparks, sparks in your face. <laughs> But it wasn't even an awful aftertaste. Wow. Anyway. Now, how about involvement with organizations like the AHA? Is this the future of homebrewing also? Well, I mean, if if you get elected, Justin, the future is bright. Elected? What? I guess it's time for our big announcement. (laughs) Haven't you told these guys yet? Never tell Jake a secret. No. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's get. Let's let our announcer do some work. Hang hang on there a second, uh, Jake. Uh, Here we go. And now it's time for a big announcement. Perfect. That's great. (laughs) It was like premature ejaculation. (laughs) Thank you. We don't announce that, though. So it turns out that uh, Jake and I both, uh, along with seven other candidates... We're getting uh, married. We're all getting married. (laughs) We're going to move to Hawaii. (laughs) It's illegal. Uh, We're going to... uh, We're all running for the... We've been nominated to run for the AHA Governing Committee. Yeah! Now... So I'm not sure. Now, clearly, Jake is unqualified. I don't know why he has been <laughs> sure. nominated. Kick it off so, the right foot there. Just to be clear, yeah. just for clarification, yes. somebody thought it was a good idea to have you <laughs> yes. in a leadership role that will define the direction of an industry that we're all kind of in. <laughs> That's correct. I just want to get that off the table. Who the hell nominated not only, him? Not well, only did somebody nominate, but it was then seconded and like voted upon well, that I should really, be on the panel. Well, we all drink, so... <laughs> yeah. It was near the end of the vote. Do you believe yeah, that those, shit? Those seconders got, must have been drinking as well, yes. <sighs> Did and you nominate yourself? <laughs> you can, I don't know, you cannot nominate no, you yourself. Can, you can. Did you vote oh, you for can. yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, I voted for myself. Come on. Haven't you, oh. haven't you, haven't you all learned how much I love me yet? <laughs> we should, I think we should all enter. Everyone in this room, we should nominate ourselves. It's too late. Don't they know you have a platform? Listen, this, this isn't just some random thing. You have to be chosen <laughs> and nominated, you, sh- you oh, fuck sticks. Are we supposed to be proud? Jesus. For you? A little support here from my own... How, how am I going to get a single vote if my own staff can't get behind this? Hey, uh, we clapped. Start the slow clap. You only need 100. No, no. This is, this is bullshit. Yeah, well, what do you want for free? <laughs> so, Jake, you get what applause are you and then insults. So, Chad's Jake, behind me. I'm with you, brother. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, right he, behind you. He's always behind you. <laughs> so, Jake, what are you offering? Uh, yeah. This. Jake's platform is bullshit. <laughs> exactly I just want to say right heard. now. 
You want me to read your statement, Jake? No, I do not. <laughs> I want to hear it. Have push Jake's it. whole statement is like, Have oh, our announcer oh I'm a COO. Oh, I've been doing this for 30 years. I never really killed that girl. Oh, I'm the best guy for the job. It's a bunch of yeah. bullshit. The judge found me not guilty. <laughs> I'm going to kid. I'm gonna yeah. put new soda machines in the quad. That was my cousin's son. <laughs> vote, <laughs> vote for me and there'll be free weed for everybody. Yeah. I was only protecting my brother. Soda in the drinking fountain. I never inhaled that's about it <laughs> that up pretty well got my vote i want to hear i want to hear what jake has to say well here's and here's what's happening uh of the of the uh, all nine candidates including myself will be speaking on the brewing network we're going to give everybody a little bit of airtime oh, yeah. over the next several weeks to talk to you about why you should vote for them and and how they're going to help you out uh, if they become uh, a member of the AHA governing committee if they become Did a board you get member. more time so than anybody else yeah well i'm on every week i guess uh, but uh, apparently i get just as much bashing from you shitheads so uh, I, yeah. not only will i get mo- uh, more airtime i'll get more more bashing yeah. than any other well, candidate. Can we have like a go for the sympathy vote? Yeah. I'd say. We have like a debate, and Ooh. I can be the moderator. You, did, you didn't no. even ask us if we cared if you did yeah. that. <laughs> well, You're, it's not your decision. No. What do I, I care? care? Well, actually, Doc, if you were here on time, <laughs> he, he, he way, did ask. And I didn't ask to be nominated either. I oh. was nominated. I accepted my nomination. Before you talk oh. to us about it. <laughs> You're right. probably going to have to have that's someone where, else. That's where he forgot to include us. You're probably so. going to have to have someone else speak on your behalf because otherwise, we're just no one's going to take you seriously. Forgive me now. if I don't yeah. feel fully behind you on this. Can we hear from Jake? Yeah, I'm interested in Jake's. I'm just a little shocked. Jake, what would you like to t- anyway. tell us about your uh, platform, your candidacy? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, basically, what can you like do for Justin us? Said we got put up for this, so we're just kind of <laughs> running along with. I told you his platform is bullshit. How many interns no, are you going to touch? <laughs> and you're running for how many spots? Just nine people for one spot? Uh, two spots. There oh. are two. So Jake and I could end up being colleagues. Or, or not. <laughs> That'd be cool. You or could be co-losers. Nine. <laughs> so the there's a conflict of interest like there, though, I think. I think that Jake and I Since aren't going to do any running. We're just going to mudsling back yeah. and forth. And uh, <laughs> No, that's... That's the thing, man. I can look at my statement and say, well, yeah, that sounds good and, and whatnot, but uh, I don't really, you know, I can't say that I don't care because I do care because I do care greatly about where homebrewing is going, and I think that the obviously the AHA should be the organization at the forefront of that, and I yep. think it has been. Yeah. Um, but I, just going back to a lot of stuff we've talked about in this show, we're definitely seeing a opportunity in the homebrewing community that, if we don't take advantage of it, and I think across the board, I'm not just talking about the AHA, but I think as the companies, the brewing network, everyone, if we don't take advantage of it, we're going to miss an opportunity to turn home brewing into something larger than what it is. Now, of course, some people probably don't want to see that, and I understand that, but it's, you know, from yeah. my standpoint, and bringing in the, the corny COO crap about it, like Justin was talking about, <laughs> you know. Sorry. But, but you're not going to mention so, that. No, no, but the demand is going to dictate the supply, so it's plain and simple. And uh, if homebrewers want better access to grains, keg parts like Justin was talking about, people manufacturing these kegs that are hard to find, the demand will dictate that. And without a larger demand, that supply will never be there. So we have to grow homebrewing as an industry and as a culture and as a hobby to ensure that the same level of stuff that we've been used to over the last 10 years is going to maintain and it maybe even become better. So that that's my pitch. 
See, this is why I think think Jake's going to be good on on the board. He actually, in all honesty, he's got a real good grasp uh, about where homebrewing's come from and and where it should go. I guess what I'm saying is Jake's not happy with the status quo, and he really wants to keep it moving. And and this is why, uh, and we talked about this before um, you and I were officially nominated when I was there in Milwaukee, Jake, that uh, I like that you have new and fresh and demanding ideas uh, about where the AHA should go and and where homebrewing should go. And uh, I might do this uh, for every candidate, but right now, this is why Jake gets my vote. Yeah. Because... Uh, <laughs> but you guys run on the same ticket. Uh, You're going to vote for we yourself. We can get the army behind you. Yeah, but I can lie. I'm now, I'm, yeah. now I'm a politician. Yeah, I'm allowed exactly, to lie. Man. It's a pipe dream. So can I ask you guys, like on behalf of the new AHA members... Why do I care who gets elected to the AHA board? What do you, what do what do you board members do? I think we get strippers the, at the NHC. Yep, uh, we definitely get strippers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get our, we get some travel covered. We had strippers last. No, those are hookers. And um, you know, <laughs> we we drink. See, we fight for your rights is what we do. Yeah. The best board to be on is the is the Brewer Association board because then you go to more shit for free. <laughs> You, you go to all like the booze, con- you know, things and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'll tell you, I've never sat in on a board meeting, uh, but my understanding <laughs> is what we get to do is help guide the direction. And what, what mostly uh, my understanding is that we're looking out for our members, uh, for the and and what the members want. And so, something that I, I've gotten to listen to a lot of is complaining about uh, what the AHA does and does not do. And I think the idea mm-hmm. of the board members is to <laughs> is to listen to that and come up with ideas of how to engage and help our, our members more, uh, to provide more services for them, to give them more of what they're, they're paying for in their membership. Um, obviously, whenever we've had Gary and, and uh, Charlie Papazian and these guys on here, the thing that they talk most about is uh, legislation and, and, yeah. and fighting Yeah, they have way. different committees. Yeah. That's one of the committees. The board doesn't do that necessarily. I think they're made aware of what's happening well, and no, how we might get awareness no, there's out boards, there. There's but, uh, uh, subcommittees within the board. Like, uh, like for instance, if, if you are elected, you'll be on two or three different committees and you'll be chairman of probably one of those. Oh, I will? So that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, boy. Work. Maybe I'm not qualified for yeah. this. How do you feel about yeah. going, like... Uh, vote for Justin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be... A, I, don't, I didn't know I was going to have to be a chairperson. How do you feel Work. about mandatory meetings that you have to attend? Well, they're phone meetings. It's going to be different for you. Love it. What do you mean? Well, you know, sticking to a schedule, it's not going to be whenever you <laughs> decide to wake up. It's like having a job again? Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. You're right, because I never show up for anything. Yeah. Come on. Give me a break. I'm here every Sunday at 5. <laughs> mostly. Wake up, wake up at 4. Except when I'm five. not. Yeah. <laughs> so those like subcommittees are like you know club support, AHA competition, AHA conference, web, pub discount program, retailer AHA events, surveys, and Zymergy. That sounds like a lot of work. Those are just subcommittees, but everyone's, you know. I hereby withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just going to get a free flight to Denver every now and then. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Screwed. <laughs> no, it's uh, just, you're for it, Justin. No, I'm You'll all be for great. it. I'm ready for it, and I'm excited about it. And I, I kind of, I mean, Jake and I, I, you know, we're really standing for the same thing, which is where we really want to serve members better and figure out the new direction yeah. uh, for the AHA. I think that there are that there's, there's some things lacking in some ways that, that we aren't served um, as members. I, I think that in, in some ways... Uh, Homebrewers feel a bit disenfranchised from a big, what they perceive to be a big organization like the AHA, and I think kind of changing that perception and 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 what the AHA does for us uh, is is my goal. Um, I think they do a good job. They've been doing a great job 
at what they do currently, which is, you know, obviously we get a great conference every year. Obviously, we always hear about them fighting for legislation for us. I, I think that there are things that they do that I, 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 don't, I won't really make a dent on, that those are guys no. that are there that know exactly what they're doing. But I think there are things that they don't do. Yeah. Using social media, embracing right. a younger audience, bringing together homebrewers that otherwise feel left out in the cold, I think that's stuff that I'm good at. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. moderate. Wait, I thought I was supposed to be stumpy. Yeah. What the hell? Well, then, but then he didn't say anything, Jake. Well, I'm being <laughs> respectful. Everything I just said was actually for Jake. Yes. Yeah. I'm reading off of Jake's thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading Jake's notes here. I just just talking points. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, just read, I just read Jake's platform. It's great. I think it's a great statement. Yeah, <laughs> take that. Yeah. All of this will be published in the. I think it's the February uh, issue of Zymergy. Um, you will find uh, each candidate statements, and like I said, we'll be having each candidate on the BN to talk about their uh, involvement, their statement, uh, what they'll be doing, and why you should vote for them. Who's the other candidates? Do we know? Uh, I do know, but I don't have the list in front of me, um, and I don't know that it, it's supposed to be published exactly yeah. yet either. It was just sent <laughs> so internally, so I do know. Yeah, no. I, it's right there, but I, I don't. I don't know that it's supposed to be published. Sure. Yeah, maybe we just took ourselves out of the running by uh, DQ, making yeah. this public. You outed yourselves? No, no, I yeah. did check that we're allowed to do this thing. I did. I asked all the candidates, said, hey, do you guys want to come on the BN and do this? You don't have to. But I feel like if I'm there every week, say, yeah. vote for me, uh, you know, everyone yeah. should should have a chance to do this. How many and more? everyone was all about it. How many even replied with who? Yeah, the, the, the what? The, the, B, the B what? Yeah. Oh, that's that show in Australia, right? Oh. Uh, the BM. Oh. I, did, I got a lot of that. Yeah, okay, good. And I said, yeah, go on that show and uh, call them up. See, yeah. how, see how many votes you get. Yeah. And him and his family will vote for you. Yes, Jake. I got a question for you. How many of those candidates do you think are going to be able to kind of fit into the uh, the tone of the show? <laughs> <laughs> I am concerned That's about that. That's the real that. question here. I know. I want to know. Well, our reputation now. precedes it, so I don't think. I mean, they'll know. Well, I'm. I'm more. The, here's what I'm concerned about. I actually don't want to stomp on anybody's time to 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 shine. Oh, sure. So, so or should you? Yeah, well, learn to I, shut up. I up to us. I, I just gave you an opening. I know. I I just concerned. I don't want anybody to walk away going, "Well, I got." I got shammed on the BN. I was there to speak my platform. And they ambushed. And they ambushed me. We yeah. have a way of bringing people out of their shell. <laughs> maybe maybe it should be pre-recorded. We just play it. I think there should be a prerequisite that all of the candidates have a couple beers before they yes. come on the program. Ah, oh, there boy. you go. There you go. Toot or two. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Jake, I think you did a great job today. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, You're welcome. It's great to be on. It's got my vote. All right. So far. Anything else that we missed about Northern Brewer before we go? I got to get to our uh, fourth annual Brewing Network Awards. Well, what is up with those awesome commercials they do? Oh, yeah. We actually have some new ones coming through, right? Yeah. Justin, did you get that from Mike? I did, and, and they're fucking hilarious. They're great. Too. They are, uh, yeah. Dawson cracks me up. The new commercials are going to be very, you guys are going to be uh, stoked about them. Um, they're they're on they're in production now, so it's going to take a couple weeks. But, what everybody uh, wants awesome. to know is that the last set of commercials generated the tenth level beer nerd shirts, right? Yeah, right. So right. what shirts are these going to generate? I yeah. Or will it be like a record characters. album? Yeah, no, there'll, there'll definitely be another uh, T-shirt to accompany the ads. Nice. And a rap album, right? Oh yeah, for sure. As good as that rap that uh, preceded the show tonight. Yeah. I love you. Oh, man. You guys want time off the air? shit. (laughs) Jake gets my vote. There you go. See? One vote, Jake. 
sweet. That's all I need. That's <laughs> yeah. all you need. Your your whole appearance was worth it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get two votes. All right, check out northernbrewer.com. I do have some questions uh, come through the chat for you, too, Jake. All right. What about, do you know anything about the... <laughs> Try to be a little less excited. If you've got any time for that. Okay. Um, it, it, something about a Northern Brewer uh, competition. You guys have a homebrew competition? Oh. Uh, right now, we're accepting entries for the Upper Mississippi Mashout okay. that people can mail to Northern Brewer. All right. But there's no they official Northern Brewer competition? Oh, on the fucking package, because we get, like, hundreds of packages a day. So make sure you put that on there. <laughs> Please. Sound like we, me. This is I'm, I'm, I'm passing that on for my receiving manager. Okay. This is for the fucking comp. That's what you should write on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, eat it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all you know about any Northern Brewer competition? Well, there's an internal one. Oh. We, we created an internal uh, club here for Northern Brewers. So we're using uh, Argentina Cascade, a bunch of shit we had left over because no one would buy it. Right. <laughs> the one that you're going to put my and, face on? Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it was, you know, who can brew the best beer with this crappy hop? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's obviously not the Argentinian hop challenge. No. This, is a, this is a competition right. I no, can get no. behind. So uh, that's it, though. That's, I mean, I guess that's my best answer for that. Okay. okay. Good, good. You're, you're doing well, Jake. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Here's a, it's kind of a northern brewer more beer question, I guess. Uh, Uh-oh. Well, people see you guys as the big guys, right? So, sure. So, um... As, sure. The question is: This guy says I frequently buy uh, buy, buy brew stuff from both vendors. Who uh, win in a knife fight? But I found, <laughs> yeah, found that Northern Brewer is better for grain and hops, while B three is better for gear and equipment. Uh, is this a purposeful strategy? Of course, this is the person's it's opinion. Uh, have you guys, is this something you guys notice or hear about? And is it a strategy? I'll let Jake answer first, and then I'll come in and say whatever. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I will say this. Uh, more beer has been at the front of, of you know, the kind of higher-end equipment yeah, and uh, stuff like that. And we just decided that we weren't going to go that route. I mean, they, you know, JP can probably talk about it better than I can. No. We just decided to go a different a different direction, you know, and uh, uh, I wouldn't dispute what the person is saying. I guess, uh, you know. But uh, you, didn't, you guys didn't have a meeting about it and decide one was no, going to do one and no, Voltron. Price no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're just not hearing that, that a lot. I, I will say this in general. I think that each each of us in the industry, as we grow, we realize we kind of serve a certain niche in the homebrew industry. And, you know, you just play to your strengths. And that's, you know, pretty simple, actually. Let's just ask the real question. Do you guys like each other? <laughs> I'm yeah. A, I'm a fan of the Northern Brewer uh, Facebook page. More, more yeah, beer. Yeah, absolutely. So I do the more beer, beer thing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, sure. We share customers. You have to. Exactly. Exactly. We don't have to, but... Uh, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to hang around with each other. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? You guys ever do drugs together? A couple of years ago. No, I mean, no. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Have you shared a needle? No, yeah, because that days. would be... Have uh, you shared a bedroom? Gay. <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah, that happens. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Always. That's not always, gay. Always no. pooling those resources. Yeah. It's def- I mean, it, it's definitely not on purpose, but yeah. um, it just... Yeah, I think Jake just said it fine. It's just kind of how you how you evolve, you know, yeah. what your what your demand is. We maybe got a lot more uh, you know, requests for equipment. They maybe got more requests for for the grain and and that's they're definitely a leader in that area like if you want a new grain, if you want to try out new ingredients, Northern Brewers is the only place to go. Yeah. 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 Well, let me give you uh, an example of how well Northern Brewer and and More Beer work together. 
Tonight is the first official show that More Beer is the official session sponsor. Right. And our guest is Northern Brewer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. And nobody gave a shit. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's too, you know, why? Yeah. Why bother, yeah. dude? The market's No, I, I totally agree. That yeah. sort of uh, that sort of attitude or competition isn't even healthy. And, you know, if there is competition, it's, it's pushing each other just to be better. Yeah. That sounds really, really lame but th- it's not true. true i feel like i want to hug right now you guys should yeah hug. total bro hugs over the internet do it over the camera <laughs> yeah. jake's looking at you jp oh, right? okay. do it into the ca- they have a big oh, old there you go a little butt grab there i want to i want to <laughs> be in that right now yeah, i want to be there yeah i mean you know there's a there was a, a homebrew shop in uh texas that went out for that saint reason something right they okay. were just uh yeah. they didn't get along with anybody no. yeah. nobody and from Even day one customers. it was like you know i <laughs> I mean, the first time we met Northern Brewer was at NHC several years ago, and it's, hey, what's happening? We hung out till the wee hours in the morning, and it, it's it's fun. It's it, the industry's way too small to be you know pricks to each other. It's yeah. true, you know, right? Totally. You're all gonna get crabs eventually. Hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. One in four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe soon. <laughs> Maybe sooner than later. All right, brother. I know uh, you're sitting in a cold warehouse. I appreciate your time, Jake. Absolutely, man. Loved being on. All right, cool. If it works out, um, uh, I may have all the candidates on again. I don't know. I'm still figuring out the time frame, so we may be hearing from Jake again before the election. But uh, vote for Jake in 2010. Or Justin. (laughs) Right. No, you. No, no, you. You're better. (laughs) No, you're better. (laughs) All right, and kick Dawson in the nuts for us, will you? Will do. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. There you go. Jake Keeler from Northern Brewer is the COO over there and does a great job uh, uh, helping that company grow and and move forward. I think from the Midwest it would be COO, right? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. It's close to Canada. Ooh. All right. What we're going to do is take a break uh, first, and then we're going to come back. And guess what? It's time for the uh, fourth annual. Uh, yeah. We need to air the Brewing B- Network Awards. Like we just- need to air the Bevo out. Yeah. <laughs> Bevo will be unveiling her BNA4 outfit. Yeah. I can't wait. Go to yeah. justin.tv slash brewing network. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew sand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. 
For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. JP, this is my birthday or my Christmas present from Shoe Face. Yeah, nice rainbow knit cap. Yeah, and you know the, uh, I kind of I kind of realized how much of an ass I was being because I was actually looking inside for the Something. tag, oh. so I can put it on the right way. I see. I'm like, really, I'm putting on a a, a rainbow hat. I'm looking for the tag to make sure it's on straight. Yeah. You can go stand under the flagpole around the corner. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pick up on the owner. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I, have, I have a gun you can clean. Did you notice, did you notice my hat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's rainbow, like your flag. Yeah. I'm just like your son or your daughter or whatever the fuck you're flying Actually, that flag for. I did. I was, I was driving. Um, I, I came over here a couple days before the mixtape show Yeah. Uh, to make sure I can get in the house and all that. Mm-hmm. And as I was leaving... Oh, <laughs> Chad's staring at me. Find out which window you could break. Yeah. No. Just, he's just enthralled. <laughs> yeah, he's like really close, really intently listening more yeah. than ever. He's excited. Um, I walked by. I saw, show, really. I saw an, an older gentleman walking up to that house. Like, yeah, uh, it's an old dude that lives there. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed oh, that. Oh, I didn't even I, know. I, I think did. he's got two kids, one of each. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was like Willy Wonka where nobody's ever seen who lives in No, I've there. seen him out there. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, I've right. seen him too, just no one's ever asked. I'll tell you this, it's become a bit of a Pacheco attraction. Every time someone comes to visit us now, one of the first thing they ask me is, hey, where's the flag house? <laughs> <laughs> like Push did it, yeah. uh, my dad, everybody, where's the flag yeah, house, I actually man? looked at it on my way in today. Just, you know, just kind of described. Those, those yeah. landmarks I look for. Yeah. And he's the flying tr- all three. Making sure he didn't change for 2010. And you the know, truth is, it's really, really well done. These are like huge poles sunk in concrete. And, this guy is higher than the professional. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the lighting sure. from underneath. Oh, so you have to. You can't, yeah. you can't fly the flags at night without yeah. a light. Yeah. 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 Un-American. Yeah. It would be un-American. Oh, un-American. rules, man. Come on. Yeah, I think I'm going to tip murdered. off... Uh, I don't know about the rainbow flag. I can fly that anytime. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. tip, you have to light it with glow and sticks or something. I'm going to tip off Clay Cord, our little local blog guy and was like you need to do research on who this dude is and what's going on i was thinking about that i was wondering if he had ever been uh tipped off to it already i went on google maps and you can go right in front of that house but they made the picture before they put the flags up so it's Uh, not there 
I have a question uh, for some whoever might know the answer to this uh, coming no from the chat room. Oh, oh, Yellow. Question for the boys. It says, does anyone in the studio know how to disassemble or remove uh, the five. spears from uh, Hoff Stevens style kegs? Nope. You're fucked. What's a Hoff Stevens what, is that the style one that, keg? Two probe. It's got, it's got the, no, it's got the top and the bottom. It's two probe. That's the one that takes a shotgun. To get out, right? It's called a Hoff Stevens oh. two probe, so it has like a like a almost like a nut on the top and these two probes that go down. I thought it was the one that had the one on the top, old style one on the bottom. No, can't you Google that? So what's so JP? There's really no way to do it, or no, no, you're just being no a one's dick? been no seriously. The, oh. Nobody even makes the taps anymore. Like they kind of stopped taking. It. But uh, I've never done. I'm sure there's got to be. Um, I'm sure there's like a uh, like a Sankey keg, maybe a retaining ring that you can kind of snap off. But uh, I don't know. Take the pressure out. Okay. Or plasma cutter. We don't know. Yeah, or if you want to use it for like homebrew, just yeah. you know, Start fill it with uh, PBW and just let it soak overnight and just make you know hope everything's clean. But I recommend calling Jay Keeler at Northern Brewer. <laughs> Probably got a widget for that. They might know. Yeah. You know, Midwest. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> They're know. into obsolete things. Yeah. Well, like oh. living in the Midwest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, living in the cold. Yeah. It's, Ten years, twenty years behind. Yeah, being cold. It's obsolete. <laughs> Well, you got to get to our beer, uh, brewing network awards. Did you, did you want to taste that beer first, uh, sh- uh, Tasty? Because that could, if oh, you've, unless well, you're going to put it back in the fridge, that could sit there for an hour. Let's do it now. Um, we might need glassware out for that, I guess. Uh, Secret beer? Yeah. Or we could finish what we got here. Bless you. Why don't, what do you have there? Why don't you tell us about what have you got there? Some uh, it's a what listener is it, where beer. Where it come from? It's a listener beer from. Uh, what's his name here? Anthony Wilshart or Wishart, I guess. W s h a r t. From Australia. Oh. What's weird is I got this uh, beer from uh, from Phil Lowry, and uh, he, he, you know, he came from England to give it to me. So he got to, to uh, England from Australia. And then Which he, is even farther. Yes. Yeah. It's, even, it's like went a lot of extra miles. So, well, huh. Which I'm also sure that that was the... He gave it to him, then turned right around, got yeah. back on the plane. <laughs> yeah, here you go. This is for the rat pad. I gotta go. My flight's leaving. Suck it. Exactly. Hey. So it's a um, it's a um, barley wine, Berliner Weiss uh, yeast. So it's got uh, it's it's about eighty percent uh, wheat malt, thirty percent dark uh, candy sugar. Looks like his uh, starting gravity was ten forty five. So it's not a real big beer. Oh, and he used the Berliner Weiss blend. It it's tart. Good. good. Where's your glass, Jay? It's coming. Yeah, it's bringing me a glass. What else can you tell us about the beer? I like it. Well, let's see, he used uh, Northern Brewer uh, hops. Northern Brewer. 6.6% alpha acid. Uh, the specialty malts in this are uh, Wireman's uh, caramel wheat and uh, Wireman's chocolate wheat. So it's uh, basically it's an all wheat uh, wheat beer. I don't know how you uh, convert all that without some Turo, but I guess it's possible. Um. Maybe he did like a sour mash? I didn't see it. Oh, wheat malt. Oh, it smells great. Wheat malt convert? Wheat, wheat malt convert. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, it's sour. It's sour for blender wise, don't you think? Yeah, Very really, sour. Yeah, it really smells great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's also malty underneath that sour when you right. taste it. The name of the beer it's is Dark... It's a great beer. The That's name of the beer is Dark Funk. I want to give you that to yep. last. It's sherry-like. Dark Funk. Good. What's what's uh, What's the brewer's name? Yeah, that on there? Anthony Wishart. Anthony, you did a nice job, yeah. man. This From is from Australia. It's a lot like consecration. 
It is yeah. a little consecration-y. I think it's that malt backbone that you're picking up. Yeah, it's got a really nice It's a bigger sweetness. beer. Yeah. It's a bigger beer. What's the gravity? No, it's, it's just 1045. No, it doesn't wow. taste like a big beer. Yeah. It's got a great sweetness. It finishes really clean. The sourness is that nice kind of sourness. The tart. On purpose. No, no. Beavis, you don't want to try this? Okay, I'll try some. Sorry. Justin and I were having a conversation with our eyes. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. And my very, wiener. <laughs> very good. Very pleasant. Well, you were having one with his eyes. He was having one with your... So, how did he do it? He did a sour oh, mash or no? no? I, did, I think I could just that guessing that. I think I, he may have. I don't know. It tastes more sour than just a sour it's mash. Then the Berliner Weiss would typically give you, so okay. unless he added some lactic or something. Yeah, it's real lactic. Tastes lactic, yes. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. Good job. All right, we've got uh, Valicious on the phone. He's got an idea for us, I think, to he? help to help home brewing. She. Are you there? He. Oh, she. Is it a she? I am here. Valicious, oh. yeah, she's on the floor. Is this Valicious? Yes, it is. Hello, no, dear. Not. What's happening? Hey, I'm... I made out. Like, you were talking about there's an image associated with homebrewing about kind of, kind of the tubby nerd image that might be getting a lot of... Potential brewers kind of disenchanted sure. with the idea. Yeah, it's turn and off. I was thinking maybe like as like a spokesperson or a poster girl or something. Because we saw how well that's worked with like Charlie Pavazian. I've heard him reference like being the cheerleader for homebrewing or something. I think it's a good idea. Well, you, I, you, I don't know who need. it would be. Because <laughs> you have to yeah. be. Are you saying they have to be both hot and intelligent about homebrewing, or you're saying it has to be somebody like Charlie that would be the poster who is intelligent about homebrewing? Yeah, because yeah. Charlie's already the poster boy, isn't he? Um, or a brew vixen? I'm not sure. I think Bevo should guess- be the poster child for for homebrewing. That would get people in. Wait till you see her outfit for the BNAs too. Am now, I the would- only Who's totally freaked out right now? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Well, the, the economy has me worried. Jamie's <laughs> <laughs> also nervous about uh, the economy. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yes. Um, Maybe you should be the poster child, JP. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I think Valicious brings up a good point <clears throat> that if we're that uh, we do maybe a way to shed the tubby beer nerd image, right? But who would that be? Chad. We're all tubby. It would be Chad. <laughs> Chad. And Dan Gordon. We are yeah. all kind of tubby, though, aren't we, Valicious? I yeah. mean, we, we'd be, just be lying if we started putting hot people as the poster child. Oh, Maybe bring more people in. Never trust a skinny brewer, right? But a fine <laughs> idea. Thank you very much for the phone call. Well, I think it'll be like the new Taco Bell drive through diet. Isn't that... Have you seen that commercial? Don't get me started on this fucking thing. My favorite part, <laughs> just real quick, my favorite part about the commercial is that... Fucking Tubby Broad says, "Oh, I just changed my regular fast food." What do you mean your reg? That's what your problem is. It's your it's fa- it's fast food, and you lost fifty three pounds by eating Taco. Bell. Imagine what you would have lost if you didn't eat fast food at all. No, just saying. Just saying. Anyway, no, I think that was a very good idea. We do need we do need some sort of poster child because we've, we've now of- had the most awkward moment of two thousand ten <laughs> in the uh, yeah. BN studio. Yeah. First, possibly show. for two thousand nine. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but 
But I gotta say something about Taco Bell. <laughs> Chad, will you go on the Taco Bell diet for us so we can see how this fucking thing yeah, works? How's that work? No, you can cut Damn out it. your regular fast no. food. Change your regular fast food to Taco Bell. <laughs> no thanks. Chad's actually not the fast food guy in the house. Not like not like Schumann. Chad's more of a Subway guy. Yeah. It's more of a Subway diet. Yeah. Is that why Schumann's gut is now larger than his pecs? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Right. No, because he's in France. All right. Got to get to something important now. I think we need to take a break. <laughs> Realign our chakras or we something. Just, our chakras are fine. I don't know. <laughs> Check your chakras. Mine's not. All right. I'm, I'm excited about this. I always, I really enjoy the BNAs. And that is what it's Thread time music? for. Somewhere. Oh, let me get that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, here. Now, live from the Indian gaming capital of the greater Contra Costa County, get ready for the highly coveted, completely biased, and irrelevant fourth annual Brewing Network Awards starring... Tasty, I have my own video game McDole. Shat, why the hell did I come back to California, the producer? Doctor, I can add a flamethrower to that. Scott, Bevo, do you know a good tattoo remover? In the chat, Jason, I'd rather be at Disneyland, Petros, and Justin, I'm going to die homeless, Crosley. Now, let's get to the awards. All right. Thank you, announcer. It is time for the fourth annual Brewing Network Awards. Thank you for joining us on this special. Let's get right to the good stuff. Our uh, hostess with the mostest, the one who will be... Who will be opening the envelopes for you tonight? Who will be our own Vanna, but better than any Vanna you've ever seen? Please welcome to the video, Bevo. Ah, that's right. Uh-huh. Oh, wow! Holy good! Yeah. Look at that! Look at those eye magnets on her, huh? Got Vanna. Wow. I'm not really sure I can continue with the show right now. <laughs> just, just turn around. Oh. Yeah. All right, Bevo, good job. Yeah, <laughs> you good work. <laughs> good work, uh, Jesus. Good work on those. Her, uh, never mind. Let's just move See, on with the program. Going to church pays. <laughs> All right, Bevo, you do have a stack of envelopes behind you. If you turn them so that you can read the uh, name, you should have them in order. Um, so you'll be able to just go right along. Otherwise, they're all titled. Uh, you'll be helping out our announcer tonight in getting us the winner of the uh, the winners, the fourth annual Brewing Network Awards. Can we now, see your tattoo? <laughs> Can you see it through that? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Now show somebody the tattoo like they're behind you. <laughs> Never mind. All right, forget it. Uh, we'll just keep moving. Yeah. That's like the new take on it. Can you touch your elbows yeah. behind your back? I can, actually. Those of you who aren't... Uh, can, oh, she can uh, oh, touch your elbows. Well, creep. <laughs> I'm all creeped out now. Never tried that. I've right. been double <laughs> Podcast listeners, I'm telling you, you yeah. should be listening live. Justin.tv slash Brewing Network. You never know what you're going to get during a, a live show, but uh, right now on the webcam, you're getting a lot more than you pay for. I'll tell you that right now. That's true. <laughs> you paying for that. Jerks. Oh, there are websites that make a lot of money doing what we're doing right now. <laughs> Some that don't. Yeah. Yeah. And the girls that get Some fake boobs for yeah. doing what they do. Mm. Like this. Well, competition was tough this year. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, there was a we, we. I had to think long and hard um, about who to give some of these awards to. And uh, 
It wasn't easy. No. So I just want to say that every every nominee tonight, uh, you should be proud to have been nominated, and that it was tough to make a decision of who gets the official BNA. Just to be nominated is an honor. It yeah. is. That's right. Ask Doc. He was nominated last year, <laughs> and was and yeah. was a little less than honored, but uh, should have been. Honored. <laughs> didn't you win? Didn't you win something? Yeah, no. I did. Oh, did you actually? I thought you just were nominated Drunk I, of the Year. No, I think I won. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I right. think I won. You're ready to pass the mantle? You're defending. Oh, yeah. You are defending. You know, let's, see if you, let's see if you made the list this year well, I don't think as I we did. go through. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Couldn't possibly happen. All right. Well, let's get on to There's our... There's been many uh, people more drunk than I. Let's get on to our first category. There are 300 million people in the United States. Only a select few are Brewing Network guests. And all of them are bipeds. Here are the nominees for Guest of the Year. Your first nominee, Gordon Strong. I check all my beers before they go, and if they're not exactly how I want them, I try to fix them. Did you fix any of your beers? Did you do some tasting and say, if I have to send this to the second round, well, I need Some of to- my beers were blended, so, I mean, it's it's part of, you know, tasting's an uh, integral part of getting the final balance. Like, I got gold medal in a fruit beer. Um, you know what I call a fruit beer? It's like a really good base beer combined with a really good fruit mead, so... Wow. Um, how, how, what, give me a percentage. What are we talking here? Oh, uh, not that much. You know, something like maybe 10%. I do it in a two-liter bottle. Yeah. You know, and just do it to taste. Right. So, I mean, if I had to put my finger on anything, it's understand what the style requires. Sephir. Michael Mufasa Ferguson, BJ's One of the Brewery. With these openings is I, I talk to all the servers and I, you know, I, I, I extend their training from just knowing stuff to passion. Because you have to have passion when you're going to do this sort of thing. If you're going to, if you're going to do a job, it's worth doing well. You so go to every opening. I go to every opening. I give a pep talk uh, at the kickoff meeting every time. I, I follow the servers around. I educate our guests on on what you know real beer is. I had a guy the other night that was mad at our Hefeweizen because it didn't taste like Whitmer. And I had to... <laughs> oh, I hope you explained it. I did. I explained to him that he's never had a Hefeweizen. All right. The Lagunitas Brewing Company. Buy some wood chips and, and inoculate them yourselves with the uh, either the Lambicus or the Bruxellensis or the uh, Anomalous or a blend thereof. And you like what you get. And keep in mind, that stuff takes a long time to... Develop and the way you're going to know that it's doing its job is your carboy. Um, as long as you see like some snot going on, you can be certain that they're doing their job. And as long as you like the beer that comes out of there, uh, you can reuse the chips. And Nathan get a fucking haircut, Smith. I think one thing that really helped that beer stand out is he had found a really interesting hop, super fresh with a high oil content. So think about dry, if you're dry hopping and want to make a big, massive double IPA or big American barley wine. Um, you know, maybe think about using Summit or Cascade, or sorry, not Cascade, Summit or Columbus or something like Apollo if you can get it. I mean, uh, question for Nathan: um, When dry hopping that Harvest Ale, how the hell did you get Nicole to be interested in you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he means There's in general. No how the hell in is general? Nicole interested in your nerdy <laughs> in ass? Yeah. Uh, she's pretty nerdy too. So. <laughs> 
All right, so those are our nominees uh, for the best guest of the year. A lot of quality uh, nominees oh, yeah. there, right? Yeah, tough. Gordon Strong, Mufasa, Lagunitas, Jeremy there from Lagunitas, and uh, Nathan Smith. Now, Nathan, uh, I will say, too, also got nominated. Not just, and, and this goes for a lot of these categories. It doesn't just have to be the Sunday session. These are the Brewing Network Awards. And I think we found that uh, Nathan was not only a guest uh, on our show, but uh, on the Kenny Brewer shows, too. So we kind of take into account every little bit. Just trying to explain how these people made it. Um, a lot of good guests this year. All right, Bevo, you want to hand uh, the envelope over to our... Uh, uh, go ahead and open it and hand the winner... Wiener. Uh. ...to our announcer... And the winner of the 2009 Brewing Network Guest of the Year is the Lagunitas Brewing Company. Oh! Wow, congratulations. Yeah, that Jeremy, man, he came in here with some kick-ass <laughs> knowledge. Uh, he laid it down. He can lay it out, yes. And uh, Shat and Tasty's favorite brewery we go in the up Bay there here. once a month oh, yeah. fun guys yeah <laughs> we can't there. get enough of that that's a well-deserved award right there and, and they make beer tough competition you know against mufasa and these guys but jeremy came in and uh he just really laid it down so i encourage you to go back and listen to that program that is our brewing network guest of the year <laughs> it's time for our next category now to a very special Fallen Soldier Award. This year, this award commemorates a lifetime of beer service. It honors a man whose contributions to the world of beer is unmatched. He pioneered beer journalism and spoke the gospel of craft beer in mainstream and new media. This year's Brewing Network Fallen Soldier Award goes to the late, great, William Brad. That's right. Now you might notice a little change in the award this year. Usually we have a list of soldiers that have left their post, uh, you know, BNers yeah. that uh, have disappeared and uh, that we found no more. But this time around, we thought, you know, it was a bit fitting. In 2009, we had the tra- uh, tragedy of, of losing Bill Brand, and we wanted to give him our Fallen Soldier Award. Here's a little clip of Bill from our show. A little bit of beer journalism today with uh, Bill Brand. How long have you been doing uh, beer journalism? Well, actually, actually, I started, well, way back. I've been a reporter at the Oakland Tribune since 1982. Okay. okay. But before that, I was a freelancer, and... And I, I, I lived in Mexico in the 70s. I came back here, and all of a sudden, there was all this beer. There was, uh, Everybody remembers uh, New Albion, but I also remember uh, uh, Michael DeBacher, which I thought his beer was just stunning. Okay. And then uh, Anchor, of course. And by then, about the time I came back, Anchor came out with uh, Liberty Ale. And I just love it. And then all of a sudden, all these people everywhere were trying to... Uh, to start little breweries, including a guy in Berkeley where I lived who applied the city council permission to put a brewery in his basement, a commercial brewery. Oh, is that right? Called Thousand Oaks. He got permission. It took him a year and a half, and I got fascinated with it. And I'd, I'd home-brewed, but, you know, only just extracts. And I always, as soon as I moved to the West Coast, I found Anchor. I realized I didn't have to brew beer anymore. Yeah. That's <laughs> Not that simple. Where were you before? Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And they didn't have the beer scene they have oh, now, I assume? Are you kidding me? Okay. They had nothing. <laughs> they had mountain climbers and, and uh, rafters. And, okay. You know, but they had no beer. Coors drinkers. Yeah, Coors drinkers. Total. Yeah. And I had myself have drunk a lot of Coors in my life. So has Sully. It's like drinking water. Now. But, <laughs> They'll do. <laughs> yes. I, I 
water, I used to think, God, I used to sit there and drink eight, nine, ten pints, you know, sure. and walk home. And I, I'm not, I can't, I'm not a heavy drinker, but the Coors 3-2, it was easy. You could, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I got out here, and so I got interested. And so I wound up writing a column for San Francisco Magazine. Okay. And it took me a long time to convince them about beer. It was I was trying to freelance. I was writing all about all kinds of things. And so I did one Two columns, and they went bankrupt. But oh. And then I got hired by the Tribune. Well, it wasn't your fault, I hope. No, no, no. <laughs> no, in fact, I, I went to Buffalo Bills and to Mendocino on the, the time they, they both opened. within. And actually, Mendocino Brewing did open first, but Bill Owens won't ever admit that. Is that right? Yeah. There's yeah. always that big war of who's oh, yeah, first in California. Silly. Do they like each other? Is it a I friendly no, rivalry? I'd say so. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. if, you, if you know Bill Owens, he's... We should have them both on the show at you the same ha- time. Yeah, you could, get, you could probably get Don Barkley. But, we have uh, this discussion yeah. with them. Anyway, um, so anyway, then I got an actual paying job at the at the uh, at the uh, Oakland Tribune. Okay, and um, about two or three years later, the features editor came in. It was this guy from the Washington Post that came out to California, right? And so he said, "I know you know something about beer." <laughs> so they had me write an article, and and. They, you know, just what? What is beer? What is a lager? What is an ale? I mean, they, you know, the basics basic, for you. Okay. Oh, beyond basics. I mean, it was unbelievable. Really? Well, is an ale dark or is an ale light like that? Okay. But I did one story and a couple others, and I started the column. They, I started a weekly column in 1988. Okay. Yeah, and I look back and I laugh. <laughs> Some of the really? things I wrote. So there you go, Bill Brand, everybody, and uh, really deserves. Uh, much more than a shitty Brewing Network award, that's for sure. But we just altered our Fallen Soldier award to go to him, and uh, I miss him all the time, uh, especially reading beer news. Well um, deserved. Yeah, yeah, we could give him a good Brewing Network award. We, there, there are none. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what okay. I'm saying. That's the point. They're, all of these awards are ridiculous. Come on, except for maybe Ass Hat of the Year and Drunk of the Year. That's uh, you know these are important ones. But uh, I don't know that we can give Bill Drunk of the Year. No, that wouldn't be wouldn't be right. <laughs> so we gave him Fallen Soldier <laughs> instead. All right. Which it kind of isn't right either. But. Next category, I have to say, is probably my favorite category of the year uh, because it really, to me, makes the shows happen. Big. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. Big fucking deal. Except to the nominees of the Brewing Network 2009. Best Caller of the Year Award. They are... Brandon, a.k.a. Polo Asado. I see vomit in your future. (laughs) Yeah, I think we might be able to recreate this bratwurst vomit. What have you had to eat today? Well, we grilled out some uh, chicken that we bought from uh, Trader Joe's. I don't remember. Hey, what was that chicken called? <laughs> Polo Asado Chicken. <laughs> Polo Asado. Yeah. It was Polo Asado. <laughs> Blopper, gloopity, gloopity, glob, glib, gloopity, glibity, globity, gloopity, glob. I. <laughs> Blobber's been practicing his deep voice all week. Yeah, that's pretty low, Blob. What's happening? Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait for the bus tour, mostly because of Blobber. All right, what's what's going on? Well, I've been I've been shopping today, and I've been looking at, you know, gag balls and oh. leather straps and bondage stuff, and I was wondering about my BFF. It doesn't have to be a contest. I mean, isn't it worth it to just be connect, just be 
you know, chained to me. It is. I agree <laughs> <Absolutely>. with you. <laughs> Kim, buy me a pair of tits. Wood. By the way, I oh, like that uh, Kim's called in this week instead of Wood because yeah, Wood. Shit. I think I called in just so that he wouldn't. <laughs> he's like, good lord! I've told that guy like, don't fucking call in, man. You're busting my balls, and he he sneaks off. He, it's like, like hides in the trees and shit. I don't know what to do. So yeah, okay. So it's either Drunk of the Week or I want to fucking get the Belgian candy sugar that Wood won like a couple months ago because oh. he bitches about it all the time. He's like, you never fucking send it to me, yeah. and really. The one good Belgian beer he made was with Belgian candy sugar, so I'm just hoping that he can make another good one. By the way, for a young lady who works with retards, you got a bad mouth. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Josh, a.k.a. Who Ate All the Pies. Who Ate All the Pies. Who Ate All the Pies. What's happening, brother? Hey, it's Josh. Josh, what can I do for you? No, you've already, you, you guys are too quick to give out drunk of the week. You're like, you, oh, we get one drunk caller, and yes, we've got some drunk guy calling, we, we'll give out drunk of the week for someone listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you guys have been bringing it weak, though. i got to take what I can get. Yeah. I tried fucking calling, I couldn't get through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why? What happened? Because you guys have, I, I've tried calling the 888 number, I've tried... Skyping you, I tried everything. I couldn't get through. <laughs> I tried sending myself to Pacheco. <laughs> I can't get through. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, don't I think you work. guys. I think you guys go too hard on the drunk of the week too early. You don't give yeah. enough callers enough time to come in. Is right. it, but can I? Is it okay? No, there's the guys in the chat room who want to ring up and and be drunk of the week, and you guys just. Oh, we'll, we'll give it to the first person and fuck, we'll, we'll get out of here and we'll be able to drink at a little private drinking session. Yeah. Sometimes you got to listen to the callers and we, we and, the, and the people in the chat room. Fuck, you know, I've wasted four hours of my life. No, I smashed myself. I could have done. I could have been downstairs hanging out with my fucking nephews. That's <laughs> true. It sure would have been more fun. Uh, well, so now if I give it to you, I feel like I'm doing it again. I mean, I, sh- I should take more calls. Yeah, exactly. Take more calls. Okay. Put me at the top of the list, but then take more calls and see if they're better than me. Okay. All right. I'm taking yeah. Josh's advice. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Josh from uh, Who Ate All the Pies. Good. How about a round of applause for those candidates? Yeah, that's I mean, those nominees. You know, at first we thought we were, we were really trying to rack our brains. Like, did you know? Do we have some good calls this year and trying to find them? And it uh, turns out, uh, after at first thinking, wow, well, we kind of slacked off on the calls. We didn't have a lot of funny callers. We were wrong. We ended up finding a whole bunch of, of, of good calls. And uh, all right. So keep in mind, you know, uh, you don't remember everything, but uh, the ones that really stick out really stick out. Isn't that right, JP? Maybe sticking out. <laughs> Yes. All right, Mr. Announcer. Bevo has the envelope. And the winner. Open the envelope for... uh, You've already done so? Okay. Of the 2009 Best Caller of the Year is... Josh, who ate all the pies. Oh, yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, and and by the way, Josh won it not just for that call. It was repeated calls like that. Yeah, he's a chronic caller. He is, and he's always angry and screaming at us. He and, should seek uh, like a twelve-step group or something like that on Sunday nights <laughs> in instead Australia. of hanging out what with do you us. Do? So he needs help, huh? Sit out yeah. with some kangaroos or something. Yeah, Meditate. I mean uh, Monday morning. It's an angry, angry fella. Mm. <laughs> 
angry at you. <laughs> yeah, it's just angry at me, I guess. That's true. All right. This category is normally difficult. This year, not so much. Sometimes in life, we get better at what we do. JP gets worse. Here are the nominees for Most Improved Brewcaster. This one's coveted. I know. You guys are always uh, on your toes. Who, will it be me? Will it be me? Did I improve? For what? Who was it last I year? I didn't even know it was a category. <laughs> yeah, it's been a category for three yeah. years now. I remember this. Really oh, long. I was drunk last year. Shit, I think you won it last year, Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, too. Tasty doesn't even remember. Oh, this is a category. What a dick. Let's be the trophy I can't I, find. I guess you yeah. covet that medal, right? That yeah. medal is in a real place of honor at your house. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. This is why you weren't even nominated this year, you dick. <laughs> you give him some candy? Dick of the year. There are only two nominees in this year's Most Improved Brewcaster. Does else improve? <laughs> well, I'll leave that to you guys to decide. Because everybody else has won the award already, and he's just running out of people. Oh. You can't win it twice, thrice. What a bitch. The first nominee is Bevo. For learning how to use her mute button and getting tattooed. Oh! Well, you know, she still had trouble today. But she got tattooed. And let's face it, that's an improvement improvement. on a brewcaster. You get the the hot grenade logo. You've improved your brewcasting status immensely. Big creds here. For those of us who get it, do we sort of like double our salary, triple our, you know? Yes, everybody's salary who wins this is double. Profit sharing. Yes. The only only other way Bebo can improve now is uh, getting divorce papers. You get the key to the executive washroom. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The second nominee for most improved brewcaster... Is Studio B. That's right. <laughs> Studio B. The Brewing Network Studio, much improved this year. Bevo, you have the envelope. I'm rooting for the studio. If the studio wins, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, open the envelope, hand it to the announcer. When you guys ready? Studio. And the winner for the 2009 Brewing Network Most Improved Brewcaster of the Year is. Studio B. Yeah! Wow! Good work, Studio B. You did a wonderful job. Here are some scissors. That tattoo itch. Ah. (laughs) All right. Don't worry, the rest of you. 2010 is just starting. (laughs) Next year's my year. uh, You've done a great job with that mute button. I mean, yeah, you really owned that mute button. (laughs) The curtain helps. The next time you call me and tell me to dress sexy, I'm wearing sweats. Hey, well, you were nominated. Well, I have to. Yeah. Which, that's something. It's, it's, only, it's only part it's of your job. This, honor. this dress is for 2010 Most Improved Brewcaster. That's right. Oh, yeah. You might be a double nominee. I'm she's a double right something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this won't get me anywhere. Remember that time when I danced on the pole? Nope. Nothing. I remember the time I danced on the pole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Remember it every time I limp. <laughs> it's hard to forget. Every time he gets out of the bed in the morning. Bevo's, Bevo's making me limp right now. Every time it gets cold. Oh. You're most improved. All right. Here's time for another of the most coveted BN Awards. Dun, dun, dun. The Brewing Network listener who is so geeky. Such a consistent listener, so often in the chat room, contributing week after week 
helping the show at every turn. Here are your nominees for the 2009 Brewing Network Asshat of the Year. Our first nominee is Chris Bushman, a.k.a. Film Lab Rat. That's right. Chris, you might know, he's been around for kind of a while. He's always in the chat room, and he's uh, he's not only supportive of the show, he's supportive of everybody. He's always got good words to say. He comes out and joins us at Downtown Joe's yeah, every, every time. time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just an all-around, kind, he's a BN kind of guy, you know, uh, not just loyal to the listeners, but to the show. And, he also uh, makes an unbelievable mild. His black mild is Is insane. that right? It's like a 3% beer that's I'd pay so much money to just have six packs of that at home all the time. All right. So a well-deserved asshat of the year. Announcer, who is our second nominee? The next nominee is... Andy and Kim Wood. That's right. They're attached at the hip, these two. The Woods, nominated for Ass Hat of the Year. I think everyone can agree. They're, oh, yeah, very not only are they around quite often, they're a pleasure to have around. And they're full of ass hattery. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Uh, n- and nipple twistery. Yes, oh, yes. I, you know, have I shown you she the scars leg too. that Kim gave me from last year? <laughs> she will hump a leg, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no, you still you have scars. I have scars from her. She oh, really? will grab and twist anything. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've been a recipient of that. Yeah. That should be a, hey, wait a oh, second. That should be we're not telling the only difference between you know, you know one duck. Uh, that's right. Keep that should be bit. an award in and of itself. <laughs> the nipple twisting the, award. The Kim Wood. I've twisted your nipples off and fed them to my dog. Crack your ribs <laughs> award. <laughs> yeah, she's a weird cracker. All right. Well deserved nomination for ass out of the year. Who's our next nominee? The third nominee is Blopper Glop Gleep Gloop Glop Glibity Gloobity Glob. That's right. Second category tonight that Blobber Gleeby 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 Globby Glop's been nominated for. I think this nomination, uh, you don't have to say a whole lot about. He's in the chat room every week. We get a phone call almost every show. He's Canadian. Uh, He's Canadian. You got to get well, a block or something. I mean, I, I mean, he really upholds the code that the BN stands for. Uh, total lack of uh, respect yeah. for anything <laughs> decent and moral. Including himself. Right? Including himself. Yeah. And he is just kind of delightful to to you know, he be now? around. And he's delightful to be around. There you go. I do enjoy him. Okay. Our next nominee, please. Got a lot of nominees for this category. The fourth nominee for the Brewing Network 2009 Ass Ad of the Year is Code Right and Fool. Yeah. A round of applause for yeah. this one, too. Uh, Code's Ass Hat of the Year nomination uh, comes not only from what you see in the chat room and the forum, where he's always helping people out and he's around fixing your problems, but uh, he's also around in the back fixing all my problems, too. This guy, the website exists and stays up every day because of him, and uh, the forum uh, keeps running and functioning and gets pruned and doesn't have spam, uh, which, by the way, this is a big job that he does all the time. The forum is is virtually 99% free of spam because of yeah. code, and... and, and and the, the rules that he's applied and going in, deleting him, the, the kid just works his ass off. Plus, we're kind of afraid and sort of slightly sure he has our bank account numbers and yeah. passwords right. <laughs> so yeah. we, we have to nominate him every year. And he gets paid same way we, we do. Same, same as you guys. Same he the same, he's on the same salary plan as wow. the rest of the BN staff. Yeah. yeah. Our next nominee, please. And the fifth nominee in this massive category. <laughs> Someone massive. <laughs> Bad Rock. Yeah. Oh. Bad Rock. 
Again, you guys see him around the forum and the show every week, but also you might notice uh, each one of our events, the NHC, GABF, whatever it is that this guy can make it to, not only is he there, he's lugging gear, he's driving us around, he's running errands. The GABF would have been a complete and utter disaster without Bad Rock. He picks up cars and carries them. He is our pack mule. Yes. You know, I was was missing for a while and he came finding me. You see, he goes to find his missing doc. Yeah. Uh, the guy just, I'm telling you, uh, definitely deserves this asshat of the year nomination. Also All right. delightful. And a delightful yeah. bet. Uh, hot wife, let's not forget. Oh, for that sure. always helps you get a nice asshat nomination. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Leg up there. Yeah. Okay, and our final nominee, please. Dun, dun, dun. Can there be any doubt? Brew tat. Brew tattoo. Brew tattoo. You need to work on the new button. Yeah, uh, <laughs> buttons are sticky since you've been working my board, JP. Well, I, I, what the hell are you, you and uh, Sully doing board. here? I got the audio if you want 400 minutes of me and Sully. Oh, I think it's like 409 is, is how long that thing Just like the cleanser. Yeah, all the opposite. So Brew Tattoo, another guy, of course you see him in the sh- uh, around the chat room every week, uh, not only helping out, but not helping out, you know, get a, a little bit of both. But again, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. He comes to every event that he can. The, the, uh, if you've ever gotten a hop grenade tattoo... Well, that's because of, of Brew Tattoo. He got them all uh, out of his own pocket, made yeah. them for us. And you've ever, if you've ever woken up with a hickey somewhere, you didn't think you'd have it from Brew Tattoo. <laughs> Brew tattoo. Yeah, or uh, a scratch. Or my dad. Pop grenade. And yeah. those, um, and those uh, BN business cards that we hand out, yeah. are all the white ones that are you know show you where to go to the website. Again, that's uh, his own time and money spent uh, helping out uh, not just us, but you guys spreading the word. That's all from Brew Tattoo. And uh, uh, before we announce the winner, round of applause for all of our Ass Hat of the Year nominees. All right, Bevo, you have the envelope. Yeah, Bevo. There you go. And now, the winner of the 2009 Brewing Network Ass Hat of the Year. How exciting. Bad Rock. Yeah! Yeah! Did he uh, win last year? Or was just nominated last year? I, th- I know he's got. He has at least he, a nomination. I think he's, he's married to Vanna. I mean, he, it's like a win every year. Right? Is this a two-time <laughs> ass hat of the year? I think it may not. Maybe not in a row, but I think he's won it before. Uh-huh. Have him call in, by the way. Yeah. Are, yeah, are uh, we accepting? Uh, yeah. Let's do this. Uh, acceptance speeches. Winners, uh, we will do acceptance acceptance speeches at the at the close of the ceremonies, oh, uh, and then we'll just we'll so do we them back to back. Hold your applause till the end. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, please, uh, those of you who uh, have won, uh, be ready to call in at the end of the show. Uh, the, we're almost done. It's not going to take too long, but we will be taking yeah. acceptance speeches. Is it uh, wrong for me to ask Bebo to stand on a mirror? I have. <laughs> I'd like your archer Ow, back a little. God damn it! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> just a question. I wow. think I heard a vein break there. <laughs> Arch your back a little. <laughs> you talking about me? Cool. Yeah. Excellent. All right, let's move on to our next category. Whether we like it or not, some people just keep coming back. Like, <laughs> like herpes. Please join me in celebrating herpes. Here are your nominees for the Brewing Network Best New Character of 2009. That's right. Just like herpes. I didn't know uh, Schumann's date that one time was involved in this category. <laughs> that one time? Yeah. Almost every time. No, well, yeah. Every tour ends in that. <laughs> so this category was tough, actually, because we didn't have a lot of new characters this year. 
Uh, How many nominees do we have? We do we still have four nominees. Yeah. Just like herpes, one in four. <laughs> That's right. One in four wins. <laughs> one in four wins. <laughs> All right. The nominees for Best New Character of the Year. Our first nominee is Andy and Kim Wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, they've been around since uh, before 2009, but they've really shown up as a character. I think yeah. you guys know that there's a difference between, you know, be, being a caller once or being a guest once and becoming a character on the show. And uh, it, it kind of... whole word. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it kind of goes without saying there's no real criteria, but everybody knows it when you become right. a character. Oh, and yeah. the woods certainly have become that over the last year. When they it's meet like, you at the NHC and you're, oh, you're that. Yeah. Yes. It's like something you have to clean off or something like that. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, or get medication for. Yeah. Our next nominee, please. The second nominee for Best New Character of 2009 is Walker the Dog. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, more to the point, his gas, I think, has really become oh, yeah. a character on the program. Yeah. We haven't got too much of that in Studio B. Yeah, because we've been locking him out because of JP's uh, disease. Yeah, which only happened once. He's been locked out. Let's just be fair. Uh, gave the dog a disease. Today... And he the last time, and he the last time... <laughs> he was in here. During this program? No, you're right. There you go. No fucking... Res- no thanks. I lock my dogs into the other room. Yeah, they what does know. he do? They have dementia. They don't know. Only one has dementia. The other just has gas. And bad knees and back. And, and the yeah. third nominee... <laughs> Thank you. For best new character of the year is... Nathan, cut your fucking hair, Smith. Wow. Yeah. Now, again, so here's a guy who's been around since before 2009, but I, but he crossed that threshold, that, that invisible line that makes him a character, I think, in 2009, uh, by appearing on the Canyon Brewer shows a couple of times and helping us out with topics behind the scenes. Kind of tucked his girlfriend away so we forget about her. He did. And, I know. think he stopped yeah. stopped inviting Nicole yeah. so that he could up his stature here. Yeah, she's she's kind of actually a bigger excuse. deal. Yeah. And so he did become uh, a nominee. All right, and our fourth and uh, final nominee for Best New Character? The final nominee is the I Am a Homebrewer video. Yeah! Oh! That's right. Uh, a great character in 2009. Uh, gave us uh, weeks of material. The Do I'm it in bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Intended another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got to keep talking about it and talk, and people got to talk about us. And, oh, yeah. Uh, lots of talking and stroking and hugging and, <laughs> there and were, loving. There we, were lots of yeah, post of counts that were good. increased based on that. Yes. So the I Am a Homebrew video, a nominee for a Best Character uh, of 2009. Okay. The moment you've all been waiting for. Dun, dun, dun. And the winner of the 2009 Best New Character of the Year is... Coming Bebo's, soon. People starting to have trouble with that envelope. It gave me, like, envelope. Who lit those? It's like a mute switch. We didn't do that on purpose. The winner is Andy and Kim Wood. Yeah! Oh! All right. Time is a charm. Best new characters of 2009. The Woods, well-deserved. Woods, please get ready if you're around tonight. Uh, an acceptance phone call, of course. Candy sure not, a lot of, not a lot of speeches coming in. Oh, we're doing at the end. At the yeah. end. yeah, I know. I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Great. Hardly making it through one show, the announcer. Yeah. All right. This is Push. I don't, what is he talking about? <laughs> That's not the announcer. Oh, oops. 
<laughs> All right, another one of our highly coveted awards. You'll only find this at the BNAs. Now, for the Brewing Network listener with brutal honesty, strict adherence to the code, overall disregard for moral decency, and straight kick-assness, this is the Brewing Network 2009 No Pants Award. Ooh. Yeah. Excuse me for a second. Oh. This is an exciting award, and Bebo's distracting going. the announcer. The <laughs> nominees are... Chupa and Doug. Yeah. You guys will remember Chupa, LaHomebrew, and Doug, the guys who wore nutters all through NHC. Yeah. If that doesn't deserve a nomination for the No Pants Award, I mean, strict adherence to the code, really. You know what really got me with that was they were surprised nobody else was wearing nutters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they thought everyone would be. It was so bizarre to walk onto that bus and see those guys standing there. With those nutters yeah. out, you're like, yeah. oh, I am so not a man. Yeah. You yeah. guys win. No. Yeah. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. We had just walked in. Nobody had congregated together. And I saw those two douchebags, and I was like, oh, those are mine. It was yeah. cold, right? <laughs> I know those are ours. Yeah, those are with us. Chupa and Doug. All right. Our next nominee. The second nominee for the No Pants Award is Bad Rock. Yeah. That's second category tonight for Bad Rock. Again, strict adherence to the code. Uh, he's an old bullshit kind of guy. He's, uh, uh, he's a, 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 a proud spokesperson for the Brewer's Code. Straight kick-assness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, our next uh, nominee, please. Blop or gloop, gloop, blop, glip, glippity, gloop, blop, blop, gloop, gloop. <laughs> the Blop. La- yeah. Oh, so we're getting that last one out. How many categories has Blobber been in uh, tonight? Let's see. That's one. He's one, two, three. That's his third category, right? Yeah. Wow. Blobber Glob. Yeah. And the final nominee in the 2009 Brewing Network No Pants Award is Andy and Kim Wood. Oh! Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Who would have thought that one up? Once again, the Woods. In. Is that their third that's their fourth, also? I think. Let's I see, know. the Woods. They're everywhere. You can't uh, stop them. One, there. two... Just like one of Kim's students. Can't stop? Brutal honesty. It's their third also. <laughs> we might have to give out a most nominations award at the end of the oh. Right now, Blooby, Glooby, Glooby, Glop, and the Woods are tied with three. <coughs> How many does Bad Rock have? He has two. Two. Oh. Yes. Not three. All right. He's got more categories. <laughs> and the true. winner of the best cleave of uh, the best uh, um, <laughs> the Brewing Network 2009 No Pants Award. You going to be okay with that envelope? Yeah. Yeah, we well, got to open. Goes to Blopper Gloop Gleep Blob Gloop. Blop Award. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I could just hear the acceptance speech now. Oh, I can't oh, wait to yeah. hear Bluey Gloff's acceptance speech. Do you think he'll buy a new microphone for the speech? or <laughs> I could cry. You know, oddly enough... We have to send him a microphone for winning. Oh, we should. <laughs> Blobber's also uh, a nominee for the Chemical Castration Award. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up after the program. I love yeah. that kid. Oh. <laughs> Me too. Wow, he finally wins one on his third nomination. Do you wow. think he was about to cut his wrist right now? He's sitting there at home going, I didn't win, I didn't win. Well, you know his shower rod will support his weight. That dude's like four pounds. 
So now I just want to explain beating Chupa and Doug for the No Pants Award is oh, yeah. no small task. No. And I just want to say that Blobber really took this victory because it's an all year kind of thing, the No Pants Award, and every single week, I mean Blobber uh, must not have a life. I don't know what goes <laughs> on up there in Canada, but uh, he really brings it strong. I mean, how many people in this room were handcuffed to him? Not me. <laughs> uh, I was for There's a little one, Bevo, me. Weren't you handcuffed nope, nope, to him? No. Should have been. You weren't handcuffed <laughs> to him, Push? No, I don't think. I was working the whole time. Oh, that's right. Wasn't Mufasa handcuffed to him Mufasa was. And he was like, just for a photo. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't Mufasa's hand, right? <laughs> it's somebody else's. The other black oh, guy. No, you missed that. Yeah. Thank you. It wasn't his hand. I see. <laughs> the inflection was all wrong. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I, you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. All right. This is now this one is I guess my fa- while well, my favorite award is the caller award. This is my second favorite award. It gets me into trouble every year, but I refuse to back down. You know, if you if you can't take a joke, suck it. It's our All right. Favorite post op award. So this is my favorite award of the year. Oh yeah. I know what it is. No. The category for bringing it weak all year long. Pissing people off or for forgetting that the Brewing Network decides what's funny, period. The nominees for the Brewing Network 2009 Douche of the Year Award are... Brutat. Yeah, I think you know why Brutat is nominated here. Why, wow. why are you looking at me? That was, that's an ugly scene. <laughs> why is everyone looking at me? Brutak gets nominated for the scene on the anniversary bus. And in the forum and, after. Uh, and the whole thing, it just, you know, it was a locked JP in the bathroom. There's a big yeah, scene. He's throwing yeah. garbage at Push's head. And so definitely earned his nomination for uh, Douche of the Year. A lot of fallout on that one. Yeah. All right. It's an honor to be nominated, isn't it? It really? is an honor. You should be. Hey, I was nominated last year and the year before. I think, I've, I think I'm a two-time nominee myself. Just I'm going to nominate you right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our second nominee, please. The second nominee for the 2009 Douche of the Year is... JP. Oh, yeah, why? Right. Is for it for the, the same reason? For the anniversary yeah. bus tour <laughs> right. incident. And, uh, and right. blowing up at For making uh, everybody Brutatu. feel creepy crawling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, creeping Just everybody. in general. Yeah, for, uh, yeah. for causing an extreme silence over the anniversary yeah, bus. Definitely a cricket factor. <laughs> yes. More douchiness than they can handle on that bus. Yeah. yeah. It was so, painful. The fun was... Were you on there, Mike? Oh, no. oh, okay. I could have been. Yeah. You would have known, I don't think. I think mutually they really earned their nomination together. For douche of the year, you know. Oh. Our third nominee is Monster Energy Drinks. That's right. Oh, yeah. uh, we have to put them in the category. Uh, well deserved. Suing the little guys. Enough said, right? Had to put Monster in there. It was great to have you know, them as a sponsor for a while. The Monsters yeah. lawyers. Yeah, we trying should to put make them a buck for themselves. Yeah. And, yeah well, we'll just lump them all together. They're their employees. So, all right. Our final nominee, please. The last nominee for the 2009 Brewing Network Douche of the Year Award is homebrewtalk.com. <laughs> That's right. Another nominee for Douche of the Year. I told you I get in trouble with this every year. Come on, have a sense of humor. It's for not having a sense of humor. That's all. And then bashing us for having a sense of humor. That's true. Remember the description of the Douche of the Year Award. The final phrase in that is that the Brewing Network decides what's funny. Period. There you go. So you get nominated for Forget. Douche of the Year. And uh, I love you anyway. We're not knowing that. The winner of 
the 2009 Douche of the Year Award. Read it, read it, read it. And the winner is... Brutat. Oh, wonderful. Man, that's a surprise. How does he get nominated for uh, Ass Hat, which is a good award, and do- and douche in the same uh, I think award just, ceremony? The guy, the the guy year is, is a long time. Can't handle, <laughs> yeah. can't handle his booze. That's right. That's why. He's extreme. He's bipolar. 365 yeah. is Bring a long time. Bring it a bit. Yeah. Bringing it wow. Bertad, I hope you're listening tonight. I do want your acceptance speech uh, later on in the program. Oh, he's uh, in there. Blobberglop's calling already for his... Uh, <laughs> blob- hang in there, Blobber. We're almost done. Yeah. I'm a man. You're going to have to do... Uh, <laughs> I'm a man. going to have to do your acceptance speech at the end. Wow. I say Douche of the Year is a highly coveted award, and uh, I'm proud of you, Brutat. You really earned it this year. <laughs> JP, are you, are you relieved that it wasn't you? <laughs> no. No, you want it. I'm disappointed. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty douchey. <laughs> you were shocked. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I might be willing to have a T-shirt made for this one. Ooh. I think that that, uh, that Brutat should have a T-shirt <laughs> to wear. Should probably make douchey. as many as he did for the fourth anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it's got oh. a little, little metal here. We do tend to attract that many douches. So well, we, that's true. We could do that. <clears throat> All right, congratulations, Brutat. All right, possibly the most coveted award oh. of the year, boner generator of the year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Nemo! Made- oh! And Chad! I'm in Chad. Wait, Wait, Chad. Uh, you just woke a dude up, man. Evo, could you <laughs> just right, keep clapping? <laughs> Jump up and down, too. Jesus. All right. Here, take this microphone while you're at it. <laughs> Sam's now poking his head in to find out what the fuck's going on with his wife in here. Stumbled in. What's that? Sam just drunkenly stumbled in. Oh, good. And now... The most coveted award in all of home brewing. The one you hide from your spouse. Everyone has goals, but this one can get you fired on Monday morning. Give it up for the Brewing Network 2009 Drunk of the Year. This one's exciting. Our nominees are... Matt from Chicago. You know, we got Matt from Chicago who is, sounds very belligerent and angry. Matt from Chicago, nice. what's happening? Dude, your fucking drunk of the week calls yeah. suck. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no one's drunk anymore. They're, they're just bringing it so weak. And I, I, I'm, I'm calling to uh, bring in 2009 with oh. the true... Drunk. I, I've been drunk since fucking yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit stronger. Well, no, I had to, you know, like I, I woke up with a hangover, and I, I just wasn't going to deal with that. There's so only I, one I, cure. I, we might need another category called drunk for a week. <laughs> hey, that's true. <laughs> now is a good drunk of the week call. That was nice. All right, Matt's in there. Who do we have next? Our second nominee is our very own... Bevo. No! Oh, yeah. I quit. I quit the chat. JP's taking over. The look I in can't Sam's eye. Anymore. Oh Jesus! Hi, Bevo. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Bevo's passed out. No. And not. Oh my God. What What are you then? You're in that state in between. I don't know. I'm Mrs. Moore. I'm. I don't know. The room is. Super spinning. I'm just gonna close my eyes for a minute. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna let Bevo take us out. You know how we like to do that with our when Bevo's drunk of the week. 
I love you all. I'm sorry for the chat because I probably was ignoring you for the last like hour and a half. But I love you, and I hope you're here not next week, but then the week after that because we'll be here and it'll be kick ass. Uh, I guess that means we have to pick drunk of the week. I think Balloon will win more than me. Balloon threw up, but I can't talk. I love you all, and I'll see you next, not next week, but the week after that, I'll be here. Happy, not Christmas, but whatever. I love you. Bye. Wow, Viva. Uh, that was when I drank so much that as soon as I walked out of the studio, I threw up five times, oh. and then I didn't drink for two months after that night. Oh, wow. <laughs> you definitely brought it strong. Bummer. All right. And the third nominee for the Brewing Network 2009 Drunk of the Year, Brian Thorson from Drake's Brewing Company. Anyway, we were, spo- we were supposed to talk about Hoppy Ass Pails. I was like, Hoppy Ass Pails, Hoppy Ass Pails. Or in- <laughs> India Pale Ales. Anything with a pail in the name. And ale and, and beer in the no, name. No, pale in the name. Fuck yeah. you, man. It's kind of like just like put hops in the beer and call it pale. Fuck you. And just kind of like yes. <laughs> but balance it. I think your next label should have all of the like, things that you, you just yeah. said on it. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I don't. Brian, what, do, you, do you write all that gibberish for the Lagunitas labels? <laughs> I should. <laughs> actually, I, I went to school with Jeremy. Uh, we were like Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear a sincere thing? That was good. That was a good nominee. Apparently, right no, we did not want to hear. It. It's a big category this year. Our fourth nominee for the 2009 Drunk of the Year is Ryan Frank, aka a Presky Brewer. Are you on a uh, Are you on a portable phone? I am on a, a relatively portable phone, yes. How well do you know your neighbor? <laughs> How well do I, Okay, you know what? You want me to go meet my neighbor? I'd love to go meet my neighbor. I want you to go knock on your neighbor's awesome. door with the phone and yes. introduce yourself to your neighbor. Yes. Hold on. There's there's a dance party going on down down the hall. That's where oh, you need to go. Go into the dance party. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a bunch of dudes. All right, hey, also. I mean, are you, are you guys ready for this? Oh, let's go ahead. Yeah, I'm are ready. you ready for are it? Are you? <laughs> Knocking. Knock. Fucking really not. What do you, what have do a you warrant? want, asshole? What you, how about I do I gotta try, right? Yeah, I guess so. She's probably sleeping, so you gotta okay. wait. Did you get quiet in there all of a sudden? Yeah, they're all They see you on the phone, like, oh shit, he's gonna hide in the stage. It's gonna be oh, like. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. The, the music was killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like so I'm, I'm from neighborhood. Oh, they're looking through the peephole right Tell now. Yeah. Yeah. They, know they're they probably think you're calling the cops. They think you're on the phone to the police. Smile now. Make sure you're smiling. Problem. Ask him for a beer because you just, don't have enough. Just wave to him like you mean it. Right. So you know what you're, you know you're going to say. Ask him if you can request Bobby Brown. <laughs> I love your music. That's me. The volume is fine, me. but I really need to pump so up the jams a little in? bit. <laughs> Knock again. I think I'm getting denied entry right denied. now. Denied. Knock again. Okay, Justin, just for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a drunk of the year right there. That's a nice... Uh, Chad called it. It's a cop knock. Yeah, yeah. All right. Our fifth nominee, Josh, a.k.a. Who Ate All the Pies. Who Ate All the Pies. Who Ate All the Pies. What's happening, brother? Hey, it's Josh. Josh, what can I do for you? No, you've already... You, you guys are too quick to give out drunk of the week. you like, you. oh, we get one drunk caller, and yes, we've got some drunk guy calling, we, we'll give out drunk of the week for someone listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you guys have been bringing a week, though. i got to take what I can get. Yeah. 
I tried fucking calling. I couldn't get through. <laughs> oh. Why? What happened? Because you guys have... I, I've tried calling the 888 number. I've tried Skyping you. i tried everything. I couldn't get through. I tried sending myself to Pacheco. <laughs> All right, so you get the idea. Yeah, the same call got him nominated twice, both for call, Caller man. of the Year and uh, Drunk of it the was Year. Brilliant. That was a brilliant call. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. All right, do we have more? The final nominee for the 2009 Brewing Network Drunk of the Year is Tour from Denmark. All right. You had anything else to drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been trying to kill off my Simcoe APA. Oh. It's, um, it's not good anymore. It's a Simcoe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get rid of it. <laughs> I like your style, Thor. <laughs> yeah, it, it just had to die. So Thor got nominated for multiple calls, actually. Uh, none of them were particularly funny, but he deserves Drunk of the Year because it's 5 a.m. in Denmark every time he calls. It's committed. And he works hard at it. Like, the kid, whenever he gives us his, his beer list, it's a long list. He's been drinking all night. And so I had to put him in to the nominees for, for Drunk of the Year. It's not always... And just to show you also, it isn't always just the funniest call. That's what we get accused of. And sometimes it's it's sheer commitment. Just if how the, hard you worked at. <laughs> and Thor works his ass off at Drunk of the Year. If he ever shows up here, he's going to crush all of us. <laughs> yeah, what do you think that guy looks like? Yeah, yeah. We better have a keg of shitty beer for him. All right, it's the most coveted award that we give. I'll bring it. And the winner of the 2009 Brewing Network Drunk of the Year is 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 Got the envelope. Oh. Who ate all the pie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Repeated angry Australian phone calls will win you the most coveted award of the year. Keep them coming. Drunk of the year. All right. You know what this means, guys. Uh, You remember uh, what we do for Drunk of the Year? Yes. They get a song. We strip. (laughs) Bevo strips for Drunk of the Year. (laughs) You don't remember that, Bevo? Yeah, right, right. I shouldn't even win. You guys need to hear the song? Do you need to be reminded? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. So, we'll just stick to Josh as the name. It keeps it... it I don't know that no. we'll be able to cram into it. all the pies. We need to say who ate all the pies. You want to do it? Oh, way? yes. All right. All oh, right. Yes. It's only right. Okay. He earned it. I hope you guys remember the cue. There's a little... There's a cue stanza, and oh, yeah. then we come in. Everybody ready? Yes. Chat, don't you fucking slack on this. What? You jump it. Don't jump go. it. So I do to my kids. Drunk, 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 drunk of the year. Who ate all the pies is the drunk of the year. Drunk, 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 drunk of the year. Who ate all the pies is the drunk of the year. Wow, I got ahead of it. That's as good as it gets. Of the year. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think there's no denying that Who Ate All the Pies no. earned that award. Denied. All right. Uh, Plus, he made Bevo squirm while he was calling in every time. It was weird. <laughs> That's true. Likes that accent. All right. Slide. Never mind. Two awards left to give, right? Really? I think so. Really? Two more after Drunk of the Year? Oh, I thought that yeah. was the end all to tell. No, you don't always do the climax just at the end. So I, you do. I do. Uh, you've got one yeah. envelope, right? <laughs> and then I get up and make a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, you you shouldn't have envelopes, please. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, Justin's surprise. Thanks. 
You don't know this either, announcer man? Push, t- talk to the announcer. Talk to Push. Yes, I am aware of one more <laughs> okay. award. So we should be on that one. Go ahead. Good. Let's do it. <laughs> I feel great right now. We drink a lot of beer. Uh, here are the nominees for the Brewing Network 2009 Commercial Beer of the Year. Yeah, that was the whole description. He got it right. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I think it was to the point. You got very it totally concise. right. Yeah. The timing. Timing. Firestone Walkers, Firestone 13. Ah, good nominee. Do we have a clip? <laughs> yeah. yeah let's, have it. let's go to the beer. Good beer. Good beer. All right. Our next nominee. The 21st Amendments. Monk's Blood. Yeah. Good beer. Big and red. Just Snuck like in there at the end of 2009. Russian Rivers. Janet's Brown. Wow. Look at that. Tasty Zone recipe made it to the best uh, beer of the year. And the final nominee is Russian Rivers Consecration. Oh. Two from Russian Rivers. Yeah. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. It's all West Coast beers on our nominee list. Yeah, well, listen. That's because West as Coast I said, is better. As I said Sorry. last year when I gave out this uh, award, it's completely biased. We don't claim to have tried all the great beers in the country. Uh, these are of the beers we tried. It just so happens that 90% of the beers we get to drink are from the West Coast. And then when we go to the, the GABF and things like that and we're trying other beers, we're usually too drunk to remember. So We drink what we get. That doesn't mean that these beers don't deserve to be on the best beer of 2009. I just wanted to say that this award is completely biased. It's completely one-sided. About the only fairness that happened to it is that we did vote on it here uh, before the show. Right. So. I didn't vote. You came late. You weren't here. (laughs) Usually. Russian River being nominated twice. Round of applause for that. Two beers making the best beer. I want to point out that Firestone Walker was our winner last year for their Union Jack, and they're was nominated it? again this year. Really? Yeah, Union Jack was the one uh, winner last year. And then 2-1-A sneaking in at the end of 2009 with yeah. the Monk's Blood. Yeah, yeah. Monkey. All right. The winner. And the winner of the Brewing Network 2009 Beer of the Year is... Bevo Left. Firestone Walker 13. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Two years in the running, Firestone has taken the Brewing Network's Beer of the Year. Wow. This is actually another one that snuck in at the end. Uh, We tasted this while Shat was away. Firestone had sent me a couple of bottles. We did a tasting on air, and it blew us all away. Uh, We did another tasting before the show, and uh, hands down, man. Even though... We all agree that the beer still needs some age. It was still better, slightly better than all the other beers. It was tough, though. I mean, all, yeah. all, all the other beers, each in their own way, had something. It yeah. was ridiculous how good all four of those were. Yeah. I'd recommend, if you can, pick up any one of these beers. The Firestone 13, the Russian River Consecration will blow your mind. Yep. The Monk's Blood 218, probably more available than all of them, so that's good for you who aren't in California. Also, will blow you yes. away, especially tasting a beer like this out of a... You just don't expect it to come out of a can. Yeah, you bring that to a party... Yeah. You're the winner, dude. Kudos to the 2-1-A for deciding, you know, for having the balls to do that. Uh, that's another reason they made it on the list. And then Janet's Brown, another uh, Russian River. Uh, 
This isn't uh, isn't just because Tasty uh, is our dude. Aww, this wait beer a uh, is, this Aww. beer is awesome. Uh, the Janet's Brown yeah, just yeah. kicked ass. I, right. I, like I said after the GABF, I couldn't believe that it didn't win the pro am. Uh, we just love this this goddamn beer. Are we going to get another? Sh- will that ever be brewed again? Or is that? Yeah, it? Vinny said he was going to brew it again. So. Yeah. He better because we just drank the last bottle. That was it, huh? Yeah. This is wee stuff. We'll press them next week. <laughs> I really like the label design on that bottle. Tasty. <laughs> that label I had. So, even though the announcer doesn't remember, we do have a final category to give oh away, and that is the listener choice show of the year. We have to oh give away. God. Um, so uh, right now, uh, well, I think the, the announcer got distracted. Schumann's giving him the tour. Oh shit! So I think it's what's going on. Uh, God damn it, Shu! I told you to leave my staff alone. No tours during, during the show. And your employees. With the accounts, uh. Tours go after the show. Always. After the show. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break uh, because we need to anyway. When we come back, this one is the one that you guys got to vote for. It's the Brewing Network's Listener's Choice Show we, of the Year. Should we still take a couple of votes? Should we allow votes no. now at this it's late over. date? No, that's it. That's right. it for it's votes. Locked in. Uh, that you, close? It was all Brewing Network shows. It could have been Can You no. Brew It? It could no. have been Brew Strong. It could have been The Session. It even could have been that other piece of shit. I'll tell you something. The, the JP and clear... Sully mixtape show. Aww. It could have been any one of these. <laughs> Volume 2 when the hits fall. <laughs> upon your mom like rain before well, no above. no that came in 2010 that oh, can't be that's nominated. true that that's one can't right. be no- only the first one can be nominated which right. was awesome yeah so we'll do that when we come back plus Woo! we've got some belgian candy sugar to give away etc etc hang in there it's oh and uh, we do want to hear your acceptance speeches that will all happen yes. after the break bring yes, it please You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What's going on, man? Oh my god, it was the best time. We hit like more than 30 breweries and uh, totally the best of the best, you know. Russian River, uh, Firestone, the, the brewery dudes, uh, 21st Amendment, Lagunitas, friggin' Triple Rock, uh, the Double Daddy guys, Speakeasy, Linden, and uh, Firehouse, Gordon Bees, Drake's, dude, on and on. Ale Industries, Moonlight, it was totally awesome. And and it was the uh, and it was the first annual. You know, I got to be at the birth, the inception. You only get one first time, baby. What's that? Oh, it was the uh, it was the Brewing Network's first annual Winter Brews Festival. Live music, great food. Ah, oh, man, it was uh, Saturday, January thirtieth. You really should have gone. Check out thebrewingnetwork.com on tap to see what you missed, or did you? The first annual Brewing Network Winter Brews Festival is coming up January thirtieth. Don't miss it. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need 
right in your pocket. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. What's funny is Bruce will say, Yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. beer. <laughs> you know? <laughs> The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right. Hey, a round of applause for yourselves. We're almost uh, we almost got our first show of 2010 under our belts. How about that? It's a long yeah. one. Before That's all we got under it, our belts. A lot of stuff under our belts. Yeah. We do? Like Schumann's hands under my belt. <laughs> Chad's time. back in town. Chad's hands back under our belts. All right. Doing the baggy. Well, let's get to it. We've only got one more category left here and your fourth annual BNAs at Seems like just yesterday we were doing the third annual BNAs. You just know? yesterday. I always get confused because it's like the fifth anniversary party, right? Fourth BNAs. It's just yesterday. It's a confusing it's web that we weave. Math is. I don't understand. Yeah, I know. Just hang. Just stick with me, and your math will surely get better. Your math will get better. <laughs> yeah. Just yesterday. I like that Doc's role this year is going to be to sing my lines after I do. That'll be his new. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a thing on that. That's pretty good. Guy. Yeah. All right, announcer man. We've got uh, more to do here, and then we can wrap this up. Wrap it up. And now, the 2009 Listener's Choice Episode of the Year. I don't even know the winner of this, actually. This is the only category I do not know the winner of. You should know any of these. You should be surprised to everyone. Well, who the hell is going to pick them? The winner, uh, the the listeners, I don't know. <laughs> Someone has to organize the damn thing. <laughs> Jesus will tell us who the winners are. Right, Bevo? He didn't. <laughs> don't, don't just give me dirty looks. Jesus wouldn't give me dirty looks. Jesus loves him. <laughs> yes, he would, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have nominees or just a, a winner? Runners up are... That means the first loser. Nice. Ballast Point. Triple Rock. <laughs> really? That was a listener choice? Uh... One of many. Wow. A lot of voice. Stood out. A lot of voice yeah, for that yeah. one. Triple Rock. A lot of voice for Triple Rock. All right. Mufasa. The Fringies. 
the lunch meat where push streaked. Oh. And, and all of the brewing of the brew strong water shows. But the winner <laughs> of the Brewing Network 2009 Listener's Choice Episode of the Year is the Jamil Zanishef and Gordon Strong Sunday Session. Wow. <laughs> that was a great episode. It was. That was a really good. That episode. was a really good one. Yeah, yeah. you can't. It's a lot of emotion. That stuff. Tune and Kasi winners together in one show. Ugh. It's like the perfect storm. A couple oh. big wonkers. It's an emotional. <laughs> it was an emotional episode. Wasn't Foam it? Foam all it over was. the place. It did get emotional, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Got about that. All right. So that is your Brewing Network episode of the year, the yeah. Sunday session with Gordon Strong good and choice. Jamil Zanishev. and that wraps up. The BNAs 2009. Oh, yeah. Who was the was there second place? Was our runner up? We'll start again? taking our uh, now. We'll start taking okay. our uh, calls. Who was there? Well, there were there were a bunch of runners up. Like we said, um, the bell use was, a regular mic if you're not an announcer man anymore. It's regular. I I, I don't want it on anymore because it's we picking up. But we, we, you, I need to turn on a different mic. It's echoing. Uh, there were a bunch of of runners up. Like I said, the the Ballast Point show with. <laughs> Which I thought was good. Mufasa, you know, the Frenchies got a lot of votes. The Frenchie show really garnered a bunch of support, which I thought was great. Cambridge Brewing, Moon River Brewing, and this would be tied for third place. The Sully and JP Mixtape Show won. Wow. Yeah. Tied for third? Wow. Oh, Strong. Guess that goes to show you who's voting for these things. Wow. <laughs> JP and Sully. JP and Sully. Are doing all the, are doing all the voting. That's good to know. What surprised me was that the Live at Downtown Joe's with Tattoos show didn't get more love. Because uh, that was one of my personal favorites. Come hmm. on. Sam. Sammy. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. <laughs> all right. We're starting to take acceptance speech uh, phone calls. Who's on here first? Bad Peter? Rock. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Bad Rock, congratulations. He, uh, uh, he won Hat of the Year. And he was nominated a bunch yeah. of times, too. Yes. Bad Rock, what's happening, brother? Oh, I'm just extremely honored at this point. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. is this your second time? Did you win this same award last year? No. You no, just... I was uh, no pants last year. Oh, <laughs> wow. You're making the rounds. Very similar. Well, very similar. Around. Who knows? Maybe next year you can be douche of the year. Who? Maybe you can be douche of the year. <laughs> you know, I want to go for drunk of the year. I've never been even drunk of the week. I'm just that guy that doesn't get drunk. So, yeah, oh, I think I'm going to come out for the right beer there. fest. Yeah, I'm going to come out for the beer fest, and I'm going to make an ass out of myself. So that, I promise you that. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. Well, you, listen, you have to have goals, and uh, I yeah. like yours, Bad Rock. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Yeah. Is, is yeah, there anything? So. Is there anything you'd like to say as part of your acceptance uh, to the Academy for your ass out of the year? We will listen now. Yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Snoop Dogg and Easy E. Yeah, and uh, Abe's Bevo mostly. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, mostly. No, thank you. Yeah, and other than that, no, nothing really. That's Great. about it. Bad Rock, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, acceptance speeches are brought to you today by Brewmasters Warehouse. Yeah. Uh, you can go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and create your own recipe yeah. in their recipe builder, their brew builder, and then uh, it magically appears in your shopping cart. You can check out. It's easy as pie. So Tell, that thing's awesome. 
Thank you to, uh, I mean, he's, and Push is a pretty techie guy. Yeah, he's very, I was going to say, you're a techie guy. I'm actually a pretty techie guy. And uh, he likes this, uh, this Brewmaster's Warehouse. Yeah. So. That thing is awesome. All right, Bad Rock, thanks, brother, and congratulations. Thank you, guys. All right. 888-401-BEER. We have a few nominees I'm hoping to hear from. Uh, you know, our douche of the year, Brutat. Do you think our drunk, uh, the defending drunk of the year, has anything to say to, the, you know, pass the mantle on? It's a big, that's a big challenge, drunk of the year. Yeah, you know. It's commitment. <laughs> I got a little tear in my eye, you know. I thought maybe I'd at least be. You have to give it up, like you're going to go places now and no one's going to. Nominate one more gonna... time just yeah. for, you know, honorary. But you no got one... shut out this yeah, year. No. no one's going to recognize you now when you go places. Yeah, you, know? you got to serve for a whole year. I was it? has been. I mean, you'd be finding me in the street somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. I was drunk of the year. We're going to find Doc on Celebrity Rehab. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'd be great on that show. Oh, he would be great on that show. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. Huh. Oh, what fun. The BNAs. A ridiculous thing. All right, Beav, who do we have now? Mr. Wood. Yeah. Oh, all right. I we wood. have Wood. Multiple doctor. nominee. He's a doctor, by the way. I have Wood. Wood, you guys were nominated three times this year. Well, you know, I got to tell you, just to be nominated is is an honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I got to tell you, I do have a speech, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Yeah, please ask everybody <clears throat> that. Okay. Um. Just one second. I got to clear my throat. This is really right. emotional. We'll, we'll get the crickets. We'll get the crickets ready while you're doing it. Okay. Uh, character of the year. Wow. This moment is akin for me to winning a gold medal in the Winter Olympics for a sub-Saharan nation. The odds are against you. The competition is fierce, but I have to tell you, keep your eyes on the prize. Focus, and even a poor boy raised by deaf parents and a penchant for malty, hoppy, sour, yeasty, clear, good, and bad beers can win the 2009 Brewing Network Character of the Year Award. Thanks to Justin, Doc, Bevo, Chad, Push, JP, Tasty, Blob, and of course, most importantly, all you asshat members of the BN Army, yeah. and I love you. And, and I'd like to open this up for, for Kim, who's on the other end of this. Oh, good. Oh, now, that was a wonderful speech, <laughs> by the way, Wood. And uh, I'm a little, not rehearsed at all. I'm touched. Can, yes. Next time. Put that together. It was heartfelt, you could tell. After we're done, can you read it, but in the character of your parents? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Hold Thank on one second. Kim, okay. hang on the phone! <laughs> <laughs> you loopy cunt. Yeah, hang on just a second. There you go. Hello? Hello. Oh. Like, who is this? Hello, Kim. Hi. Congratulations <laughs> on uh, not only your victory, but your three nominations Whoa. tonight in the BNAs. Wasn't it four? Get it right. Yeah. Was it four? Was there a fourth in there? Yeah, they won yeah, on the third. I think I had a solo, a solo nomination that wasn't with Wood. I don't think oh. you did. I didn't, I didn't think you swung that way. But yeah, she drunk of the, oh. yeah, drunk of the year, right? Yeah, tits. Huh? This whole thing's giving me a complex now, because, you know, I need my own identity, apparently, except for being... I don't know, tied to the hip to my fucking husband. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She did. It was like... She had caller of the year. A, yeah. so, a solo nomination well, for caller. Thank right. you. Okay. okay. All right. Win. That's, that's well, right. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs> 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 no one's All right. No one's. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> Listen to that voice, Andy. I mean, he, he's, I'm out of a job. He's good. Yeah. He's smooth, right? Yes. I've got Josh on Skype. I'm oh. not sure which Josh it is. It's got to be monsters. Is it uh, who, who ate, all, ate the all the pies, Josh? Who ate all the pies? You there, brother? Who ate all the pies? How's it going? Hey, it congratulations, <laughs> Mr. Drunk of the Year. Also a nominee thank you, thank for you. caller. 
Sorry? I said also a nominee for Caller of the Year. So uh, you really brought it strong. Didn't I win? You won Drunk of the Year, not Caller of the Year. Oh, you did drink Caller of the Year. Didn't you win Caller of the Year? Let me go back here. That's right. You won two. Uh, oh, my Holy God. Shit. That's right. You that won Caller insane. and Drunk. On the same phone call? On the same phone call. Wow. wow. What would you like to say to your fans? Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks to everyone in the chat room. They really inspired me to uh, just to get up early on Monday mornings and, and put in and have a good effort. So um, thanks to everyone there. Um, in true in true drunk of the year style, I'm actually sober today. So um, just keeping up the uh, the spirit of that award. Yeah, that's good. Um, happens. Thanks, and thanks to you guys. You know, without you guys, what, what would I do on a Monday afternoon? <laughs> I, I agree with you. Well, congratulations, and thank you, Josh, for all the entertainment. Yes. Now, now, Doc, do you have to, like, do you, like, have to mail Josh one of your children or something? Oh, or how does that know. work? How do you yeah. pass that trophy over? It's a big trophy to be passing. Yeah, it is. Look do you that. feel honored to be a seceding Doc, Josh? Oh, he's already gone. He's gone <laughs> to drink. Okay. Well, wonderful. Not that much of an honor. Like a ghost. All right. I do believe we have a Brutat on the line. <laughs> oh, uh, good. To accept his award for Douche of the Year. Brutat, congratulations. Well deserved. Seriously. Sorry? Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> yes. I go from ass out of the year to douche of the year just because I lock the dick in the bathroom for two seconds? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, well, it was a tough time. I tell you, between giving it to JP or you, it was tough. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know who was douchier. I was outvoted. Uh, I'll just say that. Well, homebrew talk was no slouch either. You know. Yeah, yeah, everybody. I mean, you. It was tight competition. Um, but at least we did get to see both of your sides. We got to see the the endearing ass hat and the not so endearing douche. Okay, I'll go for that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we think, well, I think we'll put it over the edge was the cross-dressing. <laughs> with the whole skirt thing that you do. and That could have been it. That I might... know you like that, JP. I do that just for you, you know. <laughs> good. And when I come out for the uh, winter beer fest, I mean, oh, good. I got something special for you. <laughs> I might not be there. <laughs> you will oh, be there. On. You're a sous chef, but JP. not anymore. You cannot bail out on your duties. 2010 is the year of duties. No, it's not. <laughs> right. Duties. <laughs> I've been having problems with my duties. <laughs> you know, I, I, will, I will say that for a douche of the year, I am the first one that has accepted it. That's true. You're right. Usually people de- deny it, and then yeah. they bitch about me. He's hardly yeah. even bitching. Is what happens. It's an honor. I'm a special kind of masochist. I think in I, I think in the true uh, tradition of douche of the year, you're supposed to now go flame me across the internet <laughs> for being a raging <laughs> shithead. I should. You I should. No, I would no. never call you again. Yes. Never have any other contact with you. Yes. Has, has great. Has Code actually made a little banner Fuck for the you, forum for douche of the year? Like, does it have like a tampon or something like yeah. that for the metal? Should we need a metal? I'm the only one that's ever accepted it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to do something about it. Was yeah, he disappeared. Yeah, yeah. well, he disappeared. I guess so it I mean, is. You know, you're, you're taking your you're, you're taking a chance here. Don't disappear. <laughs> what do you mean a chance? Maybe it's a calculated chance. In yeah. fact, I think aside from me, every douche of the year nominee has disappeared. They're <laughs> all gone. Nice knowing you, Ted. It's kind of a jinx. JP could be he could be missing by next week. Hopefully. This could be this could be the end of his time. Hopefully, well, I think I'm going to have to start listening to Brew Crazy now. <laughs> now that you've won douche of the year, good. Hey, Brew Tat's going to change the time. 
A douche of the year would. Well, you'll be the I second can't listener. I can't do that. No. <laughs> That's a joke. I can't do that. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, congratulations on your victory. Yeah. And yeah. your multiple yeah, nominations. Really? And it's not that big of a deal. You're used to accepting douches. Oh! We are the douches. <laughs> do it. Sing it. Douche. I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll see you in a couple weeks. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Later. Cheers, Brett. We gotta have some beers together. Oh yeah, that'll be real fun. (laughs) I'll be seriously. Oh yeah, no, really, it'll be fun. I'll look forward to it. Got a boner right right now. Yeah. Love you, JP. Yeah. I think he's trying to make amends. I'm, I'm, I'm still voting JP as douche of the year. Yeah, it's fine. I think we made a mistake. Could this be the first BNA ever revoked? The retraction. Yeah, retracted. Yeah, first for everything. All right, Tat. Thanks, brother. We can reissue this. Night. All right. That's three acceptance speeches. Oh, yeah. Is there anybody else on here that I expect to call uh, here from? Blobber. Blobber. Um, What's up with that guy? Oh, yeah, still Blobber. He was uh, he was Skyping me early on. Maybe he had to go to bed. Are, maybe. are you still in the... Are you still around? All right. Hey, come on, Bebo. We do, do need it. to hear from right. Blobber. There you go. I'm a man. You it was w- already turned on. I just wasn't talking into it. You already turned on? Always. That's why you weren't most improved. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> I was beaten by a studio. We have to get away. Uh, <laughs> a piece of wood. Beaten by a, something else at San Studio. In, in, in Bebo's defense, it's a really nice studio. I mean, well, also, yeah. I mean, they have a lot in common. I mean, Sam only enters the studio every once in a while, too. Aww. So. Yeah. Oh. What? Wow, what's going on? Oh. Hey, what? Hey, Sam, what? Oh. I'm in here again. Oh. I'm hungry. Say? It's 2010 yeah. and I can't move. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Don't smell like pickles. Who needs a guitar lesson? We gotta give away Belgian candy sugar to somebody tonight. Why? Too. Give it to oh, Sam. Right. Guess who I got on the phone? Uh, <laughs> all right, I've got him over here. Is it blooby gloopy 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 glop? You couldn't tell by the inflection. <laughs> Blobber glop. You really uh, 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 three nominations for you. Also, congratulations on that. And then the the no pants award. Uh, that's what I won. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what you won. I wasn't quite sure. I was asking everyone in the chat room, what the hell did I win? <laughs> of kicking the nuts is what you won. <laughs> yeah. Come here and collect nice. it. <laughs> you beat out uh, Chupa and Doug. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's tough competition. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man alive. I have pictures of that. that very disturbing pictures. Yeah. Well, we've you got, do. I've seen a few disturbing pictures of you, too, uh, which were, were part of the reason you, you won. Uh, it's your consistency throughout the year That's as being right. a, a, a no-pants nominee. Consistent and disturbing. No. Creepy. Well, let's not forget, he is also the current lunch meat mascot. Yes. mascot. That's true. That, should that, I accept that, that honor as well right now? Please You do. should. How about go ahead and accept both? The floor is yours. Yeah. It'll be a double so acceptance. I've, so I have now become the mascot of Lunch Meat and uh, the nominee for what? The, I mean, the winner of what? What's the award? The again? No Pants Award. <laughs> yeah. No Pants. The Can't so Follow a Story Award. What's your family going to do without you? Can't Follow a Story and No Pants and Lunch Meat. And I would like to uh, thank everyone because uh, you're all cool and um, 
And uh, I don't know what to say because this is a great honor for me. Maybe you and, should uh, do it in song. Yeah. Maybe that is <laughs> definitely to be some singing. In the okay. words of Shakira. <laughs> Please uh, accept your awards in song, if you would. Okay. Um, You're my uh, hero. What is that song? I don't know. Uh, I have nothing. I have nothing to sing. I, I'm, I'm not so prepared flustered. for this. This is awkward. <laughs> Come on, lyrical. Yeah. I can I tell he's touched. You're very. He's touched. I can feel like I feel like a douche right now because I usually have everything but to sing. How about you're the wind beneath Honey, my wings? Yes. What should I sing? What were you saying? I should sing. Well, I, I think you should sing thank you uh, notes to the tune of "Wind Beneath My Wings" <laughs> or "Yankee Doodle Dandy." I think it's pretty good too. If, he's in Canada. He doesn't know if that. If you one. could know how much I feel so happy. <laughs> Right now, knowing that I won two awards in two different shows. <laughs> One about shows that have nothing to do with beer or anything. But apparently my bare chest is now the new mascot. Thank you. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful job. Blah, blah, blah. What you're, did I say? You're something else, you know? Delightful. I know. You are something, that's <laughs> I for know. sure. That's what my dad used to tell me. All right, Bloopy Gloopy Glop. Congratulations. Take care. All right. I love you all. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> Go claim in a hole. Because <laughs> right. he works underground in holes. I see. Oh. That should be about it. Uh, let's see. That was the no pants has been accepted. Douche yeah. has been accepted. Uh, Drunk of the Year has been accepted. Um, best new character has been accepted. Asshat's been accepted. Studio B didn't do its acceptance speech, but I think just in good audio tonight. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Good show. Yeah, good. And uh, best caller of the year has been accepted, and uh, the only one uh, best guest. Uh, but Lagunitas, those guys, right. you they know, don't listen. yeah, they don't listen. They're just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to give away candy sugar to somebody for something. Something. Um, have you got? You know how to do it? I'm the first caller. Go ahead. <laughs> oh God. Is, uh, yeah. Bouncer guy. <laughs> to the crickets. We give him to the crickets. Yeah. Reminds me of the time when I was alone in a forest, and a girl walked by, and on her hand was a hook. <laughs> now, it's time for the Belgian Candy Sugar Giveaway, brought to you by Dark Candy Inc. Visit them online at darkcandywithanI.com. Thank you. Announcer man. It's a long URL. And uh, maybe we'll give it to whoever's calling in right now. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Do it. Dark kind right, of Have you already typed to me who I have here? You've been typed. Oh, it's Booby, who, by the way, was shut out of the yeah. nominations this year. Uh, First time in like... Oh! oh! He's angry. Dude, there. shut down everywhere. Yeah, he's been a nominee in like multiple categories for four yeah. years. Every year. So. Well, actually, that was his best call. Huh. <laughs> you didn't even have to pull out the bub timer. Yeah. I've got Casey Adams calling in on uh, Skype. Casey, what's happening? I can't hear you there. You're, 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 no, your Skype is not working. It's very low. All right. Good effort. Right. Good effort. <laughs> you got to be audible to actually Put the running for best call of the year. Some things never change. Hello, 2010. Yeah. Bub, is that you? No. No. <laughs> Who are we talking to? This is Matt, San Diego Matt. Hey, Matt, what's happening? San Diego Matt. Sunday night. Is this the Matt that was nominee for, uh, was it, what was he, Drunk of the Year or Caller of the Year or a different Matt? 
No, that's a different Matt. All right, what can I we do Chicago for you? Matt. You should have lied. <laughs> yeah! yeah! People wouldn't like me as much if I lied. That's true. She likes honest people like Jesus. Yeah, you, yeah you, should, you should use Bevo as the barometer for your life. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. What's up, I'm Matt? I'm dead sober tonight, so... You calling just for Belgian candy sugar? I want the candy sugar. You got it. Done. There we go. All right, yeah. Matt from San Diego. Awesome. Everybody's a winner tonight. Always like San Diego, Matt. That guy needs some candy sugar. Courtesy yeah. of Dark Candy yeah. Inc. Matt, just shoot me an email, right, brother. I know the rules. I'll send you an email. Thank you. Your life just got sweeter. Later. That guy looks really good today, that Matt from San Diego. Sweet. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'm listening. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll just wait and see. I, I would like to hear from Bob. Uh, maybe he's quite upset. So you we'll, think he's asleep? We'll give him a minute here and I see. He's drunk. He's oh, drunk, man. or he's on the pot. Should we call him? Well, we haven't taken a drunk of the week, our first oh. drunk of the week for 2010 oh, yeah. either. How's the chat room looking? Make it Bebo? quick though. It's nine o'clock. I gotta go. Are they crushed in there, or is Browning? everybody kind of happy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't gotta go that bad yet. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, Bob. What's happening, my brother? All right. Hey, dude, well, you hung up on me before. I was getting ready to go take a shit. Just on the air, but you missed it. Oh, shit. I told you he was on the pod. <laughs> or not shit. Hey, good thing for laptops. You couldn't hold I it for us? I for you. I, had, I made chili today, so. No, oh, that's all right, Bub. You go ahead and keep Thank it. Thank you, Bub. Thanks for sharing. So, Bub, you got oh, sh- you got shut out this year. I, well, you know, I have been somewhat absent. You know, yeah. You know. Had we not changed the Fallen Soldier Award, to be honest, you would have been. We had you written down as a nominee for that. It's true. Um, I call in like you know once every eight shows or something. Yeah, but you kind of like lips December sort of slipped from your grasp. Well, dude, all right, I I did <laughs> week one, right, and well, then, then Bobby brought out his weak ass thing, and mm. then Brew Tattoo put that. Freakish shit all over the body. <laughs> he put yeah. the I'm hurt like, down, didn't he? Yeah, can't beat Dude, that. I, I, I was actually thinking of painting my ass white and having Santa sw- ski down <laughs> it or something. That might have won it. That yeah, might have done it. It would have won it, but... But my mother-in-law was in the house. No. Oh, she, she needs something to do. She wouldn't want to like spray the whipped cream on your butt? <laughs> yeah. For the mountains or the clouds? Or where, would is, Santa, where would we be Santa slain, too? <laughs> I'll spray things in your butt. butt, 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 butt. <laughs> oh. DNA. Oh. Same effect. But. God. Uh, It'll be whipped. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that, and I, you could almost see his junk in that fucking thing. Uh, that was pretty know. bad. I was, uh, <laughs> there's no winning after that. It, it's really, you know... It, there is no... It, nobody can win. There's no victory. There's, no <laughs> there's only losers in there. <laughs> yes. yeah, we're all losers because of that. I think the problem is you're a gentleman, bub. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I'm sad for you, and I missed not being able to nominate you for something. So I hope that you, uh, you know, get your priorities straight in 2010. Well, you know, how can I compete against blubby blibby blop? You know, I can He's... call in, I can swear. We got Australians that do that. Right. <laughs> I can, I can talk about my junk. Well, whatever. You guys do that all day. What the fuck do I have left? Don't roll over and die, Bob. Out. I have oh. faith in you, Bob. You got a whole yeah. other week to work on it. <laughs> that's right, Bob. You have a, a Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, that's a pretty good start, right there. It's yeah. true. Those guys don't make no need bread, do they? Yeah. When was the last time you got a blowjob? What about, what about an instant cloud? None of those guys know. can make an instant it's cloud. It's a good bug. question, Bob. When I had to pay for, or like a, <laughs> yeah, does it does it have Every to be time a free he goes one? To the oh, airport? It, it, it doesn't matter. None oh, of those you, other guys. You, 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 Beetle. Fuck off, you dickbag. <laughs> <laughs> this is the This from the guy who invited me to play Fellowship on Facebook. Oh, 
and you did though, right? Fuck yeah, I did. But I'm saying it was because of you first. What the? What is no, no, fellowship? No, no. What kind of bullshit is this now? Don't worry about no, it. I'll no, invite you. you. What did you do? Oh, I don't have enough friends. I to don't play. have enough friends. We'll play. So stop <laughs> sending me mana potions. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Oh, no. None of those other other guys warranted their own timer. Like, you still clenched that. There's only one bub timer. You're a loser dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking to Bevo? He's just like, he's angry. I think think he's talking to Bevo. I I think Bub and Brutad are going to start a club on the bus. It's the anti JP. JP. There will be no bus. I bet there'll be a whole section in the bus. will never be on the same bus yeah. again. Yeah. Near yeah. the bathroom. Tried to, Brutet allowed me to hit on the ugliest chick in the bar. Oh. oh. Second what? ugliest chick. Mm. It was probably Brutet with It was with probably me. Fugly? Yeah. <laughs> skirt. Was it a girl? <laughs> All right, Bob, uh, is there anything else? Uh, do you want anything else? No. Uh, <laughs> not really. Thanks, brother. We didn't even want that. I love you, Bob. Really? Bye. Bye, Bob. The great boob. That was awkward. You think? Ah, it no. was a little aggressive, wasn't it? No, you were aggressive. You're kind of aggressive over there with that hat. He's Give just an that. angry elf. With, I mean, <laughs> with your <laughs> face. rainbow al you know, over there. It all just stems back to childhood. He's just bitter. He can't play the mana bread game and Which one, JP? have a bunch of friends. Yeah. <laughs> Me? What was I doing? He attacked first. <laughs> Here it goes. He started it. He did. You heard it. You can play it's it back. Your first now. blood. You're so awkward, JP. I know. What? <laughs> I know. I've been telling you that. No. I just. But I, I never... told you that. You didn't make that up. I told you. You can't take that from me. Yeah. You know I think we we pay for that. We want it. No, we don't. JP runs like the scissors. No, a we, little hidden we gem. Don't. Are we done? We don't. What, what want is it. 2000? What is 2010? Oh. oh. Ouch. That was Hi, real loud. JP. I thought you were only staying for an hour tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Got her hopes all up. That's I thought that your sweater was only staying for an hour. Oh, not okay. Coughing not all over. Oh, man. Oh, well, man. Chad. Where's your God now? Welcome back, huh? I'm glad yeah, you came back. <laughs> right back into it. Same as it ever was. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to 2010. Uh, we've got some changes going to be making on the show here uh, that I think you guys will enjoy. Just small <laughs> things to uh, tighten it up and, and, and really bring a great 2010. Announcer guy will be here yeah. every week. How cool this would year. that be? Every fucking week. Will you be allowed to drive up every week? Every week I'll be here. Every single week. That, how the hell is that going to happen? He's moving Every week. single week, I'll be here. What, did you get a divorce? Every week. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? you break her other leg? <laughs> oh, that was terrible. It's like if misery took place in Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going. No one, no one listens to this show, right? Brutchat. Right. Very few. Uh, we'll make you the last caller of the evening. What's happening? <laughs> I'm just going to... I did not allow him to hit on the exit girl in the bar. <laughs> you didn't? I hear his wedding ring bounce across the floor, and I pointed it out to him. Why wasn't his wedding ring on his finger? Well, it, it fell off. <laughs> I like how Bevo got pissed at that. Yeah. It's a wedding ring. It means something. It should be on the finger. Yeah. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Uh... Bub, what's that over there? Well, that's my ring. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Inside was, joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, Thank you, Tattoo. Okay. Anything I didn't get to today? Uh, uh, who's up next week? You didn't play the show outro yet. Oh. Who's on next week? Vinny. 
Is he? Really? Confirmed? Confirmed. Confirmed. Told oh you we got God. a kick-ass lineup coming at you. Now. Coming at you. Coming at you. In 2010. Vinny Chaluzzo. He said coming. All right. The triumphant return of Vinny. We got Dan Gordon doing the uh, official inauguration of oh, Studio yeah. B. Grand opening. He'll be the show after uh, the Winter Brews Festival. So oh, uh, perfect. Check yeah. it out. Brewingnetwork.com slash on tap for all the details for the Winter Brews Fest. Please come on out and have fun with us. It's going to be uh, it's our first foray into the Beer Fest uh, shtick, and we're excited about it. And we've been getting a really great response from breweries. So, going to be like 40 breweries there, and uh, Sean Paxton Food. Paxton Food. Uh, JP Shirtcocking, a chef's uh, <laughs> jacket. I should practice right now. Uh, <laughs> pay extra. Practice now, Horace. Look at that hog. There will be a lot of women there, too, right, Jeff? Uh, hopefully. Yeah. No, no, there will be. Lots yeah. of women. Yeah. Why are you looking at Chad for that? Because he's guaranteeing it. Oh, guarantee. <laughs> yeah. All right, once again, a special thanks to More Beer for becoming the official sponsor of the Sunday Session yeah. for 2010. Uh, really, not only have they supported us in the past, but they're just always upping the ante, and I, we can't do it without them. So thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, Bob, remember that. And thank them personally. But support all our sponsors, because yes. uh, you know what? Sponsors in the in the last half of 2009 really stepped it up and uh, made it a lot easier to do what we do, and I can't thank them enough. But you can thank them, so please send them emails and purchase their products and just let them know you appreciate them helping us out so uh, that we can have a great 2010 also. Um, what else? Buy merch. Thanks to all the listeners for listening. Thanks to listeners. <laughs> thanks for the announcer man. Thanks yeah, to announcer thanks man. special announcer guy. Thanks to, thanks to Bevo's Cleavage. Oh, oh yeah. What do you think, Bebo? One more, sh- one more shot for the hardest working cleavage in radio, right there. Move that chair. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll see you next week with Vinny. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Twenty ten. But don't you give me that American crude, boys. I want a real homebrew. Homebrew. Don't you really love a better homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew. It blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I'll have me, well, I'm the one right now. Yeah, you know what I am talking about. But don't you give me that American.